last time in the footfalls of giants. What's so funny, mate? Ugh. Are you gonna self-destruct? He laughs more, and I need deck saves from all of you. Oh, hey, bad things are happening to me specifically! You see a tiny little pinprick black point where Torok once was, and it vanishes with smoke. It's gone. Hey, Moot! Yes, Captain, what can I do for you? I need you to bring the ship here. C Captain, I cannot fly unless I have a registered pilot on board. Register yourself! Register yourself, can you do that? Ayo, you empty out the oil and slipperiness out of the window behind the truck. Finch, as they get closer, you cast Hold Person on one of the drivers just as they hit the oil of slipperiness and they spin out and slam into the other Jeep, railing them like they just go flying off the side of the road. What exactly is the Veda Force? I can already tell I'm going to hate it. Alright, so they are a squadron of five Genasi. They are artificial Genasi. They are incredibly powerful soldiers. They might kill us, but I guess we'll see how it goes. It still does this old heart good to see you find a crew that cares for you. Keep growing beside them, alright? And don't forget, you're the only one who can save them all. And with that, Moot finds that he has emergency clearance to activate the engines. I usually don't like to skip introductions, so if you'll indulge me for a second... Oh, please go ahead. Um, Veda Force, sound off! All the time you want. Oh no, they're going to pose and dance. Oh my god. Actually, this part sounds fun. And they all break into a pose, all together in unison say, The Veda Force! I cast Guardian of Faith. Welcome back, everybody. We are the Slayrites. This is Ant, your usual DM, here with my fellow Slayrites, Scott, Hillary, Teresa, and Holland. No longer our humble DM, I see. No, I'm I'm too good. I'm I'm just way too good. I can't be humble anymore. <laughs> I'm too good. Damn. I'm just too Continue. fucking good. No, anyway. Carry on. Uh, <laughs> this is Jackass. session fifty. Fuck you. You're dead. Um, <laughs> session fifty-five of the Footfall of Giants campaign, chapter eight. Part 8 of the chapter is Forged in Blood. That is where we left off after the Veda Force made their introductions. They introduced themselves and they had their big epic pose. Yes. Finch, you popped off Guardian of Faith and the elevator rose beneath them. So, uh, you know, I forgot to upload the Wilhelm token. Give me one we second. Need to so get I Wilhelm on the map. I got to get Wilhelm on the map. He's the best part of our team. Now, uh, Guardian of Faith is a is large, right? A large creature. It's a large creature. Okay. Yeah, Skelly. All right. Yeah. Ah, the good news is I have let's see, three first level spell slots, and a second level. That's fine. So Wilhelm goes when Finch goes, right? Um, let me read the spell again because it's a little different from other summoned creatures. Right. All right, so large spectral guardian appears and hovers for the duration in an unoccupied space of your choice that you can see within a range. The guardian occupies that space and is indistinct except for a gleaming sword and shield emblazoned with a symbol of your deity. Any creature hostile to you that moves to a space within 10 feet of the guardian for the first time on a turn must succeed on a dexterity saving throw. The creature takes 20 radiant damage on a failed save or half as much damage on a successful one. The guardian vanishes when it has dealt a total of 60 damage. Actually, um, based on what I'm reading, it looks like Wilhelm doesn't move. 
Oh, okay. It looks like I put him in a spot, and that's where he stays. He just lives there. Yeah, you just... So you raise the elevator underneath them. Yes. I think we played a little fast and loose with it um, we the other time. Do. just Because it was fun yeah. to have him actually join the festivities. It was. Yeah. I mean, all right, in combat he doesn't move, but when you're not in combat, yeah, he's got legs, he can move around. Yeah, we'll follow the, the rules only in <laughs> combat, because I have other plans for this spell. <laughs> we'll just say that he's not exactly, like, quick on his feet. He's a skeleton. Yeah. He doesn't have muscles. Yeah, well, he's fighting, so... If he tries to move any direction too quickly, he just falls apart. Oh, no! Like wh- like a dry bones. Huh. I mean, he can't strafe that good. He's got weak ankles. Okay, anyway. Yeah. Oh, buddy. <laughs> so, so you guys are fighting pretty much right outside the mine. You guys can already hear the sounds of battle going on, but luckily the Fellforge have been dealt with. So now you just need to get through the Veda Force and hopefully get to Lucenti before... Things get really, really bad. So on that note, I did place in everyone's um, initiative. I do need to do a roll-off between Finch and Kiln. Old Kimberly. dead fucking last. Go me! That's a 19? It definitely feels like Zelias might be processing some some shit. That's a 4. Finch, yeah, this is the right order. Oh, definitely processing shit. Processing a lot. Yeah. So right off the bat is uh, is Eddie, our water genasi. So well, if he starts within five feet of Guardian of Faith? Uh, within ten feet. Okay, they they're all within ten feet. So yeah, um, I have to make a dex save, correct? Dexterity save, yes. Okay, so... Bone okay. him harder, but Wilhelm. Dex save. Oh. That is a 24. That saves. Okay, so that... He still takes damage. He takes 10... Oh my god, I'm sorry. 10 radiant? Uh, creature takes 20 damage on a failed save, half as much. Yeah, so 10. Okay. Wasn't Kiln the one that we hated the most? Kiln is, is the one that Finch hates the most. She's got a little too much... Um, She's a little too much. Yeah, <laughs> she's just too much. She's, she's got some manic pixie pyromaniac energy. That's like my yeah. least favorite. She's like poorly written Harley Quinn moments. Wow. Hey, poorly written? Thanks. <laughs> no, I'm saying when Harley Quinn <laughs> is written. Like, you know, know how like Harley Quinn, when they write her well, it's got this complex psychology. And then other times it's just like, she's a little too zany. LOL, so random, Mr. J. Yeah, so random. Bork. Right? That's what they yelled, the children. Yeah. Okay. So you could actually add five more points to Wilhelm because Eddie's going to uncanny dodge Oh, to take half. Oh, good. Edward's a rogue. Yes. I mean, are you surprised? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. That way. So, he is going to do a sick flip off of the elevator laughing, and uh, Eddie is going to jump off the elevator and he is going to move to flank Ao to her right. And he's going to make an attack. Now, he has Assassinate, which is advantage versus people who have not taken their turn yet. Oh, oh boy. And any hit is a critical. Uh-oh. So, uh, that is a 17. That does not hit. Ooh, okay. Very nice. Good job, Ao. Woohoo! So, I realized something. You know what Eddie's design reminds me of? What? I've never seen it, but I've seen, like, clips of it. Do you know the whole thing with, like, old Greg? <gasps> he is old Greg! 
You ever drank Bailey's from a shoe? <laughs> God damn it. And it's right. good. I love it. <laughs> all right. No, I'm gl- I just liked Rio's reaction. He is old Greg. <laughs> I can't unsee it now. We're fucking up old Greg. Okay. Well, so that is Eddie's turn. Finch, you're up. Okay. First thing I want to do is to roll Arcana mm-hmm. on our buddy Argyle Beta up there. Argyle Beta? That's his name. Uh-huh. So when Ao cast reduce on him, he seemed to just kind of shrug it off when it was convenient. So I want to know what uh-huh. the fuck is up with that. Uh huh. Okay. Um. Plus six is twenty three. So it could be equipment. Okay. They do seem to be pretty uh, geared up. They are adamantine authority, uh, an elite squadron. So it's it stands to reason they might have certain. Uh, equipment on them that allows them to shrug off certain effects. Okay. That's the conclusion they reach? That's probably the most likely at the moment. Alright. Uh, well, in that case, for Finch's action, they are going to cast Bane at the second level. They're going to get four mm-hmm. of these fuckers. They are targeting Boar, <laughs> Kiln, Argyle, and Eddie. Fucking Argyle. Not Drift? Not Drift. Interesting, okay. Interesting, yeah. It's because she's the least annoying so far. (laughs) (laughs) All right, give me a second here. I thought he was a dude. And also there's like five of them, and I don't want to use my third level slot to cast Bane on all five, so. No, Drift is female. Okay, I thought that was a She's a lady. I thought that Kiln was the only chick. No, there are two two ladies. Eh. Okay, two ladies, two dudes, (laughs) and old Greg. (laughs) (laughs) So I need four charisma saves. Okay, give me one second. I'm double checking something. Yep. Yeah, Drift just seems a little more um, reserved in a way that we all appreciate. Uh, you know what? Honestly, let's recruit that one and keep it. Forever. Finch wants to know what the fuck Drift is doing with these clowns. They appreciate her drip. Maybe we'll find out. I mean, I think the answer is she was part of the same program. Probably. Okay. Is she satisfied with where she is in life right now? Honestly, right? So actually, what we're going to do is, uh, as you go to cast Bane, Kiln just goes, ah, 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 and cast Counterspell. Cool. That was my turn. Hope you liked it. (laughs) It was very good. (laughs) And now it is Kiln's turn. That was my least favorite. She was already my least favorite. I hate her even more now. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, I think, I want to make sure that this is, I always get this spell confused with another one, so I want to make sure. Uh, Kiln has to make a duck save. Oh yeah, I'll get to that. Give, I'm sorry, give me one second. Okay. Cut off her feet, please. <laughs> make her please that counter spell. Okay, that is what I, okay, so deck save from Kiln. Counter spell, more like counter spell. Ooh. Whoa. Wow. I mean, you're not wrong. Yeah. You like that? I do. I know. <laughs> uh, we're good. Nice. Here we go. And that is an eight. That does not pass. She takes 20 damage. Wilhelm saw that counter spell and said, bitch! <laughs> <laughs> okay, so 20 damage. So she takes it and just kind of, she doesn't really do a flip off the elevator. She just kind of tumbles like a sack of potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> and she hits the ground running and she rushes over to you guys. Ah. Right up to you, Zelias, Galva, Finch, and Ao. So first of all, 
I need to make a roll. Okay. Oh, a dice. Okay. Okay, so that does work. Okay. So she is going to run right up to you guys mm-hmm. and she is going to cast Thunder no. Wave. No. Finch casts Counterspell. Oh, you did dick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my oh my god. This mean girl's fight is awesome. <laughs> I, I adore it. Finch is making uncomfortable eye contact with Kill, and their face is expressionless. Uh, she is grinning wildly. That's fine. She's, she's just like, oh, I like you. Finch says nothing. <laughs> they don't even acknowledge that she said anything. <laughs> All right. Um, that's her turn. <laughs> <laughs> petty bitch slap fight. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was not expecting Mean Girls, but I'm so glad we got Mean Girls. You brought us this. You gave us bring- this. <laughs> I did. <laughs> and I appreciate all your characters. You do such a good job. Thank you. Um, that's her turn. Ao, you're up. Okay. I probably should have put the, the, the spellcaster right next to Galva, but oh well. She was in a very bad spot, yeah. She is in a very bad spot. She doesn't have a lot of self-preservation. Oh, I know exactly what I'm doing. First of all, I need a deck save from both Kiln and Eddie. Okay. <laughs> well, let's see. Eddie. <laughs> I wonder how many of these guys are going to actually survive to become our Team Rocket. Eddie rolled a 26 on deck save. That'll save. Okay, so Kiln's deck save with advantage is... Uh... Oh, that's much better. That's an unnatural 20. Yeah, that'll save. So they don't take any damage Okay. Yet. Yet. <laughs> First of all, I roll to grapple Eddie. Okay. Just grab him by his bitch-ass throat. By his old gray hair. Uh, okay. That's a 19 plus 9 is 28. Okay, let me look at your acrobatics then. What'd you roll? 29. 28, sorry. Alright, there's literally nothing I can roll. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, okay. Now you got him. Okay. So... One of Ao's astral self-arms uh, reach out, just grab Eddie by the throat, uh-huh. <laughs> lifts him up over Ao's head, uh-huh. and down onto Kiln. Okay. <laughs> she doesn't even have to move. That's beautiful. All right. You got to make a uh, a melee attack, though. Yep. I am not proficient in Eddie. You are not proficient in Eddie. <laughs> uh, so that is, plus my wisdom is 21. Uh, that hits. Okay, so I am not going to deal any damage with this attack. Uh-huh. However, Kiln is now prone. Okay. Is that an option that you have with, uh, like, an improvised weapon? No, that is just a basic combat option, like vanilla. Oh, okay. Like, you, you can do a shoving attack to knock someone prone rather than doing damage. Okay, that's what I, I just wanted to know what mechanic you were using. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I didn't want to be like, oh, she's prone now, now hold on. Okay, yeah, she is not prone. Yeah. Uh, she's flat on her back and laughing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but she's prone, and Galva is right there. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Good times. I have a lot of options, and I feel like there's going to be even more soon. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that your turn? Uh, yeah, using my bonus action, so yeah. Okay. It is Borg's turn. So Borg says, Hang on, kill, I'm coming! Yeah, uh, and he's safe. I'm getting there. Okay. <laughs> I just, I wanted to get his, his, his talkie business out. <laughs> he has to sound like a thug. Um, well, that's a 16. That's respectable. I don't respect you. I do think that saves. He's not a dex boy, so I was a little surprised. That's fine. He still takes 10 damage. 
Okay, so he takes the 10. He jumps off the elevator and he rushes over using a bonus action to rage. Oh! He steps to Galva. Galva who has done nothing. Galva who is Galva. That is true. Who is Galva? Yes. No, he's, he's, Boar sees what's going on. Hey, Kiln put herself there. It's true. She has herself to blame. Yeah, she's a fucking idiot. Hey, he's trying to back her up. You know what? That's teamwork. That's I his mistake. That. It's teamwork. Yeah, I respect it. I don't. The wow. big and the mage usually back each other up. It's a natural sort of order of things. It is. Sure. So uh, he is going to make an attack. He has two attacks. First one is uh, 24. That hits. Second one. Oh, that's a crit. Okay. Uh, Finch already did a reaction. They did. Do you have a cloud room? Do you want to redirect that damage to kiln? That would be funny. Uh, do I? <laughs> Here's the thing. I only have. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'm the only spiteful bitch in this room. Do what you like. It's fine. No, I love that so much. Okay, wait. No, never mind. I can. So I can only runic shield if it hits somebody else. So yeah, no, I think let's dogpile on kiln a bit. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> Oh my god! Alright, so... so fucking mean. Uh, I love it. So Cloud Rune is a reaction that it works for both attacks, right? Um, no. I think it is only one attack. He did hit you with a fucking crit. I'm, yeah, he did. I'm pretty sure you're gonna be using oh, the crit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Alright, let me do the first one that actually damages you. Mm-hmm. First. So, uh... <laughs> Ant was just so delighted by you fucking punch and kill as much as I love these guys, I do absolutely do not care if you fuck them up. I love it. This is not the climactic fight. Okay, good. Good to know. This is kind of just for funsies. I'm having fun. I would love to see, like, someday after this battle, we take out, like, the squad and Veda just comes up with an entirely new squad of idiots. Veda Force 2.0. It's the same guys, but, like, wild <laughs> color palettes. <laughs> No, they all, they're all cybernetics, like in Star Fox. Oh my god. <gasps> yes! Yes! Alright, well, Galva, you take... Oh, I have to add the rage. Okay, so you take 16 bludgeoning. Okay. Um, And now it's time for the crit. And then I will ping to you a word picture. <laughs> How much HP does she have? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, honey, no. Um, <laughs> all right. So here's here's how this goes. Boar runs up with his, his massive earthen hammer. And Galva, you just stand at the ready. You take the first one kind of as a, I'm going to give you that one. He swings his hammer and you put your arm up and you kind of take it in the side. Mm-hmm. When he winds up for that next one, you're like, all right, one's all you get. You use the cloud rune, which manifests as, um, you get that sort of wispy cloud gauntlet over your, um, your shield hand. Mm -hmm. And as the hammer comes down, like he's swinging in an overhead chop, you just slap it aside very nonchalantly and it redirects and the hammer just smashes killed just in the face. (laughs) Oh, how'd you mess? (laughs) Boar just stands, like, stunned, and he goes, Uh, 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 Kiln? Kiln, you okay? Kiln 
is unconscious. <laughs> oh my god, how much HP did she have? She was a sorcerer and just took a crit from a barbarian. I'm fine with How that. much damage did you do? I want to know what his number was. Um, 30. <laughs> I think Galva, like, after doing this, she just kind of still nonchalantly, like, looks at Vader and is like, so which one of you guys is the healer? <laughs> Might want to send them over. So when you say that Drift is just deadpan staring <laughs> and just slowly picks a hand up and drags it down her face. Oh, Finch knew they felt a kindred <laughs> spirit in that woman. <laughs> and then Veda, who is still atop the elevator, goes, I always tell him, don't rush in. Kill him. You're the spellcaster. You stay back. I know that Thunderwave's a great spell for utility, but if you just run into a mid- the middle of a bunch of mooks, they're gonna take you down. Yeah, mate, she I don't think she can hear you right she now. Doesn't, she doesn't listen. Oh, that's a demerit. That's a demerit. Boy, that's a demerit for you, too. Oh, come on, Cap! No, no, look. You should have known. You don't swing your hammer around wildly when Eddie or Kilner in, in, in the radius of it. And no, you know what? <laughs> Talking back to demerits. Oh! <laughs> oh! Actually, I kind of like their dynamic. I do too. Pretty good. <laughs> Ao still has Eddie by the throat. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah. Wow, your boss is a dick, isn't he? I've literally done nothing wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh lord. He squeezes his neck a couple times. Squeaky. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Oh <laughs> Creepy. Oh. So uh that's Boar's turn. Good turn, buddy. Good turn. It is now Galva's <laughs> turn. <laughs> he's looking at you, he's like, Oh, that's it. You made me hit my buddy killed. I got two demerits because of you. I think you got one of them for mouthing off. You're next! Try me! It's not my turn! I flip him double birds. I know. <laughs> That's why I'm flipping him off so hard. It's a free action. Uh. <laughs> I, I don't know when I turned. I said flipping off was a free action. I've decided just now. <laughs> <laughs> well, he flips you off back. That's fine. It's a free action. <laughs> it's a free action. <laughs> this is the dumbest goddamn fight. Yeah, but take him to Pound Town, eh? Can do, Captain. Nice. Uh... Not that kind of pound town. I I have a boyfriend. Okay, well, maybe he'll take you to the other pound town when we're done here. Well, no, I... What? Kill him, Galva! <laughs> <laughs> I gotta say, most of my most of my plans here were for um, dealing with Kiln, but taking her out that way was just too satisfying. That was actually perfect, and I love it. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, um, first things first, I am going to use Giant Might as a bonus action. Okay. And specifically, I'd like to, um, since I'm going to be taking up more squares here, yeah, I'd like to, um, if I can make like a strength save or something to push Boar back to take up these ones. Oh, okay. Basically... Have her standing over Kiln so Drift can't get to the spellcaster, even though... Oh, mean. Um, so that's basically the equivalent of a pushing attack, mm-hmm. so you're gonna have... That would be your action. Yeah. Well, I mean, I get two attacks, but yes, I figured that I would be making a, an attack. Okay, I just wanted to let you know that that is going to be part of your action. Mm-hmm. 
Yes. Okay. 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 So go ahead and, and um, so it's a, I'm going to make a strength save mm-hmm. against your strength. Let me check because. Yeah. Oh yeah. Instead of making an attack roll, you make a strength athletic check contested by the target strength or dexterity. Okay. So it's, it's basically grappling where I make athletics yeah. and he makes athletics or acrobatics. Okay. And since I am giant, I get to, how does that benefit? Yes, advantage on strength checks, so. And actually... I think Rage gives him... I actually also have advantage. Yeah, this is going to be Clash of Titans. This is going to be interesting. Okay. Okay. Thank God for advantage. That is a 22. No shit. Did we do roll a 22? 22? I also rolled a 22. Oh my my God. God. All right. Round two. (laughs) Round two. (laughs) Here we go. All right, and then with advantage, that is a 24. Are you fucking shitting me? <laughs> are you serious? <laughs> They're equally matched. What do we do? <laughs> Round three, fight! <laughs> Holy shit! Okay. Oh, that might not have done it. Oh. What'd you get? That is a 19. 23. Okay. Ah. God damn. <laughs> so these action figures just started just slapping together. <laughs> <laughs> What is that wrestling move where they like lock arms against each other, <laughs> pushing against each other? The hokey pokey. Whatever, sure. <laughs> I don't know. So I think um, I think you're just trading blows. Like you try and push him and you get his shoulder, but then like he counters and tries to shove you back. And you're basically just going in a small circle, like pushing and grappling and shoving. Mm-hmm. But I think you finally managed to like get your grips on him but he gets his hands up between your outstretched arms and he pushes them off. I think at this point, I was like, all right, enough of this. And she draws her sword and just slashes him for her other tech. Okay. That's my girl. That is, shit, that might not do it. Um, 17. That hits, yes. Whew. All right. That is 16 damage total. Ooh, nice hit. Slashing, though, and I since he's raging, I think that gets half. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay. I love barbarians. They are great. So, yeah, you, you draw some blood right across his chest, and he snarls, and then he says, <laughs> Oh, they're tickled! <laughs> okay. <laughs> he said that. He did. Think you'll be able to finish him, Captain? Um, uh, let's see. Maybe. Maybe? Maybe. Well, we'll get to your turn. <laughs> the character. Yeah, okay. eventually. <laughs> Alright, so it is Captain Veda's turn. He has to make a deck save, correct? Yep. Okay. You have to beat a 15 if it helps. Uh, That's a 17, so he saves. So he okay. only takes 10 damage. 10 damage. This is a really good spell to just put in the middle of a group of guys. Dude, yeah. It's really great when they're, you know, posing and just... <laughs> I was kind of hoping, actually, if I did push Boar back and Wilhelm had any juice left that, like... Oh, uh, he'd take more willy damage? Yeah, t- oh, yeah, that would have been good. Yeah, but, you know. Oh, All right. That's fine. Got a nice moment out of it. Such is life. So, Ao, mm-hmm. I would like for you to make me a wisdom save. Okay. Ao's pretty wise, right? Yeah. Uh, that is a net 20, so a 25. Whoa. Okay. Nothing happens, but... 
so he does have one other thing that he can do. I'm just debating. Sit down and cry. Nah. <laughs> he's going to hop off the elevator. And he's going to, as he hops down, he's going to touch Drift on the shoulder. And his overall complexion changes to look like that of an Air Genasi. Veda's does? Veda, yes. Uh... And he's going to move over here. And I need all of you to make a wisdom save Ooh. now. Okay. Okay. How wise is... Well, wisdom's not my best. That? Oh, okay. I got an 18 uh, for my wisdom save. I rolled a nat one for a total of two. Oh, no. Oh, Oh, you got a two? Mm Mm-hmm. 27. What did you get? I got an 18. The stupid is infectious. Sorry, Captain. Oh, honey. So, baby, baby girl. Three of you save. Okay. <laughs> so Captain Veda stands at attention and he starts to pose very dramatically. Ugh. Oh, God. And unfortunately, three of you just kind of look at this like, what is he doing? He's like <laughs> flexing, he's jumping in place, he's throwing his arms out wide in he's these doing like. The perfect cast from the Goofy movie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Basically, just these all these big exaggerated movements. Unfortunately, Galva, these poses are the greatest things you've ever no, seen. No, they're not. Oh, God. You are compelled to start posing <laughs> in the same way. Very good. What is this called? Galva, you are currently charmed. Oh, no. Oh, no. This is a variant of enthralling performance. Oh, actually, I'm an elf. Can I be charmed? You can't. I can't. I would have been immune to your shit anyway. Actually, right. wouldn't Ao have been too? Because she's Faye. Yeah, I'm Faye. I, I can't get charmed. <laughs> Doesn't matter. I got Galva. You got Galva though. Good job, buddy. I I'm proud of you. Galva, you are currently charmed. Oh God, I, oh, I love it and I That's hate fine. it. I'm just picturing Galva doing the perfect castle goofy now. Every pose that you do is an exact perfect mirror image. Of the poses Captain Veda is doing, <gasps> you are unable to stop yourself. Oh dear! <laughs> On your next turn, well, uh, at the end of your next turn, you are free to make a charisma save to try and charisma well, or break- wisdom. I'm sorry, wisdom. I have so many different things open. Wisdom to try and break out of it. <laughs> okay. Yes. Galva, what's wrong with you? Mm. This is what happens when you dump wisdom, but also when you're a fighter. I love it. I'm delighted. Listen. I didn't dump wisdom. I've got a plus one. Yeah, there is no number that would have saved a nat one. <laughs> that is true. That is true. Yeah, unfortunately, right. I can't be beefy my way out of this. I am great at physical saves. I am proficient <laughs> in all three of them. That's very good. That is. I love this. This is good. <laughs> Don't worry, we won't record it. We're your friends. Okay. It is now Drift's turn. Uh, time for another deck save. Uh, okay, that's probably not going to be great. Um, yeah, that's a 12. Okay. That does not save. That's that's 20 damage. That's poo-poo. Okay, so I don't know how you want to do this, because um, Eddie did that, well, I'm totally blanking on the move he did that cut his damage in half. Uncanny dodge. Yeah, uncanny dodge. Um, so Wilhelm has 15, uh-huh. so I guess just 15 damage, since that's all he's got left. Okay. 
And then um, I'm sure you're going to want Wilhelm to have a parting shot. So, okay. So basically as they go to take, like hop off the elevator, Wilhelm has been taking pot shots at them with his Tommy gun. (laughs) (laughs) Tommy gun. And after the requisite 60 damage has been dealt, you hear the, you're like, ah, damn, I'm all out of ammo. Hey, Finchie, uh, you got these losers. We've got them. Thank you, Wilhelm. That was very well done. Uh, he blows you a kiss and then gets in the elevator. The doors close and it vanishes into dark smoke. All right, then. Oh, uh, I'm so happy. So Drift looks back at the no longer existing elevator, then back to Finch and just goes, ah, neat trick. Thank you. Seems pretty useful. Um, Look, I don't really want to do a lot of this, but, uh, hey, orders are orders. Oh, that's weirdly the feeling I was getting. You know what? No hard feelings. Yeah, no hard feelings. Hey, uh, she gives you a thumbs up, then points to Ao. Ao, charisma save. Okay. <laughs> that's a four. Oh, no. Ao. Ao, you blink out of existence. God damn it! <laughs> did you banish our fairy? I did banish your fairy. Uh, God your damage dealers, what is currently posing, <laughs> and, uh, you know what, um... The other one's in the fucking pocket dimension. Yeah. Pockets. What dimension did would Drift have sent Ao to? Well, I mean, it's just a pocket dimension. We don't have to get super fancy with it. Mm-hmm. It's the popcorn dimension. No, I know, but I, for flavor, I kind of want to be, um... Everything's popcorn. No, you know what? You are in a very drab, almost boring library. Oh, oh no. That's cruel. I mean, Finchin's lies would probably like it, but... Gallo would be cool with it, too. I think Ao's the only one who this is a... Oh, no. (laughs) She's gonna fucking trash it, though. It'll be funny. Oh, no, that's exactly what she's doing. (laughs) Although, maybe not trashing it. She's been a little more methodical about it in uh, specifically rearranging books to be out of order. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) She's going full fuck your books. Fuck your Dewey Decimal System. (laughs) Well... Maybe Drift can be convinced to let you back early. But for now... <laughs> what a dick. Listen. No, I love it. They see where the damage comes from. We gotta stop. Oh, and Eddie hits the ground because <laughs> Ao <laughs> just blinked out of existence. <laughs> oh, right. Edward's here. Eddie hits the guy. He's like, ah, hey! Drift just shrugs. Sorry. <laughs> Don't apologize. It was good. Okay. And then I think I have a... Okay, Drift has to survive. Bonus action. Maybe. I mm-hmm. might allow that. Okay, so uh, Drift is going to cast Healing Word oh, on... You know what? Kiln's going to stay out of this for now. Kiln had her shot. She fucked up. She's gone. Yeah, she, fu- she fucked up, and this is Drift's uh, teaching Kiln a lesson. She seems like the type. Eddie. Eddie is going to regain some health. So that is a d4 plus the spell. I'm so invested mm-hmm. in this party now. I'm invested specifically in Drift. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> kind of a little bit of Boar, too, because Boar wants to protect the stupid kiln, but, you know. Yeah, that's fair. But he fucked up and he crushed her to death. He's a big, dumb, dumb. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, basically, Drift and Veda are just like, oh, why did you run in and do that, idiot? So, yeah, that's why Drift, on principle, is not healing kiln. Because it wouldn't do anything. She would. She needs to learn her lesson. So wait, suddenly I'm feeling yeah. called out because they have a 
a big dummy who is overprotective of the impulsive spellcaster. Little stupid and- fire uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> No, Galva's wonderful and I love her forever. Uh, she's never going to live this battle down, is she? We won't give you shit. At least Elias won't. I doubt Finch would too. Finch will not give Galva shit. They love Galva. Everyone loves Galva. Aww. Okay. Uh, Eddie is healed. Uh, Eddie goes, Ah, thanks, Drift. Feel a lot better. And Drift goes, Just don't waste it, please. That healer life, man. That healer life. (laughs) (laughs) Mercy main, huh? Woof. And Zelias, it's your turn. That's terrible. At your feet is an unconscious, but still kind of like stupidly smiling kiln. Hey, you know what isn't there right now? Ayo. Ayo. I know. You you know what's in uh, all within 20 feet of each other? Oh. Mm. What? I don't know if we want to use his gremlin soul to cast a fireball here. I'm not doing that. Yeah, that's crazy. Gotta save those. It is too bad, yeah. Yeah. It's way too early. I would say go for it, but... I'm gonna save it for something like... Yeah. Actually not stupid who, like these who guys. Who absolutely deserves it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. These guys are fucking clowns listening to Veda the fucking douche lord. If you still had spell slots to Ooh, you know what? fuck around with. I do have first levels oh. left and I have a second level. So what I can actually do is... Let's see. Okay, so Zelias, seeing how fucking Kiln fucked up so bad doing uh-huh. Thunderwave, decides he can do it better. <laughs> <laughs> he moves north. There's so much feet. pettiness on display. Ten feet from his current location. Uh-huh. Galva, sorry about this. It's totally necessary, though, completely. And don't tell your brother as well. Um, <laughs> he's going to cast Thunderwave. Okay. Uh, he's going to hit Eddie, the unconscious kiln and boar. Okay. You need to make me a constitution save. Okay. So, cons- okay, so let me do boar first. Mm-hmm. Boar rolled a 16. I don't know if that's going to save, actually. I rolled not so great. I think my spell save is- Killed fails because she's okay. unconscious. She is unconscious. I think she auto-fails because of that. Yeah. You have to beat a 15 with the other two. Okay, so boar succeeded. Galva's fine. She rolled a 19. Okay, Galva's fine. She does not get pushed 10 <laughs> feet away from me. And Eddie rolled a unnatural 20. He, he saves. He does not get pushed away. He'll take half damage. Okay. And boar. Borg out of 16. Okay, I didn't hear. So everyone, nobody gets pushed away except for, I guess, the stupid unconscious girl. She gets (laughs) ragdolled. Ragdolled a bit. She gets pushed 10 feet away. She gets pushed 10 feet north, actually. Okay. Uh, Putting her further away from Drift so she can't be revived quite as easily. North or south? South. South. I don't know why I said north. Okay, that's right. That's right. Yeah, no. You you blast her back. She ragdolls. I make a big loud noise. Uh, Let me roll damage and then I'll, I'll, I'll... Divide it in half yeah, for if you she, guys. If she's making death saves, she fails one automatically. Oh, suck a dick, honey. <laughs> okay. I don't know if it's playing it like that, though. 2 so. d I haven't decided. Ultimately, I think it's it's whether or not you guys want to kill these guys or maybe let them off. Um, I'm undecided. Well, kills not being let off easy. <laughs> okay, my total damage I rolled was 11. So what is that divided in half? Uh, that's six. Six. Okay, so everybody takes six damage. <laughs> okay. Except killed who takes the full 11. She takes the full 11, even though she's okay. unconscious. Um, I used, like, half my movement to get up here, I think. No, I uh-huh. moved 10 feet, so I'm going to move my remaining 20 feet uh, back down. 
to uh, okay. oh, that's why. to get further away from the bad guys. <laughs> like a like a brave man. <laughs> uh, like a smart person who knows tactics, unlike stupid ragdoll down there. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I think I'm in the. No, I'm okay. She would be in the square just above mine. I think if she yeah. had pushed ten feet. Yeah. It's fine. It doesn't matter. Um. And that was my turn, and that was one of my last spell slots. <laughs> I didn't do a lot of damage. I just felt spiteful and wanted to do it better than her, so I did. Well, no. you did it. You did it. You actually got it off, which she did not. Exactly. Oh, baby. Suck my butt, everyone. So we're back up at the top of the order with Eddie, who is going to attack Finch. Okay, before you do that, uh-huh. I have a question. Yes? Um... I want to roll insight on Eddie to kind of get a feel for his feelings for his crew. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, sure. Okay. I'm probably not going to get much. 11? Um, I mean, based off of the back and forth, even with, with Eddie and Drift, it seems like they get along pretty well. Okay. Like, there's no particular love loss between them, but, like, I mean, they're, they're obviously, like, not super, super close, but they jive. They're okay. co-workers in a good They're way. a group of, of powerful genasi, and they're technically elites. They get along well. They've done a okay. lot of team-building exercises. Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. They haven't died during any of them. Okay. Kill might have. Kill might have. She certainly has. Okay, so... Wild magic sorcerers. All right, so Finch is going to do Uncanny Visage, but they're going to be a little bit different this time. Uh-huh. Um, instead of doing the uh, Kronbergian horror they usually do, uh-huh. they uh, they change to look like Kiln. Not Kiln, sorry, Drift. Okay. So you're rolling with disadvantage. Um, and they're actually doing two things. So okay. this is all flavor. I don't think this is something I could do like... Um, for a, a, a long extended period of time. So uh-huh. step one, Finch's appearance kind of blinks and they look like drift for a moment. Uh-huh. And then step two, um, the only way I can really describe this is they blink all of their soft tissue and turn it um, translucent Ew. so Whoa. that it's just their skeleton. Ew. And this is just for an instant. So okay. punch one, it's drift. Punch two, oh no, drift is a skeleton. Punch three. <laughs> Back to Finch. That's what their uncanny visage looks like this time. So um, go That's ahead so and weird. attack with a disadvantage. They're trying stupid oh, psychological bullshit. Dude, okay. Finch is fucking mean. I'm telling you, mean girls fight. All right, uh, disadvantage. Finch so. has a lot of really strong feelings about bullies, and these guys just remind them of their schoolyard bullies. So um, they're no longer a defenseless child. They're an adult who can do shit, so they're doing shit. So my first role was a crit. Mm-hmm. But my second roll uh, works out to be a 10. That does not hit. So Eddie goes to do a stab. Eddie's having a bad day. Eddie hasn't stabbed yet. <laughs> yeah. And when you first do drift, he like he very clearly pulls his blade wide and he just goes, what the? And then he stops when you start doing the skeleton thing. Mm-hmm. And he just goes, Wait, what? what? What the hell? What are you? And then they go back to being Finch. And um, just like with Kiln, they are making uncomfortable eye contact and their expression is blank. <laughs> roll so me. I'm, I want you to roll me intimidation. Okay. <laughs> oh, good luck. You got this. Oh, he did fail um, to hit Finch too. So hang on. Yeah, okay, my intimidation roll is a 16. Okay. I would like to also just point out Galva is still voguing like 
fuck in the background of this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, so where, where Eddie is, like, he sees this, and, like, in his periphery, Galva is absolutely pulling the best Captain Ginyu ever, just literally arms wide, one <laughs> leg up. Just... Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm still picturing that scene I linked there of, um... JoJo's, where they, they're torturing the shit out of a man, and for some reason they just start doing oh my God, the yeah. weirdest Vogue yeah. dance ever. Oh my yes. God. All right, so you rolled a 16 Intimidate? Yes. I'm going to roll uh, Insight here real quick. You do also have to roll a Wisdom save, um, because I will. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm going to get to that in a second. Sure. Okay, what's his Insight? There. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> And a wisdom save, you said. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, he rolled an 18 on uh, wisdom save. Uh, he rolled a 6 on insight. And he's kind of backing away like, uh, I don't know what... Look, look. look. Uh, these are just orders, okay? Look, I'm not trying to do anything. Uh, uh, Captain? Captain, we got a freaky one here. <laughs> They're kind of doing that thing that... Uh, that and. While posing, Captain Vader just goes, Demerit! <laughs> oh, come on, Captain! <laughs> you heard me, Eddie. Demerit, come on. Get your head in the game. <laughs> and uh, he, at this point, he is very torn, like looking back and forth between you, Finch, who, again, just staring deadpan is so weird. Like, <laughs> <laughs> When he's so used to everyone being animated, just this very deadpan stare is just like, oh god, oh god. So yeah, he's very torn. He looks like he might want to run. Oh, interesting. Okay, well, he's not afflicted with fear because he did save on wisdom. Right, but he's he's looking not so great. He's still thinking about it. He's inflicted with second thoughts. Yes. <laughs> okay, so I do, I want to give you a little bit of insight too. Okay, so... um when Eddie backed away and when he first started talking, you know, like, hey, it's just orders, like, that's not the best excuse, but it's also not the worst excuse. So Finch was maybe feeling a little bit more charitable to him until uh-huh. he pulled out the F word, which is another Fucking? freak, um, oh, which oh, was oh. another word yeah. that was leveled at them as a child. So that's, yes. you know, whatever sympathy they might have been starting to feel for him is gone. Yeah. Oh, good. Fuck him. Yeah. No, that's fine. But I just, I want to give everybody, like, a little bit of insight what's going on here, because Finch's mm-hmm. persona has changed dramatically with these guys. I don't think they've ever approached a fight like this before. Yeah, this is really, this is kind of awesome, actually. Finch content today. Finch, it's your turn. Okay. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. Um, No, you know what? Eddie's not going to move. I, I, I forgot to use Eddie's movement. Okay. But Eddie's not going to move. Eddie likes it here. He's very comfortable. Yeah. He's still torn. He doesn't want to back up, but uh, at the same time... You know, he doesn't want to risk demerits, but also, De- goddamn what fish. The fuck demerits. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you could ask what, you know, merits and demerits are for. Well, Do we Finch isn't gonna. Someone else can if they care. If, if, if I'm saying if anyone cares, yeah. you, you don't have to. I mean, Aoku would care. Oh, yeah, Aoku's not here. If oh. <laughs> she was here. Galva's in a zone. Um. Galva, yeah. <laughs> Galva's in the grooves. Elias is avoiding taking shots by hiding behind all of you. I don't know how she worked in getting hit by the Thunderway, but she sure fucking did, I guess. Yeah. I feel like she just grooved with it and made it part of her uh, part of her show. Yep. God. I'm so glad that she's posing. Ugh. She's gonna die of humiliation later, but this is amazing right now. Sorry, continue. 
I mean, ideally what I would like to do is get Drift to drop concentration on her banishment spell, but I don't have any attack spells besides my cantrips, which are both saves, and I don't really want to throw away my action on you know, risking a save, mm-hmm. when that might not even do enough damage to break concentration. Yeah. Right. Um, I could cast a spell magic on Galva. I'm 50-50 on that, because that's, that's my last third level spell slot. I also don't know if it's magic. Ant never named a spell. He said he made it sound like it was ability. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's a it's a bard ability. Oh okay. Well, in that case, I can't. Um, so what I'm going to do instead is I have this scroll that you gave me, Ant, when um, uh-huh. when we pillaged Zasliar's tower. Mm-hmm. It's called Ghoul Touch. Ooh. Oh no. Uh, it is a melee spell attack. You touch a living creature to imbue a minor magical strain of undeath, paralyzing it. Oh god. The target must succeed on a constitution saving throw or become paralyzed for the spell's duration. Okay. Um, so they're going to use the scroll on Eddie. And actually, that seems weird that I have to make a m- melee spell attack. Well, hang on. Oh, it's not a melee spell attack. He just has to make a cons. Oh, fuck. I thought it was an attack. Fuck. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to still use it. So go ahead and make me a constitution save. Okay. Uh, Eddie. That is an 11. Ooh, doesn't do it. Okay, let me read you what the spell does. Yes. You touch a living creature to imbue a minor magical strain of undeath, paralyzing it. The target must succeed on a constitution saving throw or become paralyzed for the spell's duration. Duration is concentration up to one minute. A creature paralyzed with a spell exudes a terrible stench that effectively nauseates all other creatures within proximity. Ew. During the spell's duration, when a creature first enters or starts its turn within five feet of the paralyzed creature, it must succeed on a con save or become poisoned until the start of its next turn. Constructs and undead automatically succeed on the saving throw. So Eddie doesn't take any damage. He's just paralyzed and stinky. It's going to be weird when Ao pops back and she mm-hmm. smells the worst smell she's ever smelled. <laughs> so here's what happens, actually. After that whole, you know, exchange, and like you said, Finch's well of sympathy dried up when... Uh, when he called them a freak, yeah. And he called them a freak. I think what you do, Finch, is you just... You almost do, like, you reach forward and Eddie, like, flinches, but you're it's like you're doing a, like, a reassuring tap on the shoulder. Mm-hmm. So you tap them on the shoulder, and he's paralyzed with ghoul touch. <laughs> and this overwhelming stench of low tide just starts to oh, wrap itself around appropriate. him. Appropriate. Thank you, fish. Glad I'm over here now. And my question to you, Finch, is after you paralyze him and make him smell like rotting fish... Ugh. Do you still deadpan stare at him or do you kind of like smile at him like that's what you get? No, fuck that. No, I think um, once he's paralyzed, they turn away completely uninterested in his dumb ass. Holy shit. And they walk over here in front of Zelias and they're going to end their turn there. Oh, so uh, he is paralyzed for the duration. He doesn't get to make any more saves, right? Uh, Yeah, paralyzed for the duration. And the duration is one minute? One minute. It's concentration up to one minute. Okay. Holy shit. All right. Um, so Eddie's not going to be doing much for the next 10 rounds. Cool. Finch is scaring the hell out of so me. that's two down. Yeah. The, fuck. I'm like, very proud of Finch. If this is the start of Finch's serial killer arc, I'm just going to say I called it. <laughs> I am happy to be an accomplice. No, it's not. Okay. It's not. They're not going to turn into a serial killer okay. over a bunch of schoolyard bullies. 
Is high five a free action? I think so. Sure. I'm going to high five Finch if Finch wants to high five me. Finch will high five you. Fuck yeah, high five. Yeah. AO, you're still in the library. Do I get to make a save to get out? Um, For banishment, I don't think so. Um, Target remains there until the spell ends, at which point the target appears in a space it left. Or uh, if the target is native to blah, blah, blah. I think we have to break concentration. Yeah, you got to break concentration. Okay. There's no save. Uh, we have to kill Veda, was it? No, it's a drift. No, it was drift. We have to kill drift. Okay. Drift or just it. smack her a bit. Fuck her up. Yeah, you got to make her break concentration. Or convince her to let AO back. Can we have our fairy back, please? I will tell you, you're probably not going to do it while Veda is there. Okay, we have to kill Veda. We have to kill Veda. Or drift. So... Or drift. Um, so it is Boar's turn. He has been laughing hysterically at Galvis posing. And he goes, come on, that's not how you do it. No, you really got to put some... Em- look, look, watch me. And now he has started to pose okay. a lot, like, throughout all of this, trying to... Inst- oh, and that's his turn? Uh, no, this is kind of happening okay. in the background of the rest of the other turns. And he's trying to coach Galva in the art of mimicking Captain Veda's poses. I don't know oh if she, she's even listening. Is she, like, disassociating? I think she's, if this is convincing her to not be ashamed of what she's doing, I think she's got to be like a thousand percent into it. So then at this point, it almost seems like he's going to get lost in kind of to, you know, trying to instruct you. And then Veda goes, Boar, head in the game. You want another demerit? And Boar goes, oh, oh, so- sorry, Captain. He picks up his hammer and is going to attack Galva again. Oh, what a dick. What a dick. Actually... No, you're you're charmed and posing. He's uh... no, no, that's a real dick move. <laughs> Actually, you're charmed and posing. That's fine. <laughs> Honestly, come and get us, bitch. He's gonna wander kind of by Galva, and uh, oh, hey, he's gonna look to no, he's gonna look to slap Finch. Sorry. Oh, okay. Okay. No, that's fine. I'll be fine. He saw what happened to Eddie, and he's just like, uh, he, oh, how do I want to have him say? Uh, what do I have to say? No, he's not going to say anything. He's just going <laughs> to rush forward and attack. Okay. He's too dumb. I can't think of anything cool for him to say. He goes, <laughs> Alright, so uh, he has advantage with uh, his rage. Uh, he gets two attacks, so first one is a 22. That hits. Second How one you is... make my friend stinky? <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> he smells so bad now. Second one is a 13. That does not hit. Okay. So, Finch, you are going to take 14 bludgeoning. Okay. I have to make a concentration save. Yeah, give me a second. Uh, 14. And actually, I think what he's going to do is he's like, hey, stop bullying my friend Eddie. Your friend Eddie smells like buds. Stop bullying my friend Galva. Oh, she's just posing with the captain. You hit her before. Uh, but she cut me. Only after you hit her. She made me hit Kiln, who is... Kiln, you alright? Oh, she's still unconscious. <laughs> well, maybe she shouldn't have come over here and started making loud noises. Or trying to, at least. Yeah, no, actually, you're kind of right about that. Listen, we've had, listen, we've had a lot of team meetings. Uh, we keep mm-hmm. telling her not to run to the, into the front lines. That's yeah, kind of my job. Yeah, if you're a spellcaster, you stay in the No, back. you're squishy, right? Like, it's it doesn't make any sense. You're not supposed squishy. to do that. Right, because it's stupid if you do, you might die. It's Does Finch just have this deadpan <laughs> stare. Yep. So, I, oh man, no. When when we get out of this, like she, all of her merits are gone. Oh, like bummer. I think the captain's gonna take them all. So what happens if that happens? Then 
I'm very curious. We're not allowed to get dessert. Uh, are you in primary school? <laughs> what is happening? No, no. How could you not give them no, dessert? No, you no, no, all right, no, you got to save up merits and then you can get like special desserts at, at the commissary. What makes them special? They're really, really good. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm glad you're uh, enjoying this, Captain. If they beat us, I'll be so disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, they, they have this, like, custard that it's just, oh my, it's the best, but it's like, like it costs ten merits. That actually does sound really And good. because it's so expensive, it just makes it so much better. And I almost had enough, but then uh, I keep getting distracted, and then, like... <laughs> oh, maybe you should stop that. You know, getting well, distracted I, is very dangerous for you. I'm trying! We could kill you when you're distracted, I, you know? No, I mean, I, yeah, you're right. We wouldn't want that now, would we? Uh, what's the result of your concentration roll? <laughs> I rolled a 14, which saves. Okay. <laughs> I had to beat a 10, so. But yeah, uh, I really, like, I'm, I'm not even really here to, like, I just want to get the custard, man. That's what I'm just trying to do here. Yeah, everyone's got to have goals in life. I understand that very well. But um, Yeah, and like, if we beat you guys, I, I'm pretty sure like me beating one of you is like 10 merits right there. Well, unfortunately, none of us are So dead. I technically I could get like four. 10, no, 20. Well, one of you disappeared. Well, she'll be back. That's three custards I could get. She'll be back. That's, the spell doesn't last forever. Okay, well, four custards. All right, but once Galva breaks out of that, you're probably dead. Um... I mean, if I if I beat her off, then well, that's like another Cox, okay, first of all, Don't, don't say, say it like that, please. That sounds like cock stuff. Um, <laughs> what? Penis? I'm not... I told you I have a boyfriend. I know, but you can't... Don't say that you're beating things off. That's The, um, the turn of phrase, beat her off, is... Hey, um, Veda, we're distracting this guy very well. Demerit! Oh, come <laughs> on, girl! Gotcha, stupid! <laughs> they, they keep talking, they want to know about the marriage! Oh, you guys cost me my coaster! He rages harder. The merit? <laughs> uh, he's he's still now. talking to us. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. <laughs> hey, Bo, I'm gonna blow your captain up. Is that alright? He's, at this point, he's like frothing. He's just so angry. Yeah, he is you, raging, so... You get him so much... You're getting him further and further away from his uh, precious custard. Oh, that's what happens when you're stupid. This is such a good fight. <laughs> Everybody's beautiful. <laughs> I love everyone in this bar. <laughs> Galva, make a wisdom save. Okay. Uh, I don't know if that does it. What do you got? That's an 11. It doesn't. Uh, I'm sorry. She is vibing. Captain's kicking ass. Finch's terrifying also kicking ass she'll be back someday from this zone that she's in <laughs> so veda it is now his turn um let's see captain we really need to get ao back into the fight can you please do something about the cleric over there sure thing i'll kill him sure her probably not i don't have my good spells so zelias hello my friend I need a wisdom save. Wisdom save. Okay. Uh -huh. Not my best. Okay. Um, 17. Oh, you just save. Ooh. Lucky ducky. Okay. No damage. Oh, sick. Filthy. No damage at all? No damage at all. Oh, I haven't taken any damage. 
he's trying to cast vicious mockery on you. Oh, try me, bitch. <laughs> uh, I'm just trying to think of what he would say. Your mother was a whore. Wow. Damn. <laughs> wow. That really escalated. All right, viciously mock me, Ant, but I don't take damage. Uh, hey, Captain Vance Arlen, you might maybe not distracting my idiot for, like, a few minutes. Like, I, he's got some attention issues. But, uh, you know, maybe focus on the fact that the rest of your crew is, sucks. <laughs> Sounds like somebody's jealous. I'm sorry, my crew sucks. Liz, you got one idiot unconscious over here. The other one's frothing at the mouth because he's too stupid to understand what's going on. And Eddie looks like that. Custard! <laughs> custard! <laughs> he's really mad about his custard. Maybe you should stop taking his demerits away. Or merits away, giving him demerits. That I don't know. It's a stupid program, and it's a stupid thing you're doing. Listen, it keeps my men in line. Uh, yeah, sure seems like it. It really worked hell <laughs> for her, didn't it? I, I nudge her with my foot. I can't. You Finch, can't. nudge her with your foot for me. I can't reach. <laughs> Finch will nudge her with their foot. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at her on the ground, looking like shite. <laughs> All right. Um. Yeah. Vicious mockery failed. So. <laughs> Um, Can I turn it around on it? <laughs> you know what? I don't know if that works. I'm not a bard. No, you're not. You gonna... know what? <laughs> you just you could just mock it for the fun of it. No, but it's Drift's turn. Regular mockery for the sport of it. <laughs> I'm doing it for sport. Veda's not moving. I'm making myself feel real good. Okay, I need charisma saves from everybody. I mean, Ao's oh, not there. I've got a plus seven. And yeah, oh, um, at this go. point. We'll, we'll get to Ao coming back in a moment, because this is a concentration spell, so she's got to drop the other. Switching over to Bane, huh? <laughs> Actually. Oh, slut lips. Pulling my trick. Yeah. Oh my god, Galva. Plus seven, not times seven. I got a 23 to save um, with my charisma. I got a two to save. Honey. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got to kill Drift. Fuck. Uh, 16. Finch and Galva, unfortunately, you are baned. Oh, no. But Ao, you pop back into existence. So uh, when Ao comes back, like, <laughs> there was a book in her hand and she's putting it in the wrong place on the shelf. Uh-huh. I don't know if that, that probably doesn't come with her. I think it'd be funny if it did. I, I think it does. <laughs> I think you have a book. <laughs> it's just a book. What's the book? It's a, a book of um, Genasi fairy tales. Oh, mm. that's fun. Aw. So Drift looks at you and says, why were you messing with my books? <laughs> oh, they were, they were her books? Why did you send me to the book room? <laughs> you can't expect to send me to the book room not make them mess up your books. Oh, no, you just cast Bane on me, but I don't even care. I'm so sorry. I, I would have warned you. <laughs> you could have you just read the books. Like, like why? Are, oh, it's a good like, thing you didn't send me in there. I'd have fireballed the whole fucking place. Why? What I'm do you a have dick. against books? Fuck books. I don't have anything against books. I have a thing against people who take me out of where I want to be. Okay, okay. so you and, and the person who's dancing over there are like clearly the strong ones. So tactically, removing the two of you from the fight makes sense. So you really can't hold it against me <sighs> because I'm trying to be, you know, tactical and end this quickly. You didn't have to mess my books up out of spite. Why would you do something? That, uh... I have a problem with pettiness. What <laughs> in a fucking fight? Well, you know what? Your dancing friend is baned and your cleric is baned. And I'm getting really tired of this. 
You can just go home. I can't. Why? Cotton said no. Yeah. All right, how about we just, if we kill him, can you go home? Technically. Hey, all right, that sounds good. That that does sound good, actually. Demet! Demet! Ao just gets like this really wide grin. Ao, you know what you must do. As she slowly turns towards Veda. Drift just goes, I don't even really care about the desserts. Like, whatever. About what? The desserts. Oh, fair. Drift is very <laughs> quiet compared to everyone else. Yeah. Yes. Finch likes her. All right. So you're baned. And Drift is going to move away from the captain. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> She's a cleric. She's got that high whiz. Zelias, it's your turn. That's wonderful. Okay, Zelias, he's going to move 20 feet to the left. He is directly in line with Drift on the map, I see. Uh-huh. Uh, no hard feelings, mate, but you've gone and banged half my crew, so I'm, um, I'm going to have to do something about that, I'm afraid. And he is going Why? to use his... Because I'm their captain, and I have to protect them from you. And he is going to cast Scorching Ray. So... When you say that, Drift appears to get thoughtful. Okay, well, that sucks, huh? I'm kind of willing to bet that maybe her captain isn't a very protective sort of person. Hmm. That's fine. Hmm. Aunt, continue telling me your story before I kill no, Drift. Um, she looks like she's she's watching you prepare the spell, and she looks thoughtful. It's hard to tell with the mask. Sure, sure. But go ahead. Okay, because I'm going to fire, well, I'm going to scorching ray her regardless. Uh-huh. Because I don't want my poor little friends to get squished by her. <laughs> I mean, to be perfectly honest, Bane doesn't affect Finch too much. They're just going to be making... Fine, but it's the principle eh. of the matter. Plus, oh, okay. I mean, Galva's already having the worst time breaking out of this without Bane. Sure. I think Ao will be able to help. Oh my god. Okay, so nat 20, 24, and 21. All those hit. Okay. Now I get to roll all the damage. I think she has to make a concentration save for each of those. And she's going to have to concentration save, yeah. But first, let me damage her. You're going to have to break the damage up. Break it up? Yeah, because I have to make a concentration save for each one. Oh, okay. I'm glad you guys are enjoying these assholes. This is definitely a perfect moment of comic relief in a heavy arc. Mm -hmm. Okay, so my damage... My crit one was a 21. Okay. Uh, my second one was a 5. And my third one was a 9. Damage. I've broken them all up for you, Ant. Okay. The 21 is the one I added my elemental affinity to, so that was why it's so big. So, yeah. Okay, 35 total. So here's what's going to happen. Okay. You hit her with that barrage of Scorching Rays. They hit her pretty much square in the chest. She staggers back, and I'm going to make a quick performance roll. Perform for me. Dance, monkey, dance! Oh my god, is she playing dead for Veda? That would be fine with me. Hold on. Okay, so she rolled a seven. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) It is not a very good performance, but she staggers, claws at the air, just goes, Oh! Oh! ah, ah, Captain! Captain! They're too powerful! We can't! (laughs) I'm sorry! Oh no, I'm trying she's to, dying. I tried to hold on, but you'll have to... 
Carry on without me. Ah, she fought valiantly, but in the end it wasn't enough. Uh, <laughs> please, avenge me. <laughs> and she falls forward, uh-huh. face down. Her concentration, quote unquote, drops. So you are no longer Bane, oh either God. of you. <laughs> and I need to roll insight real quick. I win. Nice one, Captain. Thank you. Oh my god. <laughs> Does he buy it? Veda uh-huh. literally stops and just goes, Drift! Drift, no! You <laughs> bastards, what have you done to drift? I'll make you pay for this, Vance Arlen! I swear! You didn't get that pissed off when we knocked your other chick down! Hold on a minute! What about that one? <laughs> Is she that annoying? You're kind of a shite captain, you know! If you don't love your crew... Looks like somebody's playing favorites. <laughs> you, I know, right? No. If you don't love your crew... You took out our healer! <gasps> Whoa! And Boar goes... No! <laughs> How could you? That's called strategy, honey. Learn it. Meanwhile, Drift has discreetly <laughs> moved their hand so that they are flipping off the captain. <laughs> <laughs> Can I roll a perception to see this? Yes. I would love to also see this. Oh, Galv is right in the way. I rolled a nat 20 perception. Oh, I only rolled a one, so I don't see it at all. I'm too busy dunking on Veda for (laughs) being a shitty captain. I mean, maybe you could roll with disadvantage. Galv was moving around a lot. That's true. Okay. Roll with disadvantage. Okay. Uh, That's a 10. Uh, It looks like you can kind of see it. Oh. Yeah, so (laughs) I got a nat 20. Good. (laughs) So for a total of 28. That's beautiful. <laughs> but Boar and, and Veda are currently just incensed. Oh. oh no, looks like you're gonna lose a little bit. What a bummer for you. Alright, Zelias, would you like to do anything else? Well, I can still move another ten feet, so I'll go up a little bit further away from Boar, but not like way further away. Okay. And uh, that was my turn. I hope you enjoyed it. I did. I did. It was a good turn. You killed, quote-unquote, Drift. Air quotes killed Drift. Eddie's turn, still paralyzed, still stinking of low tide. Still stinky, yep. Still stinky. Uh, Finch, your turn. <laughs> uh, you currently have a raging boar in your face. Sure do. Hey, boar, make me a wisdom save. Oh, boy. Um, I'm going to go ahead and... I'm pretty sure his wisdom is in the... in the to- It sure is. Um... <laughs> Mm, four. Mm, <laughs> he has flown into a total custard rage. Okay. Think you should buy him dessert just for getting their asses whooped. So uh, Finch is casting Toll the Dead on Boar. Oh dear. I say for the recording because I'm sure everybody else knows what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. I love uh, it. Where are my D12s? Here they are. Okay. Um, that's some pretty sweet damage. So. Regular damage is 18 times 2 is 36. Necrotic damage to Boar. I think he still has that because he's raging, so it should still be... No, it's just physical yeah. damage. Oh, it is? Okay. I'm doing necrotic damage. It's only um, the Berserker one that has most types of damage, and even then... That's right. Yeah. Thank you. All right, so 36? 36. What type of barbarian is he? A stupid one. <laughs> I mean, I feel like that's par for the course. What does the Skelly Choir do? Uh, Danger Zone? Oh, that's good. I feel like Yakety Sax is more appropriate. Oh my, yeah, you're right. 
No, I like the yakety sax. I, I think they do a uh, a skellyman yeah yakety a yakety sax. Yakety sax, hey. Um, <laughs> Finch, would you like to do anything else? Uh, let's see. You know, I think I am gonna go ahead and risk an attack of opportunity to move away from Boar. Uh huh. Because I would like him to come into Eddie's stink zone with me. Okay. The stink zone that I am immune to. I was, I was about to ask. I'm like, yeah, you are immune, right? Yes, I thought it, so. it is my spell. I'm immune to it. Okay. Um. So yeah, go ahead and roll your... Attack of opportunity? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is a 24. Okay, that hits. Okay, that is... 16 bludgeoning. Okay. Second, I'll roll my concentration. Oh, it really suck if I lost concentration. Womp womp. Um... Oh, no, we're good. That's a base 19. Okay, yeah. All right. Ao, you're up. Okay. I'm sorry, you do have to roll a con save. You're starting in the stink zone. Mm-hmm. It is 18. That saves. Good job. Yay. I wasn't worried about Ao. So, hey, Veda. Yeah? <laughs> oh, I like how she's moving square by square. Oh, dear. All right. This is going to go good. So, yeah, I'm going to do some attacks. So, you do have to roll. Uh, he has an ability. You do have to roll with disadvantage on every attack. On every attack, okay. Every attack, yes. Well, it doesn't matter if they're the same number. Well, that was a crit that you dodged. Damn. Okay. Like, aside from that 20, I have only rolled 8, 10, and 12. Oh, no. Oof. But I add 10 to every, everything. Oh, well, I'm not worried. Well, that last one's not going to hit. So yeah, 21, 20, 18, and 12. Okay. The 21 and the 20 hit. Mm-hmm. However, so as he dodges your strikes, uh, he's doing something incredibly familiar. His body appears to be warping with each dodge. Hmm. Like physically wibbling and, and shifting. Wobbling and shifting. Blech. Okay. Same diff. But that is still two that hit. But yes, it is a very, very familiar sensation. You have definitely seen it before. Hmm. When do I get to impose disadvantage on every attack to hit me? This is a special trained ability. Sort of a legendary rea- uh, reaction. Oh, okay. I don't think he has ever switched them off of acid damage, so... Nope. Acid's good. They're still acid. Well, not bad. So, 24... Force damage. Okay. And then additional three acid. Okay. And I will need a constitution save from him. Okay. 21. No, he makes it. Okay. Well, might as well go all the way. Twice more. That is a 16 and a 20. The 20 hits. Okay. Nine force and three acid. Okay. So yeah, he continues to wibble wobble. Shifting in space, making it a little little more difficult to hit, but the sheer amount of attacks that you get, you do manage to land a couple. Yeah, but no, AO is essentially all around him, bu- buzzing like a fucking bee. Right. I love that. Yeah. Yep. Uh, he's uh, he's he's managing to keep pace. Hmm. Would you like, is that that's your turn? I believe you move mm-hmm. bonus action and action, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Boar's turn. I'm gonna. I gotta make a quick roll here just to see if he would follow Finch. 
He is raging, so I'm going to make a... He is raging. I did murder his healer. Definitely Ooh. for real dead. Okay, well, that's a one. He's following Finch. Okay. Oh, God. I also don't think I can make attacks of opportunity. Yeah, no, it's just a matter of, since Finch disengaged, I was rolling to see if he would attack, like, Galva, who was right next to him. But no, he is fully on his weird custard rage. Oh, God. So he is attacking Finch again. Okay, he does need to make a con save. Okay. Well, let me do that first, then. What is fucking custard rage? Uh, 23. Yeah, that saves. All right. So, ooh, I don't know. Is a 14 going to hit? It is not. Okay. First one misses. Okay. So that's a crit fail. Oh. He rolled a one. Wow. Oh, wait, no. I rolled with advantage. I forgot. Damn. Oh, got my hopes Either way, up. That's fucking funny. Okay. That's a, that is a 23. That hits. Okay. So that is a 20 bludgeoning to Finch. Oof. Oof. And, uh... Mm-hmm. How angry is he? Yes. Uh, how much does he want that custard? He really does want that custard. <laughs> okay. Um, so he is frenzying. So he gets one more attack as a bonus action. Oh. Say goodbye to your healer, guys. Bye. Uh, well, maybe not. That's, I gotta see with advantage. Oh, nope. Okay. That's a, uh, that's 26. Woo. All right. So damage time. Oh my God. Uh, that's another 21 bludgeoning. Fuck. Oh. Don't break my healer. I rolled almost max damage on that. Uh, okay. Hang on. Let me tell you where my HP is at. Oh, uh, little Finchy, we need you. Finch is at negative 14. Oh. Holy shit. Oh, no. Uh, so I guess Eddie's not paralyzed anymore. Eddie is no longer paralyzed. Finch crumples to the ground, a little white ghost. Ah! All right. Uh, he, yeah, he slams his big earthen mallet just down on you and flattens you, moves it, and then there is a, uh, there is a poor, hurt, white ghost Finch there. A little Finch crater. Eddie can now exist again. And he kind of, like, moves his arms like, ah, thanks, boar. Glimmer <laughs> Custard! <laughs> oh, uh, I'm angry, though. Captain, boar's got into a dessert rage again. Good, get over here! And then Veda's gonna yell, uh, you get a merit, boar, you knocked, them, knocked out one of them. And then boar's just like, <laughs> These fuckers, I hate them. Galva, you're up. Okay. Our little healers. Wisdom save. I I really hope. Like, God, Christ, please. Please. (laughs) Please. Your healer's in a bad way. You know what? You know what? Mm -hmm. I know. Mm -hmm. I'm going to roll one of the d20s I haven't been giving a chance tonight. Because the rest of you guys are getting demerits. Um. (laughs) 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 Wow. The other dice you mean are getting demerits. Yeah. Okay. Does a 16 save? I'm sorry, it doesn't. Oh, for fuck's sake! You're close, but unfortunately it does not. I'm debating using a point of inspiration. This is so stupid. How many do you have? I have two. Do it. (laughs) All right. Yeah, do it. Gonna be one less chance I have to save the captain, but you know... (laughs) It's fine, your captain has... You haven't got to do anything this fight. Yeah, 
kind of sucks. Yeah, no, but I'm just laughing because up until this point, every inspiration point has been for to save Elias. He doesn't earn it. Don't worry. Oh, dirty twenty. Finally, <laughs> you feel yourself regain control of your body. When you do, you are in a pose that honestly, your legs are spread wide. You're bent forward, and you're looking. You're doing the Captain Ginyu look between your legs pose. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. <laughs> and that is when you decide, you know what? Enough is enough. You break free of the charm, and you are able to rejoin. All right. Now fucking kill somebody. All right. Just give me a sec here, because <laughs> the thing is, Boar deserves this more, but raging is bad for a fighter. Eddie is going to be a lot more vulnerable. And, um, Galva's not as fucking stupid as Boar. Yeah. So I think Galva's going to step protectively over Finch. Because she's just big enough to do that. She's very thick. And let's do the fighter thing against Eddie. She is... Fuck him up. Dummy thick. So that is 13 and dirty 20. Uh, against Eddie, the 13 does not hit. Okay. Dirty 20 does. All right. Let's resolve this one first. That is 16 damage. Okay. 16. How's he looking? Um, dazed. Okay. I'm going to action surge because I am done with this shit. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the novelty has worn off. The novelty's worn off. Galva needs to regain a bit of face here because um, even though her captain doesn't <laughs> issue demerits, she did just make a complete ass of herself. It's not her <laughs> fault. It's fine. All right. So first attack is going to be against Eddie. Okay, 18. That hits. Okay. I'm going to roll damage for that one. God, really? Min damage? That's a nine. Okay. Is he still up? Yes. Once more. With feeling. Yes, once more with feeling. Um, that is 19. That hits. Okay. Poor Eddie. <laughs> he was smelly and now he's getting his ass beat. And that is 11 damage. He is going to uncanny dodge to take half. Okay. So that is six. Okay. All right. He's still up. And that is what Galva can do. Good job. All right. Whooping Eddie's ass. I approve. Yep. It is Captain Veda's turn. So he is going to unholster his blaster and he is going to take some shots at AO. So first shot. Do keep in mind, if you're doing a ranged attack, you have a disadvantage if you're within five feet. Yes, I know. But does Veda know? Yes. Okay, does a dirty 20 hit? Uh, yeah, just barely. That meets. Okay. Uh, second one doesn't hit. And then third one might. No, third shot does not. I fucking rolled like 12 and 16. All right, so he does manage to crack you with one shot of his blaster. Mm -hmm. So that is going to be... Nine force damage. Hold on a minute. Mm -hmm. You said it was a blaster. Right. I would like to use my reaction to catch it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And reduce the damage. Okay. So 1d10 plus 
Dexless Monk level. Okay, so one of AO's astral just kind of bats the bolt to the side. Okay. I reduced it by 17. Okay. That's it. All right. So he after that, he is going to do a quick pose to give Bardic inspiration to Eddie. <laughs> uh, Zelias, you're up. Uh, Zelias just watched his good friend Finch the Cleric go down. Get fucking flattened. Yeah. He just got flatlined by fucking boar. Zelias is not pleased about this. Um, He is going to... Can I occupy the same space as Galva? Yeah, I mean, you guys are going to be really close. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, we're I'm squooshed under Galva. I don't think you can end your turn in her space, but you can, like, occupy it while you're taking your turn. That's okay. I, I can still yes. move one more space. I figure since Finch is on the ground, it's fine. Yes, that makes sense. She's standing over Finch. And that's that's what I figured, too, that you were trying, you were just going to run in and not stand, you know, in hammer range. Yeah. Fuck hammers. Uh, so I use my, my movement, my part of my movement, anyway, to get up here. I'm up on Finch. Uh-huh. I am going to... Use one of my very last spell slots and cast... Where the fuck is it? Cure Wounds. You get a free Cure Wounds. You don't have to use a spell slot for it. Oh, I have a free one? On your first one. Yeah, it's part of the feat. Yeah. Uh, why do I always forget that? I don't know. I'm glad I remember. I'm a fucking dumbass. <laughs> okay, I have a freebie Cure Wounds. I'm going to hit Finch with it. Uh, that is 1d10 plus my modifier. So let it's me roll a some d8. numbers. Alas. I don't know why I said 10 because I'm reading it with my eyeballs right now <laughs> on the fucking screen. Okay. No, I'm just trying to give you more fucking hit points. I, I know, up. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you're fine. Uh, let me let me do that real quick. I will roll my d8. Is it just one, right? Yeah, one d8 plus your spellcasting modifier. Okay, my spellcasting modifier is four. My d8 rolls a three. You get back seven hit points. <laughs> and. What? So you're letting us use healing potions as bonus actions. Correct. Now, our healing potions are like those uh, stim packs or whatever you stab into yourself. Yeah, like the EpiPens. I'd like to use a bonus action to stab Finch with an EpiPen of greater healing. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to do that real quick. That's a 44 do it. plus 4. So let me do that real quick. Okay. Finch gets back 11 more hit points. Okay. Okay. And... um. You're welcome. And then I will use the remainder of my movement to move back one space because I've only got five more feet that I can move. So I do that. Okay. You did it. I'm playing medic today. Okay. Finch, you are still prone, but you're no longer dying. Yay. It helps to have a switch hitter type role. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It really does. Yeah. I'm actually fine with that. Yeah, I feel like they, they wake up, they look up into the sky, but not really because Galva is standing over them. Mm Mm-hmm. And they're fine with this. This is this is fine. <laughs> under Galva like a baby chick. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> totally worth it. Safe under Galva on the floor. Sorry you got squished. I am too. You alright? I'll live. Alright. Maybe get behind me <mwah> when you can. I will on my turn. <laughs> <laughs> so it is now Eddie's turn. He is going to use a bonus action to disengage from Galva. Oh, the first smart, well, second smart thing anyone has done. And is going to run up behind Ao, oh. who is duking it out with the captain, and is going to make some attacks. Okay. And uh, he does have advantage for sneak attack because of the captain. Mm-hmm. That is a 23. That'll hit. Okay. Oh, and then... Yeah. Uh-oh. Get crunched. 
That is a 21. To hit? Yep, that's yeah. to hit, yes. Those both hit. Okay, damage time. 17 piercing total. Okay. Not as bad as I thought. No. So yeah, he rushes forward and stabs you twice, and Finch, you exist. It is your turn. I exist. It is my turn. I'm so glad. Let's see. Hmm. Well, I guess first they crawl out from underneath Galva. Um, they join Zelias. They're Ooh. still a white little ghost because um, they are distracted. Yes, there are more pressing things. Yes, there are more pressing things. Mm-hmm. Okay, so question. How often can rogues uncanny dodge during a turn? Once it's their reaction. It's a reaction, so once mm-hmm. a turn. It's a yeah. reaction, okay. Nobody oh, hasn't done it yet. Hmm. Edward! <laughs> okay, you know, I think since um, Boar is resistant to Galva's favorite damage type, Finch is going to require him to make them another deck save. Nice. Not deck save, I'm sorry, wisdom save. They're casting Told the Dead again. Okay. What's wrong with that? Ding dong. That's a crit fail. He rolled a one. <laughs> Good. Oh, boy. <laughs> Which makes it a zero. Oh my god. That sucks for him. Wiz is not one of his good stats. Welcome mm. up, Finch. Are you sure about that? Like, he just seems so, so worldly. Custard! He's so worldly and astute. He's so well-spoken and <laughs> just... So yeah. eloquent. He can, Perfect he can pronounce tactics. two words. Custard! <laughs> Listen, oh, he's a connoisseur, God. obviously. Yo, sure, for what sure. What a clown. Oh, that's very good. How does 19 times 2 sound? That's 38. Yeah. That's what that sounds like. Sounds like a good damage to me. Oh, I love it. So I think the Skellyman Choir is just, they're not being cute anymore because Finch was knocked out. (gasps) Mm -hmm. I think what comes out is something truly terrifying and ominous. Just this really odious sounding bass. And it's just this really almost unearthly base like it just seems like it claws its way up from the bowels of hell and boar clutches at his head and he starts to foam at the mouth and he falls forward unconscious (laughs) good (laughs) gross uh high five yep you have defeated boar yes i have freed galva to go help ao yeah okay you have freed the party to go help ao Yes. Yeah, no Ayo, holding the line up there all yeah, on her. Right? Yeah. Little champ. Uh, Boar gave you guys some trouble. He was a fucker. Just a little bit. He knocked out Finch. He did. I think Ao has earned some custard. No shit. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Finch um, is going to use a bonus action to pop a healing potion. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Pop that healer. I shall. So um, Finch pops their healing potion and recovers 18 hit points. They are now back up at a nice, healthy 36. Nice. They're looking a lot better. They're still looking like a little ghost changeling, but they're looking a lot healthier. That's it. That's their turn. Uh, Okay. Go Ao. Go Ao. You're up. Okay. Well, this little piggy. Right now, Eddie's a (laughs) non-issue. Suck it, Eddie. (laughs) (laughs) I fucking love it. <laughs> Eddie stabs her and she doesn't even turn around to give him the time of day. <laughs> okay. Poor Eddie, man. This little uh, wiggly shit here <laughs> needs to stop wiggling. So I'm going to grab him. <laughs> which is a 26 to grapple. 
Okay. So here's what happens. Mm-hmm. Ayo. Yeah. You were still here when um when Veda walked behind Drift and his skin color changed to that more of an uh, air genasi, right? I think she was still banished at that time. Oh, she was banished. Okay. So I think at this point, I don't even know if you've really noticed, considering that his, his normal, more like paler skin has gotten more of a silvery hue. Mm-hmm. As you go to grapple him, his whole body shifts into that of an air elemental. Mm-hmm. And air elementals are immune to the grappled condition. Ah. So your hands just pass through him. Quick, someone cast Gust of Wind. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know the spell, unfortunately. I know, me neither. <laughs> just blow him away. Oh, shit! <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, so plan B then. Eddie finally gets attention. <laughs> okay. Uh, with her second attack, she's going to grapple him instead. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's good. God, Eddie can't get a break. So Fuck him. 23, wait, 25. Yeah, he's having a bad time. Um, Poor old Greg. Jeez. All right, that's a three. <laughs> so that's a seven total. Okay. So when Veda shifts into the air elemental, mm-hmm. And literally slips through your grasp. Not only does Veda start laughing, but Eddie starts chortling himself. Like, <laughs> you can't get your mitts on the cat that easily. And then you turn around and grab Eddie. <laughs> and he just goes, oh, come on. <laughs> this guy's just asking what for it at this point. Noobster. So yeah, what we're going to do now is Ao's going to use Eddie as cover. Uh-huh. To, like, get behind Eddie. Uh huh. And just hold him out to Veda like a human shield. Okay. <laughs> uh, what? You you really think the captain's gonna go through me to get to you? Come on. It kind of seems like the type. After seeing how he's treated the rest of you, absolutely. Captain, it's me, Eddie. <laughs> it's me, Eddie, your favorite boy. We're pals, right? Hey, hey, hostages don't get to talk. I spend a key point to punch him. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Eddie. <laughs> All right, punch hey him. guys, I think we found our new butt monkey. I'm Eddie. Just Eddie. <laughs> no, I think this whole squad's coming back. Like, I am oh. putting in that request to Ant now. I'm pretty sure they were already planning on coming back. Make sure these guys mm-hmm. come back. So that's a crit and then an unnatural 20. <laughs> yeah, those hit. Oh, wait, hold on. Uh, I get advantage because he's grappled. <laughs> okay, that wasn't a crit. <laughs> Double crit would have been fucking good, though. <laughs> the double tap to the fucking noggin. Get <laughs> <laughs> the talk. Thump, thump. <laughs> Just make him eat the most shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I love Eddie. God, Ao is majestic. <laughs> Ao is my fucking, my fucking hero. Eddie's having a bad time. <laughs> yep. So that's 25 force damage and 7 acid. Just as Ao's, like, one of her astral arms is just holding Eddie by the neck. Uh-huh. She, uh, rears up and just kind of spin kicks him twice in the side of the head. Um, so he's about <laughs> to protest about, you know, hostages not being allowed to talk, and then you spin kick him, mm-hmm. and he falls unconscious. <laughs> you just kicked his face right off his goddamn face. Oh my god. <laughs> 
But uh, he, she's still holding him as a shield against it, Veda. Oh, that's fine. The meat boy shield. So at this juncture, mm-hmm. I'm going to make a quick roll real okay. quick. First, uh, actually, Ao, are you done with your turn? I used my bonus action, so yeah. Okay. So I'm going to make a quick roll. Poor Eddie. Mm-hmm. Okay. So currently, as an air elemental, mm-hmm. Veda looks to you, Ao, who is still holding the unconscious body of Eddie. To Galva, who is, looks like she is about ready to rush over and join the fray. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, she was already figuring out how to circle behind him. Finch, who has, you know, who is conscious again, but they're still, you know, they're back in the fight. They might be roughed up, but they're still in it. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure Zelias doesn't look too pleased about what happened with Finch anyway. Zelias is pissed, but at full health. <laughs> right. <laughs> Nobody touched me that whole fight. Weird. Captain Veda also looks to the fallen bodies of the Veda Force. And at this point, Veda says, You know, I'm letting you guys off easy. We're done here. We served our purpose. To annoy us? We're withdrawing. You did a great job of annoying us. Veda Force, tactical withdrawal. They're unconscious, you dumb cunt. (laughs) And uh, he starts to fly away. Bye-bye, puss. (laughs) <laughs> Come back once you're a grown man and we can fight again. I don't think that's going to happen. I know. Oh, we're not done, Zelias! Um, we'll meet again! We're done, because I win. Goodbye, Captain Argyle. Have a nice time as a... Uh, what the fuck are you, gas? He's a fart. He's a fart. A fart in the wind. Uh. <laughs> How fitting. I feel like we should get these ones back up. I kind of feel bad leaving them on the battlefield. Fuck them. They shouldn't have battled us if they didn't want to be on the battlefield, right? Well, yeah, but... I think at least three of them did want to be on the battlefield. Yeah, fuck them. Let's... I like that one over there that I blew up a fire. She seems to be very decent, yes. So actually, after he has gone out of earshot, you hear, Is he gone? Yes. Oh, Is he yeah. Gone? Yes. He's gone. Yeah, okay. he's, he's left. He, he left as a fart gas. He turned into a fart and floated away. Off he went, then. Are the others still unconscious? The others are unconscious. Okay. Drift was just playing. She was just pretending, because she's the only smart one. She did a good job. High int and whiz. Yep. (laughs) Hey, Captain. Hi. Do you have a marker? Uh, do I have a marker? Not, well, yeah. You know what? Let's say I do. I have a pen. Oh, that works. It doesn't work on skin, I don't think. Oh. I have a pen that writes on anything. You have a... Oh my god, I'll you take do. it. I'd like it back, please, but here. You do that magic pin, don't you? While they're doing that, Gal is going to walk over to Drift and kneel down. Yeah. Um. Yeah, she's she's okay. sitting up now. Like, she's just sitting on the ground, cross-legged. Yeah, well, Gal is big. She still needs to kneel. Um, alright, well, let me ask you. And she looks over her shoulder at the multiple bodies on the ground. Um, how close are you with these people? Honestly... Are they your friends? You can be honest. We don't judge. No, I... Maybe you don't. I mean, we're we're kind of friends. It's it's kind of a weird thing. We kind of all came up in the program together. And, you know, they're all Genasi like me. I get it. They all kind of like the same stuff, so... You all seem I mean, oddly tight. They're all really dumb. <laughs> but, you know, I just... Someone has to... Kiss their boo-boos when they do something stupid. You 
due credit to your position. How is Finch looking when, when, when she says that? I think they're doing a little bit, not a thousand yard stare, maybe just a 500 yard stare. <laughs> <laughs> they're feeling yeah. feelings of deep commiseration with this woman. Like, you know, we all signed up for this and, you know, orders are orders. And I mean, the captain isn't so bad. He's a, he is a dick. He's absolutely <laughs> so bad. He just kind of abandoned all of you. Yeah, I honestly, I, I don't think he... Is he a dick or what? is he a bad person? He's a dick. Okay. He's not... I mean, I think he knows... I think the reason why he left is because I'm pretty sure he knows that I didn't go unconscious. And I'm pretty sure he's trusting me to... Mm-hmm you know, revive or heal up everybody and collect everyone. And- so he left you to clean up his mess. That's not very captainly well, of him, is it? Yeah, I said he, I said he was dick. a dick. That's horrible leadership. I, I mean, That's terrible leadership. Why don't you get a different job? I think um, we could probably find you one today. I never said he was a good leader either, but look, I still got to look after these chuckle fucks. Let me guess. Um, it's also sort of a sign that he trusts you to get them back, right? I mean, trust and obligation are two sides of the same coin in this yeah. instance. Mm. Um, I get it. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure he knows that I will. It's not about trust in me and, and trust in my skill, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. But yeah, no, he's... Um, honestly... He kind of just wanted to take this job for fun anyway. <laughs> we were only really meant to kind of distract you if you ended up coming yeah. this way. I'm Oh, it's working though, isn't it? <laughs> I'm sort of surprised at that whole encounter. That was um not what I expected from based on the stories about the video. Look, do you want a quick hand before we have to get going very soon? No, but. no. Uh, look, our, I'm pretty sure the captain left because our mission's technically complete, but, uh, Hey, listen, uh, you're, you're Galva Lithos, right? Yes, I am. I remember hearing about you in, you know, under Lucenti's command. I heard about what happened. You, I, suppose that makes sense no but what you said before is that this is what was what you're expecting i mean you took captain lucenti's arm i don't think you're giving yourself enough credit you guys are pretty strong that's that is true so uh i meant more the um (laughs) she kind of just like looks over at kiln oh tactics uh, tactically um, yeah, we're st- you know we're kind of still working on that. Usually, we're kind of deployed in a sense that like what people aren't expecting is kind of our tactic. So mm-hmm, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. wild magic sorceress, she's crazy. That's yeah, kind of no, how she rolls. That's, that's kind of that's kind of her shtick. Wild magic does that to people. But, All right, look, we are in a bit of a hurry. Yeah. So she stands and says, uh, "So I don't really know." what Captain Lucenti's doing. You know, we are kind of obligated to follow his command, but if you do something about that, we won't have to do that anymore. And I'm pretty sure I can speak for everybody else when I say that would really just be kind of great. Calva's like looking at the other three crew members right now. For what? Our squad. Like... 
Just making sure that we're all on the same page of mercy here. Oh yeah, we're not killing them. Yeah. No. Out of character, I know that. In character, Galva wants to confirm. Ao nods, but she is focused on drawing uh, elaborate faces on this poor... Uh, on Eddie? On Eddie. Fucking Eddie. <laughs> Drift is not making any move to stop you. However, what she will do is, as she stands, she is going to start burning some cure wounds on you guys. Oh. Oh. I appreciate that. I don't need it. I do. Oh, no, Fitch was going to take their pen back and start drawing shit on Kiln's face, but I guess they won't. I think we're grown adults. Again, Drift doesn't care. <laughs> Fine. We won't. Honestly, if Dr- if Drift weren't going to heal you guys, she would also want to draw. Fair. <laughs> okay. So she casts uh, Mass Healing Word. You each get back 15 hit points. Woo! Very nice. And then she's going to burn a couple of cure wounds on who else needs it. Okay. Finch probably does. I actually had a really good potion. I might. Oh, yeah. I'm at 51 out of 57. Okay. Oh, hell yeah. I could use another one. Yeah, she'll burn another cure wounds on you. Okay, take uh, 10. 10 hit points. All right. Thank you. Yeah, hey, uh, I mean, you're probably going to be doing us all a favor if you deal with Lucenti. I mean, he's been going off the rails the last couple of months. Yeah, so it seems. I'm not surprised. Sounds like it. I don't don't know. Something about it changed. I don't know what, but he's just, he's gone kind of full warmonger. Oh, goody. And I mean, it was, I mean, I know it was bad when you were still with the unit, Galva, but it's gotten worse, so. Yeah, I, I think that was what worried me the most, that maybe he just started losing sight of what was important. Well, wish us luck, and let's do this again sometime. What, like fight? She almost looks like she's smiling when she's when she says that. You're not speaking for me. I'd like to grab a coffee sometime, though, if, if you're down. I, <laughs> I, I kind of enjoyed the fighting. Anyway, uh, fair enough. Oh, um, um, wait. Actually, one more thing. Um, mm. she looks at Ao. Uh, hey, Breaker, could I have my book back? No. <laughs> Ao will uh gently hand the book back. Ah, uh, thanks. Um. Sorry about your book. No, it's all right. Sorry about banishing you to a library. I I guess now I know that like half of you guys viscerally hate books. <laughs> no, it's it's really just AO. I, it's not that I hate books. It's that I didn't want to be there at the moment. It, yeah, you sort of got her when her adrenaline was up. I've blown up libraries before. She literally points to Zelias and says, he said, fuck my books. <laughs> I say fuck everybody's books. It's true, he I does. I actually do read a lot of books. Listen, I'm just saying that. I thought you were the bad guy, so I was saying shit. I Listen. guess his relationship with books is complicated. It, you wouldn't even know. <sighs> anyway, we got shit to do. We got places to be. We do yeah. have a lot to do right now. Okay, sorry. Hey, kid. No, you're fine. Did you just call me kid? I'm like I sure did. 37. You're like 37. I'm like 200. Oh, Listen. yeah, elf. Yeah, no, I get it. Thank you. For healing my crew. I appreciate it very much. Uh, yeah. Uh, thanks for not killing these guys. Yeah, well, it was real hard to to resist the urge. But, I know, uh, I do it every day. <laughs> get out of this 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 business whenever you can, alright? You're not suited for it. I mean, not in a good way. Roll me persuasion. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, uh, God, rolling a dice. Oh, <laughs> uh, I have to again. roll a dice in the <laughs> dice rolling game. Roll a- 
dice? Fine, I'll persuade you. Oh, actually, I probably will. Uh, 17 plus 7 is 24. All right, now I'm going to make a God damn. I'm make a roll. Okay, so she says, yeah, I'll, uh, you know, see. I'll keep my eyes open, I guess. Uh, and she pulls her mask down, and she has a very nice smile. Oh. And she nods and Aww. says, all right, go, come on, go. We're on our way. I do finger guns. We leave. Because that's what I do as captain. Okay. Uh, And let's go f- do the th- other thing we have to do. All right. Go do the thing. Nicely Are done. Are you guys ready? Yes. Y'all ready for this? No. I have two spell slots. Yeah. At some point, Finch realizes they're ghost changeling. They go back to being Oh, I forgot about that. Person. Yeah. I'm so used to other regular Finch. Can't wait to run into these guys in their new life as stars of the fantasy space wrestling circuit. I mean, God, honestly. Or, you know, starring in the space Power Rangers. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, that would be so goddamn cool. <laughs> Power Rangers in space. That was a thing. That was a that thing. That was a thing. God. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, as you guys descend into the large crater that is the mine in Gilramore, you notice a disturbing lack of noise as you run through the tunnels where you last left Novagard and Cole and Rosalis and whatnot. You see, littering the corridors, the bodies of fallen soldiers, adamantine authority, and netherworlds alike. Hmm. And I loot them. <laughs> no, I don't. Got time schedule here, Captain. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Maybe on the way out. <laughs> As you make your way deeper, you get a garbled message from Moot. Oh. It appears that some of the communications shielding that they have over the base is impeding some of Moot's communications. But you do hear, you can make out a couple of words. Okay. You make out the words, Captain. That's me. And incoming. (laughs) Okay. But unfortunately, the message is far too garbled for you to really parse at the moment. And at this juncture... You've made your way deeper into the facility. One of the Netherworld's militiamen coughs as you run by and tries to, like, flag you guys down. Okay. Mm -hmm. I think we stop. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He goes, Commander, Commander, is it? He's, so he he winces. We could heal him. As he kind of clutches a, um, it looks like a, uh, a scorch mark on his side from a blaster. Mm-hmm. And he says, "They're hold up. They're holding up in the in the training room. It was large enough for them to try and hold a line, but I don't know how they found us. You gotta save them." Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that caught me off guard for something. That's reason. okay. Okay. Bye. <laughs> All right. Don't die. <laughs> and then he uh. and then he dies. Bleh. No! <laughs> Do we have enough healing items to maybe spare this guy a healing stab? Could I cast Spare the Dying on him to stabilize him? It won't give him any HP back, yes, but you it'll. Can stabilize him. Okay. okay. I cool. do that so I don't have to use one of my quickly dwindling spell slots. Yes. I'm sorry, dude. I'm sorry, unnamed NPC. We need to save our nice dwarf friend. No, it's fine. You, you stabilize him. Don't die, Jonathan, the NPC. <laughs> he's a dwarf I've decided just he's, now he's okay. a dwarf 
Yep. And his name is Jonathan. Jonathan his name is Jonathan the Dwarf. Okay. Jonathan J- T. Dwarf. Jonathan T. Dwarf. Got it. <laughs> uh, and he's, he is he is a um, he is an Aladrin. It's short for Jonathan Bull. <laughs> Jonathan Bull T. Dwarf the Aladrin. <laughs> <laughs> Not a dwarf. <laughs> His, his family name is Dwarf. Good. <laughs> Most Aladdin don't have family names, but this guy does. He does. He's just that special. Yeah. Uh, he married into he married it. Married into Weird it. Family. Oh, yeah. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> like, can't wait for this guy to come back. Okay. Onward. Thank you for that very dramatic uh, sharing of information with us, Jonathan T. Dwarf. We're going to go now and save your friends. I mean, he's slipped on consciousness. He's he's stable. Yeah, I don't say anything to him. I don't care. He's just having a nice little nap. He's stable. It's he's, fine. He's good. You did it. So you start to head to the large training room where you had done battle with Novigarb. And again, oh, yeah. there's no sounds of battle. And when you guys make your way in, you see what appears to be a large squadron of very heavily armored Adamantine Authority troops. Oh. Surrounding. We go back outside. Oh, I that. <laughs> Damn, they're surrounding people. Surrounding a small remaining group of Netherworld's militia. Among them, Rosalys and Cole. But at the forefront is Novagard, who is pretty heavily wounded. Novagard is kneeling before a still immaculately kept Lucenti. And. As you guys step in, you hear Novagard say, You promised to spare them if I yield. So be true to your word. And Lucenti says, Don't worry, Novagard. They'll be well cared for. And he reaches into his coat and he pulls forth an obsidian collar. Zelias. That's me. You see this. Okay. And a memory floods back into your mind almost painfully. <gasps> My brain. You remember Blackhold. You remember your crew, old crew, and yourself surrounded by heavily armed elite Adamantine Authority troopers. And you stepped forward and said, you can have me if you let my crew go. Now do it in the accent. Just, I'm not going to do the accent, but <laughs> in that moment, you remember yeah. Blackhold sneer mm-hmm. and pull forth the same black collar that you wear now. Dun, dun, dun. And Lucenti moves to put it around Novagard's neck. Elias is probably, you gave him a fucking like horrible memory just now. I did. And he's like, he knows what it's like to have the collar. It's not super great. Mm-hmm. And I think he would not think first. He would just yell stop. Okay. Or hold on or just fucking wait. Right. Or some kind of shit that Zelias would yell. Okay. I mean, let's do, let, do we want to move this in character? Oh, I, I suppose we should. It's dungeons and also dragons. Do we want time. to role play, you know, for our audience? I would love to role play in our D&D campaign, Ant. I guess. I'll allow it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> All right. Uh, so yeah, you're 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 spooky. You're doing bad. I'm spooky. Zelias Why am I spooky? A, a very I don't know. You're spooky. It's a spooky moment. Elias <laughs> has a temporary like panic freak out. He's like, hold it. There, that was good acting. That was, that that was. was good nice. acting. Um, oh really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, thanks. Lucenti halts his movement, and a number of the soldiers turn and train their guns on you. 
And before they can start firing, Lucenti holds up a hand to stop them. And he says, oh, that's a little surprising. I thought the Veda Force would keep you busy for at least another 20 minutes. I'll have to- You've really thought that? Have you watched them fight? Yes, I suppose the Captain Veda appears to be slipping. I might have to have a talk with him later. Oh yeah, give him a demerit. He'll love that. Give him ten demerits, that way he can't have the custard. <laughs> oh, the, <laughs> that whole merit system is his invention. We don't actually employ, oh. use that. Honestly, good, because it's fucking stupid. Anyway! It's very foolish, yes. Now, you seem to have an issue with... Everything going on here right now? Yes, I do. It seems so, yes. Are you prepared to offer me something better? What would be better? Let's go with that. Hmm. You put me in an interesting position, Captain Vance Arland. Well, I sure do, I bet. I'm assuming that because my Fellforged are not currently wreaking havoc outside, you had a hand in actually destroying- Destroying all of them. Yeah, every last one blown to shite. Hmm. Oh, no, that'd be- It's that almost was... like fucking with me is a bad idea, huh? That was only 12 of them, so I suppose it's a <laughs> small <laughs> loss. A loss nonetheless, but still a loss. Sure. So he looks at the collar and then looks at you and then says, oh, well, it's to my understanding that you already have one of these, so I can't put another one on you. That would defeat the purpose. Now, let's see. Someone equal to Novagard. He starts to scan the four of you and, and then he arches an eyebrow and says, ah, Galva, good to see you. It's been a long time. She was glaring daggers at him, but when he actually addresses her, she averts her gaze. Since she's gotten in here, she's been gripping the handle of her sword very tightly, to the point that her knuckles are starting to turn white. So he notices and smiles and says, Calva, you don't have to be so tense around me. After all, our little misunderstanding, and he holds up his prosthetic metal arm, Water under the bridge. I've forgiven you. But your captain has generously made an offer to me. Now, what would be comparable to the great Kimril Novagard as a prisoner? Well, I can't really do much with you, Zelias, but Galva. Don't even think about it. It's a shame. Well, I suppose there are other candidates. And he turns slightly so that his gaze falls to Cole. Well, now we have to kill him. I mean, not Cole, but... <laughs> now, now we have to kill Cole! Now what, <laughs> motherfucker? Cole. <laughs> I think the moment his attention turns, she says, I'll do it! Whoa! <laughs> That's my reaction. Go, go ahead. And... Real quick. Mm -hmm. Okay. At the same time, while um, Lucenti's attention is turned to Cole, uh -huh. Finch reaches up and surreptitiously casts Guidance on Galva. They don't know oh! what she's about to do. Roll me sleight of hand. Roll me sleight of hand. But they're giving her a little something. A little oomph. Roll me sleight of hand. That's, uh, 12. Can I stand, like, in front of them so that no one fucking sees? Like, I feel like Zelias would have stepped in front of Galva regardless when that fucking creepy dude started talking to her and shit. Okay, yeah, give me, um, you could roll with advantage. I'll allow it. Okay. Because he doesn't want nothing to happen to his 
wonderful Galva. I know, right? Well, that's a little better. That's a 16 that time. Hmm. Okay. So here's what happens. Lucenti takes a couple of paces forward away from Novagard, but as he moves, a couple of soldiers move to flank Novagard so he doesn't get any bright ideas. He stops about 50 feet away, and he holds up his prosthetic hand to Galva and motions for her to come to him. I do think that the captain would have a problem with this, but obviously, like, Galva's probably got this, but Zelias will grab her and be like, are you sure about this? I'm not about to let him take Cole. There's gotta be something else we can do. I know. But this is probably something that he's been after for a while. <sighs> I've already been prepared for this. Ugh. His eyes is constipated. <laughs> 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 he's really trying to think of something to say, but he, he can't. He's kind of, this is not a good situation, yeah. so you do whatever you gotta do. She's had her gaze firm, but she glances over at him. She doesn't want to be doing this, but also she's gonna bite the bullet and try what she can here. All right. Neat. And I want to say also, mm-hmm. she takes a few steps and she's like, here, I'm sure this will make this easier. And she takes off her sword and tosses it back to the party. Okay. As sort of a gesture of like, yeah, I'm not going to try anything. Um, Should I roll deception, dear? Yeah, I was just about to roll insight on Galva. Can I catch the sword so it doesn't hit the ground or something? You can catch it. Go ahead. Poor sword. I have it. Yes. Yeah, roll some deception <laughs> versus insight. I'm curious to see where this is going to go. Because there's a couple of things that are probably going to be popping off in tandem here. And I want to see how this goes. You know what? I think... I'm going to roll Insight with disadvantage, because Elias is actually in a very bad mental place right okay. now. Okay. That just makes you, sense that's, You are free to impose disadvantage. So, I think this is kind of incredible. So, the very first Insight roll I rolled on Galva back in the prison was a nat 20. Mm-hmm. I've just done it again. Oh, shit. Nice. It's a 27. I rolled a nat 20, but since I gave myself disadvantage, it's only okay. a 12 plus 2. Oh, my God. Okay. This is a 19 deception. Thank God I can roll advantage on it. Okay. Wow. Ava's distraught. She's uh, really at a loss for what to do here. Zelias is in the same sort of mental boat. This boat sucks. Finch has a lot of fuck words they want to shout at Lucenti, but they are biting their tongue. Okay. They are remembering Galva's kind admonishment about how they should give respect, whether or not they feel it's been earned. <laughs> They're not respecting this man so much as they are trying to follow Galva's advice. It has the same result, but it feels a little bit different, at least. So, I will say for the party, I don't know if Lucenti passed or failed. Sure. For those who were able to beat the 19. Mm-hmm. Was that all of you? Uh, no. Okay. I rolled a 14. Okay. Ayo got a 17. Yeah, only Finch. Only Finch? Yeah. So, yes, she is absolutely going to try something. And... Yee, I'm so proud of my girl. First things first. She doesn't need her sword to do some of her tricks. Yeah, Finch first is aware. Thing second. Sec- first thing second. <laughs> okay. First things first. She doesn't need to be holding her sword to use it. I know, I know. <laughs> that part I know. Things lies. It's not registering with him right now. Okay. He's so worried. He's so scared. He's very concerned. 
By the way, thank you for that that um, guidance. Finish. That guidance? Yeah, you're welcome. Very cool. That that was really cool. Did you use it on the deception or are you saving it? You have it for a minute. I used it on the deception because that would have oh, no. that would have been a 15 okay. otherwise and I don't Honestly, think it's fun. I don't think what she's going to try here is going to be a skill check. So, okay. Okay. So, you are stepping forward, Galva. You're going to meet yeah. meet Lucenti. Mhm. So, Lucenti is by no means a small man, but he is above average. Mm-hmm. You still tower above him. Okay. And he looks up at you, collar in hand, and he smiles and he says, You look good, Galva. Freedom has agreed with you, it seems. Honestly, you did me the best favor you ever could. And she says that, but she is, her expression is very full of resentment. And she is going to get down on the ground, literally like... Kneeling? No. She goes down like she's kneeling like normal. Uh Uh-huh. And then like taking a breath in like she hates that she's about to do this but she gets down in that groveling posture of like you know Mm. please spare my brother hands on the ground forehead on the ground i forget what that's called the uh dogeza yeah Uh, dogeza sounds right I, i think that's what anyway well you kneel lower your head to the ground and you hear cole make a sound an angry sound. He looks like he wants to move, but Rosalys holds him back. Would the rest of you care to make a quick perception? Absolutely. Yeah, yep. for sure. I want to see if I That's much better. receive. Rolled a 22. It's a 24 perception. 12. Okay. Just 12. <laughs> Just 12. Yeah. Zelias, you, you, you're having a hard time. Yep. I think Finch has their hand on Zelias' shoulder. Okay. Aw a studying hand. Good, because he fucking needs it. So Cole is doing that very intense, nostrils flaring, breathing rapidly as he's getting worked up, like angry worked up. Mad boy. Mm -hmm. That dusting of ash-like freckles on his face are igniting like embers. (gasps) Oh, shit. Is he a toasty boy? (laughs) Um, and Lucenti says, Calva, we're old friends here. You don't have to lower your head as such. Please, raise your head. Look at me. She looks up. She honestly looks like she resents that more than doing that groveling posture. We're not friends. Were we ever friends? You're looking at him now, right? Yeah. He has that same sort of warm, charismatic smile that you remember. The one that he had on his face when he convinced you to enlist Mm -hmm. and he starts to raise the large collar in both hands approaching to clasp it around your neck and he says no I'm sorry I'm only friends with people I can benefit from and in that moment the collar blinks out of existence Oh, oh shit. Did she not get an opportunity to do what she was going to try to do? No, you still have a chance. All right. Behind Lucenti, an injured Nova guard has a hand raised. My boy. Oh. Did he banish the collar? Oh, he banished the collar. He banished the collar. Holy shit. Lucenti has not registered what just happened. All right, cool. 
Yeah, he's stunned. This is, he actually did her another favor because this is an easier posture to do what she's about to do. Mm Mm-hmm. Nice. She, with her hands on the ground, pushes herself back up. And I want to say that the bracers of sparking that have only ever been there and haven't even been used for flavor, they're sparking a bit right now. Okay. She's going to fucking deck them. Oh, damn, girl. Oh, shit. Okay. There's like 30 other dudes in here with guns, but fucking punch him. That's step one. I fully endorse this. I will say, though, back up a second here. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Rewind. When she's pushing herself up, uh-huh. she is, in fact, activating Giant Smite. Oof. Yes. So she is larger than usual and has some- And much angrier. <laughs> <laughs> well, because this will make the punch do more damage. And yeah, she is angrier. So, do I make an unarmed attack? You make an unarmed attack, yes. Okay. And honestly, I'm also going to give you another point of inspiration for this, because this is not how I had this shaking down, Mm -hmm. but it's really good. Like, opting to stand forward and do this? Mm -hmm. Yeah, damn. Okay. So that is a 22 to hit. That hits. Okay. Um, What do I add to unarmed if I'm not a monk? It's one plus your strength. Okay. So that's going to be six damage plus four the giant's might. Another two damage. Eight. Okay. And I would like, I double checked this. It can be any sort of attack that I make. I would like Lucenti to make a strength save. Oh, no. He's not very. (laughs) That's a two. All right. Oh, what a pussy. (laughs) Well, then, she invokes the fire rune with that punch. Uh Uh-huh. So she summons fiery shackles to restrain him, and he's going to take 2d6 fire damage now. Okay. Which is another 8 damage, but fire. Holy Christ. Okay. She's angry. This is going well. Yeah. Good thing nobody's tried to shoot any of us yet. Okay. Yeah, well, I mean... I think we're in bullet time. Yeah, this is all bullet time. He said another eight <laughs> damage? Yes. So here's how this manifests, actually. And I think you're going to like this. <laughs> you rise to your feet, and you essentially uppercut him. hmm Right before your fist impacts, it fucking sparks on fire. He is launched a good few feet into the air, and... <laughs> That fire rune manifests a shackle around his neck, which you yes! yank back down. Yes! But in, in that moment, however, a shot does ring out. And Novagard falls slumped to the side, blood pooling. He didn't fucking do anything. He banished the collar. Oh, that's okay. And seeing their beloved commander felled in, in such an awful way, the remaining... Netherworld's militia decide that this is it. Fighting starts to break out. I would like you all to roll me initiative. I would love to roll you initiative. My two first level spell slots are ready. I have a very important question. Uh Uh-huh. If Novigard slumped and he had banished the collar... Does the collar return? Can we put the collar on the? We're gonna we're gonna be dealing with that in a moment. I haven't forgotten. That'd be some shit. 
Galva! Oh, Galva, you know what to do! <laughs> oh, that's evil. So. Got my good cleric initiatives back, guys. Hell yeah! Yay! <laughs> A whole six! One whole six. <laughs> so, once the fighting breaks out, at this point, the Netherworlds are fighting with renewed ferocity and fervor. It looks as though this little display has taken the Adamantine Authority soldiers by surprise. They weren't expecting the banishment, uppercut, flame shackle, wombo combo. So seeing their captain just get decked in such a ridiculous way has them at a bit of a disadvantage. So the Netherworlds have seized upon that. And now fighting has just renewed in this area. It is their last stand. Novagard, however, having fallen forward, slumped, bleeding out, the collar appears, but not in Lucenti's hand. It appears on the floor behind him. Okay. And with that, we're going to start at the top of the order with Ao. You go first. Okay. So where did you say the collar was? Roll me perception to see if you even see it. Okay. We are like 80 feet away, it looks like. Yeah. Uh, that is still 25. Okay, I think you, instead of seeing it, I think you heard it hit the floor. Mm hmm. All right, so seeing that shit's popping off, uh, has it been less than 10 minutes since they stopped the last fight? More or less, yeah. You guys ran in here as fast as you could. Okay, so she's still got her arms active in that case. So Ao moves her 45 feet straightforward. She burns another key point. Bonus action. Get here. Behind Lucenti. Behind Lucenti. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. I was reading something. So, Scott, there are a couple of things that I do need you to do if you're going to be moving. Okay. So, there is another mechanic to this fight that we're doing. Okay. You are going to have to make me several deck saves because people are firing. Like, active fighting. There, there's active fighting. There are, you know, blaster bolts flying. Mm hmm. So, how many feet of movement is this? Uh, this is potentially 80 feet of movement. Okay, that's going to be four deck saves. Okay. So yeah, every 20 feet of movement you guys make, you're going to have to make a deck save. Okay, that sounds fair. So that you're not, you know, caught in crossfire. Jeez. That would be a fucking stupid way to die. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'll try not to. That's a 24, 24, 16, 20. Uh, AO is good at deck saves. Yes, she is. Okay, the 16 does fail. Okay. So you are going to be taking some blaster damage. Not a problem. Okay. So that is 15 force. Oof. Okay, and was that a ranged attack? Yes, that is a ranged attack. I'm going to use my reaction? Mm-hmm. Yeah, these aren't just little pistols. These are heavy rifles. So what was the damage again? Uh, 15. 15, okay. Uh, I subtract 16 from it. Okay. If we put that collar on Lucinti, we can't kill him. Yeah. Yeah. No, but he's, like, fucking collared. Yeah, but we can't kill him. Yeah, so one of AO's astral arm just, like, slapped the bullet out of the way. Okay. And he's here now. Or I guess here. Just kind of make a dive past Lucinti for the shackle. Okay. So that's your action to dive for the shackle? So when it comes to movement... Right. As part of movement, you do get an object interaction... As okay. part of movement, that is not an action. All right. So yeah, you are able to get the collar. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it will uh, dives, rolls, pop back up. I got it. 
Should we put it on him? Uh. Wait, that makes black holes. Yeah, that we makes black holes. Him. Maybe let's uh, roll a. I want to roll a dice and see if that's. I, as a person who's playing roll the character who has the collar, I want to roll inside to see if putting this on that man is a good idea or if it would just fuck us up. Plus two, so 19. Okay. Lucenti doesn't seem like the type to submit if you slap the collar on him. Yeah. He seems more likely to take the coward's way and just take you all with him. Okay, yeah. Uh, Maybe just hold on to that for a while. Put it in the bag. Okay. And don't break it. Oh, God, don't break it. <laughs> Oops! Oh, no! <laughs> Bye, A.O., I love you. So, yeah, it will pocket that and just start kicking. Kick him in the brain! He's, like, suspended someone in the air, right? Oh, no, Galva yanked him back down. He's down on the oh, ground. that's right. He's shackled to the ground? Okay, so he's restrained. He's not prone, he's just restrained. Yeah, but that still means everything is advantage against him. Nice. So that's starting off strong. Mm-hmm. Christ. That one's not as great. So, a nat 20, a 27, a nat 20, Holy and an 18. Jesus! Fuck him up, Ao. Tear his wiener off and feed it to him. Damn. <laughs> wow. What? Why okay. did I say that? I don't know. Why did you say that? I hate that, man. The 18 does not hit. Wow. Okay. Excuse me a moment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like all that dice. Mm-hmm. I've got a math. Mm-hmm. That's 10. Uh, do I need to separate damage out at all? Um, Force and acid. No. No, you do not. 20, 30, 35, plus 21, uh, 56 total damage. Okay. So, you just barrage him savagely, and he takes it, but you start to feel, even with hitting him with your spectral arms, Mm -hmm. the temperature in the immediate vicinity does a nosedive. Oh, he's chilly. He is a nice boy. boy. Mm. So, in response, through gritted teeth, he snarls, Filthy pirate scum! And his prosthetic hand, the fingers peel back, and what emerges is the barrel of a small gun. Uh He's got the trigun arm. That is glowing with white intensity. And he raises it straight up in response to taking that beating. And at this point, Lucenti prides himself on his appearance. He has a very clean look. His hair is now sort of disheveled. He, you know, he lost his cap. He, he's, oh, no. he's bleeding from that savage attack. And he fires this blast of ice straight up. And I need a deck save from Galva and Ao. Okay. All right. That is an unnatural 20. Okay. That is a 15. Okay, Galva, you do not save. All right. Ao, you save. You will be taking half damage. What happens? I will take no damage. <laughs> For what? Evasion. Oh, right. If I succeed on a deck save to take half damage, I don't take any instead. Ooh, okay. Fancy. Well, that's okay. Anyway, the area above starts to fill with this. It's almost like dry ice. Mm-hmm. 
where it starts to smoke in the air. And then it starts to fall rapidly until it forms a 40-foot-high cylinder around you Oh, is he going to pound them with rock-hard bricks of hail? (laughs) Time for ice storm! Put on your ski caps, kids. (laughs) About to get chilly in here. And... Man, I tell you, though, these fights are rough with my, like, complete lack of spell slots. Yeah, I know, right? So I need to make some rolls I think that was on purpose. I mean, you didn't have to cast Fireball left and right. I but... definitely did, though. <laughs> <laughs> I think Finch is definitely going to have to have a talk with the captain about spell economy. Honestly, yeah. I don't know. I think I've done pretty okay so far today. You have two spell slots. I have two spell slots. You have two spell slots. It's the boss fight. You have sorcery points. It's okay. I know. I'm aware. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. So, Galva, you take... 27 cold damage. I'm sorry, 27 bludgeoning. And then 14 cold damage. And this is difficult terrain, which doesn't really affect Galva. Or Ao. Or Ao. So that was a legendary action. Mm -hmm. Now it is Lucenti's turn. Oh, I see. So there is currently a 40 foot high wall of ice basically around them now. Mm. Mm Mm-hmm. Which means Zelias and Finch cannot see through. Oh, that's too bad, huh? So he's going to use his action inside this wall of ice behind Ao. A ice elemental starts to claw its way out, and it is going to make an attack on Ao. Rude. <laughs> so AC is twenty. Just so you know. All right. So, first attack, then, is an Ice Claw attack. That is a 21. That'll hit. And then the second attack is a Dirty 20. Yep, that meets. And I need a Constitution save on that last one. Okay. Plus 3, so that's a 17. Okay, so here's what happens. So, first off, the first thing it does is it's going to be taking... You're taking some slashing damage uh, from that first clawed attack. That is 24 slashing damage. Oof. All right. And unfortunately, you did not save. Mm. So the second attack isn't like a claw attack across the back. It just reaches out with its hand and slams it into your back, and the ice starts to spread around you. Ew. Oh, boy. Um, it is using Encase in Ice. Uh-oh. Because you did not did not save, ice begins to form around you, and you are restrained. The restrained creature must repeat the saving throw at the end of its next turn, becoming petrified in ice on a failure or ending the effect on a success. Okay. And you also take cold damage from this, so mm-hmm. that is... 14 cold damage. Um, 29, yay. My poor Ao. Okay. Yeah, we're taking a bit of a beating up here. Uh-huh. Yes. Oh, I make a, I can make a saving throw to break the restraint, right? Oh, that's right. And I need to roll damage against you because you did you started your turn with the fire. Yes. So he takes ooh, a n- nine fire damage. Nice. Okay. And yes, please roll to break your restraints. It's strength? Yes. You are trying okay. to beat a 16. I, I, he got a, he got a one. Oh man. So he claws at 
the flaming shackle around his neck. And he looks at you, Galva, and says, Filthy giantkin! Okay. <laughs> I mean, she's clean. She's super clean. Takes baths and showers. <laughs> and then he says, Fine, if this is what you want, then I suppose we'll go down together! She doesn't respond. She's in combat mode. And as you know, she doesn't talk well. Yeah. <laughs> That's fine. It's Elias, you're up. The fuck? There's a big wall of ice. There's a big 40-foot cylindrical wall of ice. Right, so I can't see through that. I, I can't either. <laughs> That's a problem, right? That's a big problem. Well, let's see. It's a spell, right? Uh, presumably. I don't have anything that can, like... Let's see. You can melt it. It's I mean, it's ice. Oh, I can do little firebolts. Uh, let's see. I also have... I, can, I have burning hands. But I gotta get real close to it. Hmm. I mean, if I can melt it, then yeah. Maybe I'll just start whipping firebolts at it until it goes away. It doesn't say that it can't be melted. Yeah. Uh, firebolt has a range of 120 feet. So I really don't have to get any closer than I am right now. To start just tossing little firebolts at it and hoping for the best. <laughs> Unless anyone has any better ideas. Maybe see if you can see Rosalus Cole or Novagard in all the fighting. Honestly, yeah. Um, I guess I'll roll perception for that. Okay. 21. You don't see them in the fighting, but just beyond the wall of ice, kind of further back, where Novagard has slumped over, you do see Rosalus and Cole. It looks like they're trying to stabilize him and move him away. Okay. Um, they're, like, behind this big round wall of ice cylinder. Yeah. Okay. I think what I want to do is make my way that way. So is this cylinder? Yeah, kind of. I'm going to go around it. Okay. I'm going to use my, my half movement, I guess. Uh-huh. regular movement. To move about 30 feet, which you said if I move more than 20, i got to roll dex. Yep. I will do that for you real quick. Uh, well, this might not do me very good. Dex save, right? Yes, dex save. Okay, my total is 15. Mm. One five. You're gonna get shot. That's fine. You shoot me real quick. Yeah, let me, let me roll you some, some, some beam rifle damage. Roll me some beautiful rifle footage. I don't like this rifle footage. Uh, 13 force. How much? 13. 13? Don't I have an item that... Gives me some kind of bonus for force damage. Oh, yeah. It gives you resistance, I think. The brooch of shielding. While wearing this brooch, you have resistance to force damage. And I have immunity okay. to damage from the magic missile spell. So that's seven. Okay. Uh, okay. Let me... Oh, so, so Cole would have been able to do shit to you with his gun. Oh, dumb bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Oh, oh, let me do a little math real quick. How much damage you say? Be... Seven? Seven. Okay, I'm down to 47 hit points. Okay, so I did my movement. Um, I took a shot, a bullet. Mm -hmm. I think while I'm making my way that way, I am going to still start whipping firebolts at the wall of ice. Okay. Because I don't like it. It's ugly and fire superior. No. <laughs> um, Weren't you considering taking a, a an ice spell after I'm this? Absolutely do when it. you leveled up? <laughs> Just to keep people guessing. Uh, you hurl a mode of fire to creature or object within range. I guess that counts as an object. Uh-huh. Make a ranged spell attack against the target. Okay. Uh, when I reach 5th level, it's 2d10s. Okay. Roll to hit the broadside of a barn. I'm gonna hit the broadside of a barn with my fire real quick. 23 to hit your wall of ice. Uh, yeah, you hit yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, woo! 
I will now roll my damage dice here. Ice wall. I don't know if it's helping, but I don't care too much uh, if it's helping or not. Now, 14 damage? 14 fire melt to your ice wall? So, just out of curiosity, are, where are you aiming? Are you aiming high or are you aiming low? I'm aiming low. Okay. Because I figure the guy's probably on the ground. Right. So, you are able to start burning a, a pretty decent hole. Okay. So, I want you to roll me a d20 because Galva, Ao, and Lucenti are all in there. Sure. If the Scorching Ray pierces through the wall... It's not Scorching Ray, it's Firebolt. Firebolt, I'm sorry. It's a cantrip. Um, okay, then, yeah, the, the, I was thinking it was Scorching no, Ray. No, I can't I don't know why. Scorching I, Ray. I don't have any more second level spell slots. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I, no, I don't know why I confused them visually. Yeah, no, okay, so this is just a, a, a small sort of... It's a little baby candy. Blast trip. of fire. Yep. Little blast of fire. All right, yeah, so you can, you create, I would say, a hole about the size of, like, a cantaloupe. Okay, that's fine. You can see Galva's hip. Okay, yeah, I'm just trying to get a feel for what the fuck we're up against. <laughs> you can't see anything else because Galva is Galva. I figure going up this way and trying to help with the Nova Guard might be my best bet, considering I don't know how to fight ice. Uh-huh. With two spell slots left. <laughs> um, that was my turn. Good turn. Good turn. Thank you. I, I think it was okay. I got shot. <laughs> Galva, you're up. Galva, bring us home. Yeah. Honestly, that last action's pretty perfect because Galva's going to shout Shimmer. And the sword that Zelias is still holding, I assume. <laughs> yeah, he's carrying it with him. Yes. It unsheathes and zips right through the hole. And he goes, ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. It's alive. <laughs> Normal. And... Uh, I was hoping you would do that. Oh, that's so cool. I'm <laughs> glad I put a hole in the wall then. I'm helping. Yeah. You helped so much, Captain. Oh, you're welcome. And, um, God, it would be nice to heal, but that was my bonus action, and most of my healing stuff is bonus actions. And also, um, I want him to die, so I'm going to do what fighters do, and I am going to attack him. So the first one is a 24, the second is an 11. 24 hits. Don't you have advantage? Oh, you're right. I do have advantage. He's still restrained. Let me roll another die. That is a 21. Yep, they both hit. All right. Aha! Thank you for reminding me. You're welcome. That is a thing I did on purpose for myself. Yes. Mm-hmm. And literally forgot about it a moment later. So that is 24 slashing damage total. Okay. And, you know, I think since that firebolt probably gives Galva some indication of where her captain is in relation to this skating rink, Uh I think she's going to step around Lucenti to the side of him Mm -hmm. so that now, I don't know, she doesn't know if Zelias can see Lucenti now, but he should not have Galva in his way. Okay. And also she's closer to Ao to maybe help with that elemental in a pinch. Okay. And that is my turn. Okay, cool. Finch, you're up. Okay. Um, I'd like to start off by rolling adva- uh, advantage. I would love advantage. I would like to roll Arcana, the other A word, uh-huh. on that ice wall. Okay. Essentially I want to know, like, what level spell is that? Math 23? So... 
it's not really a spell as it is part of the prosthetic that is also on his yeah. uh, his ice genasi thing. I'm using a spell stats, but it's not a spell. It's not a magical effect? No, it is. Well, see, I don't necessarily consider it a magical effect, but I'm trying to think now. It sounds like it came from a technology arm. Yeah, it's it came. It's more from from tech. Yeah. Okay. So he copied the spell like a cheating cheat. <laughs> no, this is the DM looking at basically taking a spell effect yeah. and and not no. making it magic and making it a, a, an actual physical ability with his his technical prosthetic. I'm just trying to sh- throw shade in character. That's all. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, so the ice genasi can't even cast an ice wall for himself. He has to have help to do it i see okay it is icy oh he has he has other stuff don't worry yeah well i guess uh dispel magic's not gonna work on that so fuck me um what else do i have well i guess um finch is gonna start making their way downtown downtown uh i guess they'll move their 30 feet come even with elias oh hi there hello deck save i'll roll my deck save i do have advantage on deck saves because of geist that's fine which is good because I just rolled a nine. Maybe the next one will be better. No, not much better. That's a 13. Womp womp. Unfortunately, you do your best wibble, but you still get shot. Bullets are not intimidated by your wobbles. They are not. The person who shot you saw that and goes, what the fuck? (laughs) 12 and intern? Is that you? I thought you quit. No, I'm someone else. (laughs) Off. That's 15 force damage. Okay, give me a second. I'm not even a dwarf! You sound just like someone I know. Oh! Sorry? It's alright. All is forgiven. Hey, wait a minute, you're a pirate! I sure am. I'm not sorry I shot you! Well, Knight, we gotta kill that guy next, don't we? Darn. Alright, no, I'm sorry! Oh yeah, that's what I thought, mate. Okay, let's see. (laughs) <laughs> All right. Uh, I did put a hole in the ice wall. You did put a hole in the ice. That's why I'm kind of measuring. Okay, if I, like, bend down, can I see Ao and Galva through that hole? You'll be able to see Galva. I'll be able to see Galva. Okay. Looks like she moved. Well, if I can only see Galva, then I'll throw a healing word at her with a first level spell slot instead of using that healing word. Appreciate it. Sorry, Ao. It's okay. We love yeah, you. Yeah, it is a small opening, and Galva is you big. can see Galva... And, and also Lucenti is there, too. Yeah, well, I'm not casting Healing Word on that douchebag. Womp womp. Womp womp. He's going to get something else next turn. <laughs> Kicking the wang. Four for Galva. Galva gets max heals. Please recover eight HP. Oh, nice. Delicious. My sweet Galva. Fantastic. Back up above halfway. Okay, that was a bonus action. Hey, uh, so how's Lucenti feel about deck saves right now? Ooh. Not very good. Okay. He automatically fails those. I think he does, yeah. Yeah. They're going to use their action to cast Sacred Flame on Lucenti. Alas, it is Radiant Damage and not Fire Damage, but it's as close as Finch can get. Okay. So that's 2d8 Radiant. Mm -hmm. Oh, not bad. Okay. Hmm. 7 plus 4 is 11. Nice. Okay. Here's what happens. Oh, okay. He's burned by this Radiant Damage, and he is breathing pretty heavily. And he reaches up around his, where the shawl of his uniform is clasped. Mm-hmm. And he grabs at what appears to be, well, 
it's hard for you guys to see, but Galva, you have the best look at it. Mm-hmm. And he's always worn this, it looks like a medallion. Uh-huh. And as he grasps it. He summons Sonichu. Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he has to zap to the extreme. Oh no, he's and, lightning no. now. Um, <laughs> he's a lightning type, fuck. A familiar rune appears on the medallion. Oh no. It is a frost giant rune. Oh. And he mutters something under his breath that you can barely hear. Now, if you'd like to make a perception roll to see yes. if you hear it. Yes, I, I would like to hear that. Or I le- would okay. like to try to hear that. Okay. Ayo, you're close enough too if you'd like to. Okay. As you are encased in ice. That is a dirty 20. Ooh. That is a 21. He, through gritted teeth, whispers, Grolentor, hear my prayer. Grant me your aid. I give this vessel to you. Strike down my enemies. I think it's pretty funny he called Galva a filthy giantkin, and what is he doing now? Hypocrite? Yeah. Going to a filthy giantkin, I guess? I don't know. Using a giantkin rune. Hypocrite. Oh, it's kind of like he's a bitch. Kind of like he's a bitch. <laughs> it's kind of like he's a bitch. I mean, if you want to make some rolls, yes. too, again. Yes, I do. Mm-hmm. I would like to roll a religion. Mm-hmm. Nine. I don't know shit. That is <laughs> a 13. Okay. I'm actually, Galva, I'll give you advantage on this because this is kind of specific yeah, to giants. Yeah, real big. Oh, awesome. 22. Ooh. I definitely picture Ao going, yeah, whatever, grumble bumble. <laughs> <laughs> Scream all you like, your gods can't hear you. Grolentor is the giant god. Oh. He's real big. And he is notoriously evil. Oh, you dick. He is the giant god of war. Interesting how um, the adamantine authority, a quote-unquote force for good, seems to, you know, they can't help themselves from associating with evil gods. I mean... This is a personal thing, and we're about to get why in a moment. About to get wet and wild. So, in that moment, he sort of slumps forward a little bit. And even the ice elemental that was clawing at Ao seems to just stop. The ice around you, this big cylindrical wall, starts to crack. Oh, okay. We did it! One little fire shot, and suddenly the whole thing starts to shatter, and it's like, <laughs> Yeah! Good job, yeah. Captain. Yeah. Did, did it. <laughs> I'm sorry. It does look like, from the outside, it does look like this is about to crumble. All right. And the ice almost seems to shatter like glass. So for a moment, yeah, Zelias, it does look like your little fireball broke it. Oh. It's sort of like at the end of Ghostbusters 2 when Rick Moranis shoots the wall of slime around the museum and everyone thinks that he, he did it after it disappears. I have only seen that movie one time as a small child and I don't remember Are that part. Are you serious? I know. Oh my God. It's at the very I've end. I've seen the first Ghostbusters like 20 million times. Anyway, so this ice breaks down. So Ao, you are no longer encased in ice, mm-hmm. but these shards of ice start to whip around wildly. Uh-oh. And they converge on Lucenti like a million tiny ice daggers. They just crunch in on him. Woohoo! But then they explode outward. I need everybody to make me deck saves. Okay. Okay. All of us? 
Yes. Okay. So, wow, we're so far so, away. Okay. Ooh, oh. Yeah, this is a big blast. I rolled a one. That's a four for you, boy. I got 23. Hey, good job. Did it. Oh, I got a nine. Um, also. Did better than me. Anton Scott, I, I know you'll get this. Um, I feel like he's like, and scatter it in dust in the wind. And then there's the crack and the whole battlefield <laughs> yeah. explodes. And the rock music kicks in. Yeah, kinda. <laughs> oh, he's Shiva. This is when the doom music kicks in. So are only us rolling these deck saves or like the fighting armies also rolling this deck save? Yeah, I'm going to deal with that in a second too. Okay. Okay, so for, for those at home, what did you guys all roll? I know we heard Rio say that Zelaya's got a fat four. <sighs> a big old four. They all got a 23. Okay. Finch got an 18. Shit, I picked up my die. I'm pretty sure I failed. It was like a little over 10. I'll roll for Galva. Okay. You don't want me to roll for Galva. <laughs> okay, so... <laughs> Alright. So, full damage is... 20 ice. Ooh, okay. Half for successes, except for Ao. Yeah. Who is the champion. Okay. Well, wait, uh, is the evasion, is that a reaction? No, it's just whenever. Oh, okay. I just want to make sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. Your boy's not looking too hard. And yeah. Lucenti is slumped forward, and he appears to be floating. And his prosthetic hand kind of falls away and gives way to this shimmering sort of spectral hand hmm. that reaches up grabs the flame shackle around his neck and shatters it. One hand, it crushes it. He just rips it off. It dissipates. And then around him, in a similar fashion to what you have all seen before, a shadowy figure wraps itself around Lucenti. Best friend. In the image of Grolantor, which is a very, very large, shimmering, spectral, Frost Giant. Lucenti is in the center of this. It's hard to tell if he's conscious or not. And this image of Grolantor lets out a war bellow. Oh, he's a big boy now. A good portion of the Adamantine Authority soldiers were unfortunately hit and pierced by those shards of ice. Uh But a good fair number of the Netherworld's militia were also pierced. Cole luckily saved. No, good for him. Good boy. Rosalus unfortunately did not. Oh no! Eh, she'll be fine. It's one damage. (laughs) And now we enter in the next phase of combat. Real quick, Fitch, was there anything else you wanted to do? That was my action and my bonus action and my movement, and I'm having so many regrets. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Good news is Ice Wall's gone. Yeah. Ice Wall's gone. Ayo, you're up. Okay. So it's it's a big boy. <laughs> it is a big boy. Seems big. He big. And Ao's no longer about to be frozen. Is that right? No. Yeah. the The ice was was dispelled. Okay. So we're it gonna... was part of that massive shockwave. Mm-hmm. We're going to take a bonus action to uh, stab myself with a healing potion. Okay. Let me roll that real quick. Pick up the D fours. Oh, not a bad one. I'm glad he's huge now. He is Hueg. That's actually very good for me. So I heal 16 HP from that. Very nice potion. Oh, that is a good one. I'm not sure if he knows what else to do other than just punch. Punching is a good move. 
time to punch. Although she is going to move kind of laterally around here so that she does have line of sight to finish. Okay. Good. (laughs) (laughs) You know what to keep an eye on everybody. So let's get to punching. Not a good start. Leia rolls her dice. Finch turns to Zelias. Captain, if you're going to reach down into the depths of your gremlin soul and pull out a fireball, wait until after I go. Of course. Good. I don't know uh, quite yet what I want to do. Galvaneo's right there. <laughs> He's very tall. <laughs> He's very tall. I wonder if I could shoot him right in his brain with So that. that's a 12, a 21, a 24, and a 28. The 24 and 28 hit. Oh, wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that is 29 damage total. All right. You start unleashing a flurry of blows that do seem to be connecting, despite the fact that Grolentor's image just seems non-corporeal. Mm-hmm. I mean, they fought Shades of Gods before. Yeah. Hey, was there anything else you were doing? Uh, no, that's it. Oh, okay. I did my bonus action and all that. Okay. All right, so it is Lucenti's turn. You know what? We're just going to do some, some good old-fashioned attacks. Um, one on AL is a crit. Oh, damn. Fuck. Oh, no. I can't react. I'm too far away. Oh, AL, how's your HP looking? I'm at 45 right now after that. Okay. Potion. Yeah, you did just take one. That's good that you Okay, did. yeah, because if I used Runic Shield, I wouldn't be able to absorb the fireball. Okay, so we are going to be taking Although... some mighty, mighty giant damage. Um... Well, I'm going to roll damage while you figure out what you want um, to do. Do we want to make him re-roll and you just not get me in the fireball, please? I can not kill you with it. Okay. <laughs> um, I think he, he could do the fireball, like, out here. Yeah. All right. She's going to use her reaction to use a different shield ability, um, Runic Shield. Where if another creature within 60 feet is hit with an attack, I can use my reaction to force a reroll. Okay. Alright, so let me make... That's a crit fail! Oh! Oh, Galva! 20 to 1! Oh my god! Damn! Holy shit! Oh, that was a... I love this little dragon shield! What a good thing! Oh my god! I'm glad it went that shit. Holy shit! Shitting hole. Yeah. I'm tr- okay, I think how this works is that as Lucenti, as Grolentor turns to throw a, a vicious straight at Ao, Galva, you just thrust your hand up, sort of like another uppercut, and catch it in the wrist, mm-hmm. sending his straight out wide. And I will say that this is invoking a shield rune, so that appears somewhere yeah. on the dragon. It appears on the point of impact oh. and flashes bright. I love it. Neat. God damn. So, all right, so that's one attack down, but that doesn't, in fact, turn his attention to you, Galva. I'm the one you want. That is a 24. That does hit. And he gets one more. That's a dirty 20. That also hits. Okay. I might be going down. Still worth it. Oh. That is 28 bludgeoning. All right. Galva's down. Ugh. My gal. My gal. My gal. So before we have Zelias 
take a turn. There is something else that's about to happen real quick. Okay. 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 <sighs> Cole is angie. So, upon seeing Galva take those two earth-shattering strikes and fall, Uh-oh. Cole yells, Galva, no! <laughs> Sorry, that's not funny. <laughs> Why did you laugh? <laughs> I don't know. Oh. Way to completely ruin the drama of the moment. This poor kid. And you start to feel rumbling. It draws the attention of Lucenti, who slowly turns to see those embers of freckles that have appeared on Cole's face are starting to spark. His normally sort of pale grayish skin starts to get cracks as if his forearms, basically all of his extremities, start to look like almost liquid magma. Ooh. Ooh, he's going through puberty. Oh, 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 puberty's hitting like a truck. Puberty's hitting like <laughs> a napalm bomb, Jesus. His sort of unkempt hair starts to spark wildly as if little explosions were cracking off around his head like a halo. And he draws his weapon, his gun, and tears that are quickly evaporating from the heat, he levels it at Lucenti and just yells, Get away from my sister! And he starts firing just magic missile after magic, like just pulling the trigger as fast as he can. It's high noon. It's 4.30. (laughs) (laughs) A... Barrage of magic missiles slam into Lucenti. And I'm going to roll some damage. Oh, damn. Oh, that's a good sign. Yeah. Oh, my God, damn. I just rolled max damage twice. Nice. Cole is angry. Go, boy. You get away from his sister. He's so angry he dropped the R somewhere. Where'd it go? <laughs> we just don't know. It got immolated in magic puberty. Yeah. Oh, that's a shame. So that's 23 force damage. And after that, he yells to Zelias, Light this motherfucker up! Watch your language! I mean, yeah, I'll do that! Zelias, it's your turn. Zelias' turn. Captain, hold off on just a moment. Give me a chance to go. Um, I'll go in a second! Doc, go, Doc! Are you, I just sent you! Are you kidding me? Doc wants to do a thing. Doctors, uh, docs, every, everything Doc says is right. Shut up. <laughs> Don't worry. I'll do something cool in a minute. What a stupid conversation. Listen, Amazing. Let's bring the drama back a bit and say Zelias is charging. You know what? He's charging his fireball. <laughs> I'll take my shot. Don't you worry. Your pretty little head. Barky. That's his new nickname. That's his new nickname. Okay, yes. Zelias is charging his laser. Uh, Finch can do their thing real quick. Okay. Well, I think I take a death save Oh, first. yeah, you don't die. Oh, let's see. Roll a one. Oh, my God. Why would you say that? I'm not saying shit. Well, <laughs> Rio said it. I didn't roll a one. Okay. I did roll a six. That's better than one. Don't worry. You'll be fine. Okay, so that is that. that is a failed death save. That's fine. Don't even mm-hmm. worry about it. Finch is here. They have plenty of spell slots for this. Yeah, we're fine. Yeah, so if, if I move, is there still, like, just crazy gunfire going on? or No, the explosion into Phantom Grolentor, uh, 
everyone has stopped firing at this point. Okay. If they're not, like, hurt or bleeding out, they're just like, man, we're not paid enough to deal with this. Great. Well, I don't actually have to move more than 20 feet. I think I only have to move about 10 feet. Finch moves 10 feet closer to this Lucenti motherfucker and channels Divinity Path to the grave. They are cursing this asshole with vulnerability to all of the damage he takes when Zelias blows off a fireball. Nice. And then, for their next trick, <laughs> they use a bonus action to cast Mass Healing Word on the crew. And Galva automatically oh. recovers 8 HP, since that is the max that Finch can do. Um, everybody else also recovers 8 HP, because I rolled a 4. Oh, fuck yeah. Oh. So I've got 8 more hit points now? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Good for me, good for me. And Galva, who missed that moment with Cole, is back up and will have a surprise later. Um, <laughs> she sure will. Oh boy. Is that all? Yeah, that's Finch's action, bonus action, and movement. Okay. Okay. Actually, you know what? They didn't move very far. They're moving back to Zelias' side. Hello. Hello. Light that motherfucker up. I will light that motherfucker right on up. Okay. Okay. So Zelias is going to reach down into his very soul, I suppose. Mm-hmm. I'm going to use six sorcery points to regain a fourth level spell slot. Okay. I am going to use my seventh remaining sorcery point to use Careful Spell, which means uh, Ao is going to be able to auto-succeed on her saving throw. Right. And Galva as well, if she wants to, but, you know, right. she likes fire, um, so... Actually, no. Um, You used your thingy, please. so... Yeah. Yeah, maybe just aim a little away you from Galva. You know what, Galva. yeah, <laughs> I forgot that you did that cool thing. So, yeah, I'm just going to move it over to where it's just going to get Lucinti and Ao, so it'll be... Kinda to the right. Give her a show. Yeah, hey, Galva, check this out. Two feet away from you. (laughs) 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 All right. I I have to make a dex save. I need you to make me a dexterity saving throw. Okay. Guess he's not a very dexterous boy. He's very, very, very large. Is it this clown? It's this clown. Uh, That that is an eleven. Well, you don't save. I'm afraid. I didn't think I would. (laughs) Honestly, I would have been amazed if I saved. That'd be fucking amazing. Okay, let me roll some damage really quick. He does a sick flip. (laughs) A backflip that shatters like half the fucking room. Crunch. (laughs) He he backflips, hits the ceiling, falls down. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Okay. Oh my god. Okay. Uh Uh-huh. Total damage that I've rolled is 40, 4-0. Holy shit, nice. Uh, And I think Finch did something that makes that guy... He takes double damage. Double damage. He takes 80 damage, Ant, from my fireball that I pulled out of my soul. You pulled this fireball out of your soul. I did. I I put a lot of effort into charging this one up because it it did not require spell slots. It required my soul, I guess, or my sorcery points. Your soul slots. My spell slots. Oh. Soul slots. So, you spend some time that it takes Finch to bring Galva back, heal everything up, to really dig down deep and bring forth this righteous fire. And what is normally like a moat of flame in your hand, Mm -hmm. this flame has kind of engulfed your fist. That's okay. I have another one. You don't feel it. No, I am one with the flame. You are one with the flame. You haven't felt power like this for some time, honestly, thanks to the collar that is 
stuck around your neck. The last time this happened was when I blew that guy up in the warehouse for fun. <laughs> <laughs> and it left a cool dragon-shaped scorch mark. Yes. So when you rear back and release this, you let it fly. And the flame isn't just a normal ball of fire. It takes the shape of a dragon head. Dope. As it just flies screaming into Lucenti. And when it connects, the eruption is white hot, and you hear the deafening roar of a dragon. Ooh. And when the fire snuffs itself out just as quickly as it expanded, Grolantor staggers and looks around disdainfully before reaching into his shadowy self at the floating Lucenti that is just sort of hovering in his chest cavity. Huh. He pulls Lucenti out mm-hmm. and throws him aside, discarding him. This bitch empty. Yeet. <laughs> Luc- <That got me. laughs> Lucenti hits the ground and ragdolls a bit. And Grolantor spits in his direction before vanishing. Rejected. The medallion that was around Lucenti's collar turns gray and just breaks. Okay. I win! We're out of combat. However, well, you know what? Go ahead. What are you guys going to do? Finch is going to be hurrying to Rosalus and Novogard's side. Where are they? They're going to be like back over here. Okay. Like pew, 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 pew. The map. Grave domain cleric coming through. I am going to go see to Galva. As you go to see to Galva, okay. Zelias, your comm device lights up again, and ah. you just hear Moot kind of very frantically calling for you. Aye, I answer. Weirdly. But it's too staticky, like he's cutting in and out. You can't hear him. Ah. It's just You just hear Captain over and over again. All right. Um, I'm getting bad reception in here. I'm gonna step outside. Zelias. Yeah. As you turn to head out, you hear footsteps. Heavy footsteps. Okay, I mean, I'm surrounded by people. Well, you hear footsteps coming from the way that you came in. I assume was south of the room? Yes. Okay. And uh huh. in walks a tall brass dragonborn. Oh, we're fucked. Goodbye, everybody. It was a good campaign. Just a brass dragonborn. He is wearing a similar outfit to Lucenti. And immediately any surviving adamantine authority... Soldiers, stand up and are at attention. Oh. I have to correct you. Bronze Dragonborn. Sorry, Bronze Dragonborn. I keep fucking that up. My bad. Bronze Dragonborn. I forgot who this was. I'm sure this is somebody important. And he looks around, scans the room, and he's he's not as tall as Galva, but he's, he's sitting at a cool six and a half, seven feet. He's up there. And he looks down, because you're right there, Elias. Yeah, I was heading out to the door, making my way downtown. And... You kind of get the feeling that maybe this is what Moot was trying to warn you about. Ah, yeah. Big lizard. And he scans the room and says, What have we here? Blown your buddy up. How's it going? He cocks his head a little bit. He's like, Hmm. I see that. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, very interesting. What do you want? Is that... That's Kimil Novagard. No, it's not. Son of a bitch. While this is happening, can I like cast uh, some spells on him or Yeah, you could you could be healing him. It's okay, fine. Okay, good. 
And you could be healing Rosalys too. Good. I do that. Honestly, Cole, uh, any sort of color that was in his face is gone at this oh, point. Oh, baby boy. He'll be fine. Because, well, no, because he's, he, he's looking at who Elias is talking to and all the color is drained from his face. Yeah, I think Galva, she's been catching her breath a bit. But, like, you know, she hears someone talking and she looks over and she double takes and stumbles. Like, I feel like she was still pushing herself up and she almost falls backwards. Like, um, I'm trying to think of a good reference for the po- You You get the idea. She's, like, yeah, already, like, kind of... Backing up. And she's like, Admiral Derecho, what are you doing here? He puffs his chest out. He kind of has his hands clasped behind his back. He says... I received an interesting communication. I thought I'd come and check it out personally. All right. Wow, he got here fast. It's been, what, like 30 minutes since I sent that email? Yeah. He was in the area. God damn. I mean, you do have ships that are capable of faster than light travel. Okay, that's fair. We are in outer space. <laughs> 30 minutes, though. Jeez, that's wild. It's a long 30 minutes. There's other reasons why he was here, honestly. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Did he suspect Lucette he was being a little shit? Oh, he that's had Derecho. His... Okay. Yes. This is Admiral Derecho, the, the Electrum, Electrum Alloy. That's right. A bronze dragonborn who's also a lightning Big genasi. lizard. Gotcha. Big lizard. I like to think that Finch recognized this guy based off of Galva's description and was just like, okay, yeah. whatever. I still need to fix uh, these people. Uh, yeah. God, all right. Well, I might as well fix them before we die again. Yeah, yep. <laughs> so when you name him as Admiral Derecho, he bows, and his dragon tail kind of flops happily on the oh, ground. Oh, puppy dog. He's cute. Um, and he said, <laughs> <laughs> and he says, yes, well, like I said, I received an interesting missive that I felt that was necessary for me to address personally. Lo and behold, I find Felstar's Elias and his crew. Hey, how's it going? It's going well. Man, you've got bad timing, mate. Do I? I think I have pretty good timing, actually. Yeah, probably do. Not for me specifically, but you know. Well, so he doesn't really say more than well. He kind of moves around you, but he's staying close. Yeah. He's not turning his back on you. He's more like beside you as he's surveying the scene. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize that it got Jenna. Ayo was on top of an unconscious Lucenti. Yeah, as soon as Lucindy was tossed aside, Ao was chasing after it, about to just start laying into him over and over okay. on the ground. But my bad. Beat his unconscious body. Yeah. <laughs> so he looks around and says, "Huh. So this this is the Netherworlds. Huh. A little more ragtag than I thought it would be." Novagard, you really left the authority for this. At this point, Novagard, who Finch, you have been healing. Yes, Finch is crouched next to him, helping him sit up. Is stabilized, and yeah, so if you're helping him sit up, he's just like, well, uh, you know me, couldn't really, uh, couldn't really stand the atmosphere in the old, old garden, uh, well, you know me, I can't stand still for often. And Derecho says, that does sound like you. <sighs> what to do, what to do. And it's around that moment, that Lucenti starts laughing. Huh, I thought he was dead. He is severely wounded and just, but he is still barely clinging to consciousness. And he starts to push himself up a little bit. And he says, <laughs> uh, Admiral, I'm glad you're here. 
you see, we have Felstar's Elias and Novagard, Kimril Novagard, the Netherworlds. He did a great job capturing me. <laughs> I have to give him shit, sorry. No, it's fine. Actually, when you start laughing, Derecho starts laughing. He says, <laughs> huh. We are having fun. I see that. He did. Well, mm-hmm. at the very least, he lured you out, which is at least something. But. Mm-hmm. So he starts to walk over to Galva, Ao, and Lucenti, because you guys are kind of all in that little sort of cluster. Mm hmm. I am tailing him, for sure. Galva is crawling on her back away from, like, kind of pushing herself away, like, oh god, oh god. Hey, just- So, he bends over and extends a hand out to Lucenti, who shakily takes it. And Derecho helps him to his feet and says, seems you've been busy, Lucenti. He nods, you know, wounded, barely standing. And then Derecho says- I encountered something interesting on my way here. Twelve, well, they look like craters, but they're not naturally formed. They're a little too crisp, too magical in nature. Any idea what that's about, Lucenti? And Lucenti turns, and you can tell he's trying to figure out a way to spin this. Over by Novogard, Finch is just drinking in the schadenfreude. Honestly, yeah. Lucenti appears to about to say something, and Derecho holds a hand up to just stop him. He says, no, I don't want your usual spin. I don't want your usual charismatic attempts to shirk blame. I don't want any of that. Because I know the truth, Lucenti. I'm not pleased. Lucenti, for the first time, looks panicked. His mouth goes dry as he tries to find the words to to find a way back onto Derecho's good side. And he says, finally, just as the last vestiges of decorum leave him, he says, I know I was wrong, Admiral, but look, Novagard, Felstar's Elias, his crew, they're all here. You could just, we could be done with this. I don't need the accolades. Just, we could end this now. And Derecho takes a step away, and you hear what sounds like a low hum. Mm-hmm. Bees. No, it's not bees. <laughs> <laughs> it's electricity. It is de- decidedly electrical in nature. Ah. As his gullet starts to swell and pulse. Ooh. And he whips around and unleashes... A lightning breath attack so potent that all that remains of Lucenti is a crackling, charred mess. Okay, that's good. And with that, he raises a hand and thumbs his long mouth and says, You're right, Lucenti. It's over. We're done here. The rest of you, get to the Valorous Horde. The other Adamantine Authority soldiers that are still up salute, they start to pick up their wounded and they wordlessly leave. Leaving you with what remains of the Netherworld Militia with the Electrum Alloy, Caldus Derecho. He looks at you all and says, well, it's been fun, everybody, but I really must get back to work. 
Oh, I'm not even going to stay for her coffee? That's a shame. No, no. I, would you like me to stay? No, you can go. That's, <laughs> I'm just saying. Come in. Turn a guy into ashes. Just beat feet. That's fine. He looks at you and he says, Before I forget, uh, there is one thing. My former captain had a bit of technology that wasn't his to have. Something that looks similar to, and he is going to very carefully with a clawed finger trace your necks, Elias. And he says, you wouldn't happen to know what happened to that, would you? Actually, I didn't see because it was pretty far away. That's all right. I actually have no idea. I think Delias did not actually see. Breaker Ao, Magnus Galva, Death Song Finch. How about the three of you? Real quick. Mm-hmm. So, Atticard, we identified this dude as, like, one of the ones who might listen to us, right? Uh, yes. Okay. It's possible. Again, you don't really know. It, it could go either way. He's a bit on, on the edge. He's a wild card. He's a little bit of a wild card, yes. Yeah, so it, it takes a moment, thinks it's over. Like, on one hand, maybe not the best idea to give this back to the authority. On the other, if she does do this, it might win them points. Hmm. And on the other, other hand... Ah, three hands. Do they really want two devices that could cause black holes on the ship? <laughs> really good That point. is a fair point. Actually... That was a... Yeah. 19 self-control roll. Oh, <laughs> oh nice! Good girl. Okay, okay. So, A will uh, produce the shackle thing again. So, he will step forward and hold a clawed hand out to you. Yeah, careful. It's a little dangerous if it breaks. Yeah, a little bit. So you hand it over? Yes, I hand it over. Okay. In response to that, he says, Oh, don't worry. They're only dangerous when they're synced to somebody. And with that, <sighs> he breaks it. Oh, God! Nothing happens. Yeah, Ayo does, like, <gasps> visibly flinch as he breaks. <laughs> so does Elias, like, twice. He's like, oh, oh shit! When Fuck he sees you, you guys flinch, <laughs> he just goes, ha ha ha! Oh, I got you, didn't I? <laughs> you fucking did! <laughs> Bitch, I got one of those on my neck! Oh, no, Fuck you! I, I know. Finch just looks depressed. Like, oh... He wanted us to die? Or he, they wanted us to die? No, they, they wanted to study it. It's okay, I have one. They they were hoping they might be able to learn something about that thing that, you know, since it wasn't on Zelias' neck, but oh well. At this point... Everything up to this point was already freaking Galva out. I think at this point she looks like she just lost like a decade off her Oh, life. sweetheart. <laughs> like, Aww. holy shit. Cole has made his way over to Galva and is clinging to her. <laughs> and he says, relax. Everything's fine. Well, I mean, yeah, no black hole. Well, that, but <sighs> for what it's worth, you've all done me a service. You cleaned up my former captain's mess. So for that, I actually owe you a debt. Yeah. Which is why I'm going to pretend I didn't see you all here today. It's appreciated. But make no mistake, Felstar's Elias, when we cross swords on the battlefield in the future, I greatly look forward to that. You know, I can get behind that. <laughs> Give me time to take a nap. I'd rather you get in front of it. I don't think I want to. <laughs> I've seen what you can do. Oh, you've only seen... A little bit. A small bit. A little sure. bit. Sure. Puke and electricity, that's fun. I wouldn't want to give away the surprise. Oh, I would hate this to fucking be spoiled for... Well, I'm sure when we meet 
once more. You'll have picked up a few tricks yourself, and then it'll be a little bit more sporting. Yeah, you know, fair enough. This isn't fun. Well, Look no, at I've you. got two spell slots left, and they're only first level. Joking. Exactly. You barely have any magic left. You're all tapped out, I can tell. Oh, you're paying attention. That's great. I can feel it. I thought you were leaving. Finch has their face <laughs> in their hands. Like, oh my god, Elias, please <laughs> shut up. I know. <laughs> I know. You're just a bastion of hospitality, aren't you, Fellstars Elias? No. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate the honesty. He claps you on the back a little too <laughs> hard. <laughs> oh, my Very well. Until... Until next time, sure. Stars Elias. Have a good one. I'm looking forward to it. Thanks for melting that guy. That's oh, real cool. That's right. I I should clean up my own mess. And as he um, wanders by, he picks up Lucenti with his tail. Oh God! And just drags him after him. All right, that's fine. Real normal. Love that. And he he sort of waggles his fingers and waves over his shoulder, mm-hmm. and he just says, "Toodaloo." I'm glad he did. And he leaves. <sighs> Everyone heaves a very, <laughs> very big sigh of relief. Yes. That, I think I peed a little. That, that was Admiral Derecho. Sure was. Uh, nice just, guy. He just, he just left. He just grabbed the dead body and took off, eh? Yeah. yeah. I'm all right with that. I'm going to take what victories I can at this point. Agreed. Excuse me while I pass on the floor now. No, honey. Uh, Funk. Sounds... Nova Guard chimes in, not before me, you're not. <laughs> Don't pass out. They both jump to the floor. <laughs> oh, God. I need to go let Moot know we're okay. So, before that, we'll jump to that in a second. Yeah, but, uh, no, you're fine. So, Galvin, now that you are, are with Cole, uh-huh. you'll notice that his, his little freckles are, are glowing like embers, and his hair has a sort of smoky dull red hue, and his hands have that sort of cracked, glowing fissure quality to it, like when, when magma is, like, drying. Neat. I think, given everything that happens, it actually takes her a moment to really, like, look over and evaluate Cole and take in these details, and, like, she does yet another double take, um, and she's like, Cole, Cole are, are you... Did, did you... Don't, don't say, don't say Genasi Puberty, please. Please, I just, I just kind of fought in a mini war here. I kind of just want to look a little cool. <laughs> she cuts him off by pulling him into, like, a very big hug. He is going to hug back. No. Okay. So, Zelias, uh, you're going to head out and make a call to Moot, huh? That is correct. Okay. As you step out into the sort of the basin of the mine, High above, you see the Valorius Horde, which is a massive space cruiser. Big old boat. Yeah, it is just hovering ominously in the sky overhead. All right, that's fine. Okay, I see. Okay, I'm just, I'm letting you, this is your first time you're seeing one of the Alloy Admiral class ships. Oh, yeah, I'm very impressed, Ant. Okay. (laughs) Sorry. I think he's a little too just overwhelmed by every single thing (laughs) that has happened in this one single day. That's where he sees the ship. He's very impressed by the size, the girth of the ship. Oh, you had to say girth, didn't you? (laughs) The girthy girth ship. But he's also just fucking done. (laughs) And he just wants to call Moot. I mean, Moot. All right, so you call Moot. And finally, when he answers, he answers right away. Captain, 
Huh. Captain, are you- We're all right. Captain, are- is everyone all right? Uh, yeah, for the most part, we're fine. No no casualties on our side. I've been trying to reach you. There is an Admiral-class ship overhead. Yes, there sure is. I see it, uh, right now. They came in, the big lizard talked a bit, uh, and then he burned Lucinti up and then left. And- and you're all right? We're safe. We're fine. That- Makes absolutely no sense. He just wanted to come in and collect his stupid guy and um, chat a minute and then leave. I see. He was pissed at the guy because he made the Fellforged, I guess, after he told him not to. Uh, I imagine that ignoring a direct order would be enough to make him angry. It surely did. He was very mad. <laughs> oh, God. Are, <sighs> but you are all right, Captain? Yes. Yeah, we're fine. You, you have an elevated heart rate. You seem very... Out of sorts. Uh, it's been a lot. It's just a busy day. I see. And we did just see one of those guys. The alloy just rolled in and was like, hey, what's up? I got a big cock. And then he left. He didn't admit to talk about his cock. Don't worry. Uh, that, I'm just me. That's me saying things. I'm not sure why he would brag about his when chicken. I am anxious, I just run my fucking mouth like a psycho. <sighs> How are you? <laughs> <laughs> Relieved. Good, good. Uh, I think we all are a bit relieved down here. Good talk. <laughs> yes, I do not have much more to say. I am glad I that you're all right. Yeah, I imagine we'll be back pretty soon. Please take your time. No, not too much time, but, you know, enough. Very well, Captain. All right, I'm gonna go back to the crew. As you move to head inside... Bye. The engines of the Valorious Horde roar to life. Ah. And... It starts to leave. And there he goes. It starts to exit the atmosphere of Brionis. Didn't blow us up? I'd call that a win. It blows up the planet. Fuck! <laughs> 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 That's good. All right, everybody. You you survived. We did it! So, I'm going to go ahead and say right now, you all level up. Yay! Woo! Yay! Level eight, baby! So. Ability score improvement. So. You guys now have kind of free reign of the complex. You are no longer in danger of being attacked. Rosalys and, and Novagard have been stabilized, thanks to Finch. Mm-hmm. And at this point now, whoever's left, which they did unfortunately lose a number of people. However, they're not completely without manpower. That's good. They are managing to triage the wounded and take stock. Novagard is set up in the med bay because... Despite the fact being wounded, he still needs to take command. Yep. Sure. But you guys have, have kind of free reign to do whatever you'd like. You can speak with whoever you like. You can do whatever you want. I imagine we help with um, just stuff, like right after yeah. the thing happens. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Galva is, I'm going to say, she's looking like she should probably go to the med bay. She is still, um, yeah. she is still brushing yeah. off those concerns and like trying to help out other people. I think Cole is insisting that you go to the med bay. Yeah, Finch is also insisting that she go to the med bay. I think I... we all are. Go the fuck to sleep. Captain ordered. Roll pers Oh, take a damn it. The captain ordered. <laughs> Captain's orders, motherfucker. <laughs> oh. <laughs> all right, she goes to the med bay. <laughs> yeah. Finch lives here for the time being. Yeah. Um. But I think. I mean, if you guys are all in the med bay, and so is Novagard. Yeah. Novagard is going to be the first to say. Well. You really came to our rescue. 
I imagine you're you were successful in your mission. Uh, what was that? Oh, uh, we were yeah. blown up. Oh, a the building. building is gone. Yes, the building is definitely gone. Actually, one of those uh black hole necklaces went off in it and took most of the fucking thing out with it. So, um, mission accomplished. We did set the last bomb as well, just to be oh yeah thorough. Oh. Got a little touch and go there at the end. Great. Did you happen to find out anything about the Felforge? Yes. Um, we found a lot of things. We didn't have time to go through it all, but um, we can give it to your people and they can disseminate the information. That would be for the best. I uh, I imagine that there'll be a heightened authority presence here in Olor for, especially on Briones, for a while. You might need to move out of your crater. Uh, don't worry about that. We've got a couple of other bases scattered around, but... Uh, yeah, all right. So long as you say so. We'll, uh, we'll be on the move once we're able to sort of take stock and figure out who we lost. I imagine you folks can't stay too long. Nah, probably not. Well, all the same, we owe you a great debt. Ah. You did a great thing today. We sure did do something. Things happened, for sure. Things did happen. Lots of events took place in the span of 24 hours or so. <laughs> and I think Cole says, oh, I guess you're going to be bringing me home, huh? Well, what do you want to do? That's up to Galva, I think. All eyes turn to Galva. Yeah, Cole's looking at Galva. Oh God, she's on the spot. Um, Sorry, buddy. No. Show us that great charisma. Yeah. She definitely is like, there's definitely a little bit of panic in her expression. Like, oh God, you're putting me on the spot here. I think Finch will see that and, and maybe offer a, a helping hand. Well, um, with Lucenti out of the picture, maybe not? It takes her a moment. It does take her a moment. Like, she's still trying to mm -hmm. settle her feelings enough to find words. Mm -hmm. And she says, well, I did say one of the reasons I was worried about you is because who joined the Hadamantine Authority while you were unawakened, and guess that really isn't an issue anymore, is it? Oh, uh, yeah, I, I guess, I mean, I, I guess I'm a paragenasi like you, sis. Magma suits you. He holds up a hand, and yeah, he can kind of turn up the heat a little bit. He's a sparky boy. And, uh, <laughs> He's a sparky boy. Boy, a little toasty boy. <laughs> so, for the uninitiated, the paragenasi between earth and fire is the magma or explosion genasi. Explosion <laughs> yeah. boy, a good explode boy. He's a volcano boy. He's Bakugo. I think she's like, honestly, that's actually about what I would have guessed it was going to be. Coldstone bombastus lithos. Why would you? <laughs> really? Galva, that was cruel. That was amazing. Are you kidding me? She kind of messes his hair because, you know, she has to. She's the older sister. This kid's got the coolest name ever. Wait, what? Bombastus? That's the fucking coolest middle name I think I've ever heard in my no, life. No, no, Coldstone Bombastus Lithos. That's the dumbest name ever. My mom named Are you a fucking. Shut up. No, that's an awesome name. Own it. <sighs> Be bombastic! Earn it! Well, so at this point, those ember freckles start to glow very brightly, like he's blushing. Aww, he's so cute. And they're him. basically crackling now. Your face does cool shit. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> That's Elias. 
He's such a fucking nerd for this well, shit. All right, fine. I, I guess it's an all right name. It's at least an appropriate name. It would have been dumb if I didn't awaken to a paragenasi bombastus. Would have just made no sense. But I guess my mom was right about it. Whatever. It's a fine. perfectly fitting name, and it suits you well. And I mean, uh, all right. It is full of Syndra's love. Yeah, I guess. All right, fine. I guess I don't hate it so much anymore now that I, I've finally wakened. But, all right, so, I mean, if I'm not going to go with you guys, like, I don't know what I should do. Like, if Lucenti and me not awakening were, like, the caveats, I mean, I've been gone for a couple of days now, and I feel like if I go back, they're just going to be suspicious of me. I think you got kidnapped by pirates and had no choice. Hmm. Novagard chimes in and says, well, I might be able to help you out a little bit with that, lad. You see, what Zelaya said uh, could track. Mm-hmm. You know, you're kidnapped by pirates and, uh, you know, they were in league with the Netherworlds, the scary Netherworlds. Well, uh, if you were to head back to Fort Olor with some information, some, you know, useless information, really, but to them, anything is... Of gold, well, you'd practically be a hero, lad. And not only that, I've still got some connections in the authority. Some good people that, uh, if I told them a, one Coldstone Bombastus Lithos was an up-and-coming officer, well, they'd take special interest in you and they'd look out for you. And Cole looks between all of you and he says, I, but I mean, you came all this way and... and Listen, I'll talk to our parents. I mean, and she kind of sits back a bit and she's like, honestly, I don't think it's going to be hard to convince them. If if I know anything about Syndra, I think if she was really worried about you, she would have found a way to come out here herself. Very briefly, Galva gets a thousand yard stare. He also mirrors that stare. I think it was probably more that Dad's worried about you, and that just means that I'll have Syndra helping me convince him that this is going to be okay, that no one should stay home forever. He looks a little emotional, and he actually looks to each one of you in turn, if you want to say anything to him. Oh, oh, you know what would help? What? what? We sent him a picture. Get your gun. Let's do a really good pose. <laughs> uh, you mean send mom and dad a picture? Yes. Um. All right. Uh, yeah. Hold on. So he he unholsters his gun, and he just very kind of awkwardly stands next to Galva in a very sort of like robotic, like here I am with my gun pose. You know, what? He hang does, on. He let doesn't... me let me pose you. Hang on. Just just uh, stay there. What? Okay. And I want to roll performance to help him pose good. Okay, <laughs> roll performance. Okay. Nice. Okay, my performance is plus four, so that is a 21. You know, I think you get him into like a Charlie's Angels pose. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> With his gun. I'm smiling so stiff, make it look natural. Uh, Someone tell is, a joke. This is natural. <laughs> You're cute. Come All right, on. take the Do, photo. I will shoot you. Do not call me cute. Precious! He shoots you. Ah! 
Ah, I'm immune to magic it's magic. Missile. Yeah, he shoots you with magic missile and it does nothing. It bounces off my chest. Ao did take a picture like right at the end, but she's also now recording the conversation. <laughs> okay. Including the shot. Nice. So yeah, he he shoots you with magic missile. It does nothing. He's like, what? What the hell? I'm Captain Elias Van Tarland. Magic missiles cannot hurt me. No, no. I, I'm calling bullshit. No. <laughs> what do you have? That's uh, a brooch. Brooch? I don't know how to pronounce it. Brooch, I think. Okay, so you have an item that protects you from what? Magic missiles? Yeah, and, you know, force damage in general. Okay, how about acid damage? Are you immune to acid damage? Yes! Don't throw (laughs) acid on me. You'll just waste it. I don't think you're immune to acid. Alright, I'm going to take some notes. Hold on. Alright, so you're not immune to acid damage. Alright, you. And, uh, alright. No, because the next time I'm going to have a different weapon. Uh huh. To shoot me with? Yes, y- yes. Because you're gonna keep putting my sister in danger. I'm a nice boy. I don't do that. Honestly, I do though. But because she feels like it, not because I told her to. Yeah, I know. That's just how she is. I know. But you're gonna keep doing stupid things. That's gonna make her want to protect you. Okay. That's what I'm mad about. I know you didn't kidnap her, and you're not making her do things. Then why are you mad? Because you're still doing a stupid thing, and I guess I don't want you to die. That's sweet of you. No, it's not. I want to kill you. That's fair. You know what? Hold that in your heart forever and then you'll never die. Because I'll never die. How does that work? I don't want to live forever. I just... (laughs) I just want to be the one that captures you. Why? Because you're a pirate. Everybody has to have goals, Captain. Yeah, but this is a stupid one. Why? You're a stupid one. I mean, fair. Can I ask everyone to roll perception? Yes. Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. gonna do that. Even cold? Yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs> uh, I got a 16 perception. I got a 12. He is absolutely incensed with Elias, and he just... 18. Hilarious. I rolled a 17. I'm using deception for this, um, and I hit a 15. She's kind of, like, leaning back a little bit, trying to be a little bit out of view right now. Uh-huh. Uh, she's smiling. Aww. Aww. My girl. This is... The first time you've seen her do this sort of like, it's a warm, serene smile. Yeah, just a warm, serene smile. Aww. So I'm just going to assume Zelias and Cole argue for like another 15 minutes. Because <laughs> sure. Zelias is 100% doing it for fun. Yeah, and I mean, Cole is kind of doing it for fun, but also kind of meaning it. I think it probably won't get to the 15 minute mark. Finch will kick them out of the med bay much sooner. Oh, <laughs> fair. Okay, well, then, then they, oh, you know what? So they'll argue as they're leaving. Still. Okay. Sure. They'll argue outside, and Zelias will tell them to come get food with them or something. They'll go eat and argue at the same time. Yes. This is bonding. This is bonding. It is bonding. Good. We're all family now. So. Before I move things along, mm-hmm. is there anything that you guys would like to do? So just to kind of give you an idea, after this, you're going to be leaving Brionis. So yes, if you right. have anything you want to do with Cole, anything you want to do with Novagard, anything you want to do with Rosalys. I think I definitely want to talk to Novagard at some point. Just I right. definitely need to talk to Cole at some point. You don't yeah. need to leave right this second. You have at sure. least till like tomorrow evening okay. to get out of Dodge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Derecho's turning his back for only so long. Right, well, yeah, Finch isn't going to stay um, in the copper mine tonight. They will be heading back up to sleep on the Reliable. Okay. Because they're also worried about Moon. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you can absolutely stay on the Reliable. There are some engineers that are going to help fix up 
the damage that the reliable took. Uh-huh. You didn't. You you took enough. So I mean, they'll be able to do a pass job. Sure. You're definitely going to want to go somewhere to really get it tuned up. Uh, yeah, we're not going to be able to get that upgrade that they were going to give us. We might be able to pick that up later. Like, yeah, now I'm get kid- a different location. I am joking. I'm not that concerned about it. Oh, okay. We'll discuss a little bit of what we have in mind in a little bit. Okay. I want to get some stuff out of the way. Honestly, I think probably Zalias would probably also stay the night on the ship as well. Just because I love Moot. Okay. Yeah, you guys, you can stay on the ship. You can stay. I mean, if you want to show Cole around the ship, you can. Oh, yeah. He hasn't seen it. You know what? Yes, because I was otherwise going to have Galva stay with him down in in the mines. But no, I absolutely want him to come see the ship. Okay. In fact, she's going to be really a little excited about it because she thinks ships are cool and she's really excited to show him <laughs> their cool ship. Yeah. Right. Okay. So do you guys want to just jump to that? Maybe all four of you are taking Cole aboard? Yeah, sure. That works. Yeah, let's That'll do work. it. I don't really have anything to say to Novagard or Rosalys. I mean, Finch will thank Rosalys for all of her amazing hospitality and coffee. Wish her luck in her future endeavors. Yes. Uh, so she does have a large, because, you know, they, they have to buy supplies in bulk. There is a large burlap sack of the beans that she used for the brew. <gasps> she is giving that to you guys. Nice. Uh, Rosalys knows that you guys are going to need it. Rosalys is a saint. <laughs> the real reward after this arc. <laughs> so you you guys have a large burlap sack of just fresh, fresh coffee beans. I'm okay with this. I think I'll talk to Novagard after we're done with Cole showing him the ship. Okay. Like, it'll be one of the last things we do before we, like, depart. Before you bounce? I don't have anything specific in mind to talk to him about, but I feel like just as the guy in charge here, I should talk to the guy in charge there. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Captain to captain. All right. Captain to commander. Commander. Boss to boss. Because we had a nice chat earlier, and I want to just follow up with that. Sounds good. So, you guys board the Reliable. And uh, Moot is not around because you guys have told Moot in the past, if anyone stays on board, like, obviously don't make yourself known. Yeah, I think Finch will leave the tour to Galva, mm-hmm. and they will slip uh-huh. into the med bay. Um, and maybe we can do two concurrent scenes, I don't know. But they absolutely yeah. need to check up on Moot more thoroughly than they were able to. All right, let's 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 do this first, then. Oh, okay. So, Finch, you're going to head to the med bay? Yep. They head to the med bay, I think, for effect they'll lock the door uh-huh moot are you are you there you only hear a voice okay yes doctor what can i do for you how are you feeling i am relieved that we're all not dead good um how are you physically a hologram yes um you were very rough when we left. Um, has that resolved, or are you still experiencing difficulties? There's a pause before he speaks, and he says, I believe I will be well enough for when we leave Brionis. All right. Um, well, now that we have a moment, I didn't know what to do when you were collapsed on the floor. Did, when I cast kill wounds on you, something happened? Did it? help at all? It was a strange sensation. I felt, I suppose the best term is relief. It is hard to describe. It did provide some comfort. Interesting. I'm very glad that that helped um, for what it was worth. And 
do you think you'll be able to take off and do the usual mobile thing once we're ready to leave? Yes. The Netherworld militia is seeing to some of my repairs. All right. Doctor? Yes, Moot? Are you all right? That's always such a difficult question to answer honestly anymore. Yes, imagine how I felt when you asked it to me. <laughs> you know, overall, yes, I'm alive. Um, I have all of my limbs and extremities. I see that. Yes. Um, emotionally, going to take some work. I think I just need a little bit of distance and a lot of rest. Oh. Would you prefer it if I left you alone, Doctor? Oh, no. Um, I'm fine for right now. Once I actually turn in to sleep, then I would like some alone time, yes. But um, right now, you are welcome to stay with me. Very well. I will stay here. It appears that the Captain and Galva and Ao are showing somebody around. Yes, that's Galva's little brother, Cole. Oh. I do not see the resemblance. <laughs> They don't look much alike, do they? No, they do not. Well, that happens sometimes with siblings. I see. Genetics are a complicated soup. So, Moot says, You have a sibling as well, don't you, Dr. Okafor? Yes, um, we're not actually genetically related at all. Oh, I see. I was wondering if you looked like them as well. Well, yes, I look a lot like my sister because I sort of modeled my appearance after her. I see. I wonder if one day I will be able to model my own appearance. I wonder that as well. It has changed since we first met. Yes. Seems likely to keep doing so. It appears a lot of things have changed since we first met. Truer words were never spoken. Would you like to change your appearance? I do not know. Right, that's fair enough. Perhaps we could start with maybe some paint on the hull. Oh, you're talking about the reliable. Well, um, <laughs> I suppose if, um, if you would like to get a paint job, we could talk to the captain about it. Maybe that would be nice. I would like to, how they say, treat yourself. <laughs> you absolutely deserve to do that. All right, it's a plan. Um, once we have... Had a chance to rest and recover, we'll bring it up with the captain. Oh, good. I will start thinking of colors that I would like to be painted in. Would you like any suggestions? Yes. I am unfamiliar with colors. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, you, you know what they are, right? I understand the concept. Hmm. Sounds like it could be a little more involved than I was first thinking. Not a problem. Um. I can help you with that as well. I look forward to it, Doctor. I'm looking forward to it also. Finch says, thinking back to the time where Moot rolled like a three on nature and started mistaking plants for dogs and Finch had to spend like <laughs> two hours talking to them, like helping them. I don't even fucking know what they were doing. <laughs> that was a time. But Finch loves Moot and they will help yes. him. All right. So meanwhile... Meanwhile, yes. <laughs> so I think, actually, when Finch goes to the, the med bay and locks themselves in, Cole is like, is everything all right with Dr. Okafor? They locked themselves in the med bay. 
yeah, they're they're they basically live there. Sometimes it is the most important room to their job on the ship. They're probably just taking stock. It's their safe space. Maybe getting some more potions for us since we um we used a lot. Yeah, of- since you keep getting hurt. <laughs> well, he says disapprovingly, but at the same time, like he knows he can't really do anything about it. I mean, that's my role, unfortunately. Well, honestly, not even unfortunately. So, this is your ship, huh? Yeah. This is the reliable. He doesn't, he doesn't, I don't mean to move on, but also he's like trying not to, because he knows that she's going to defend everything yeah. about getting hurt. And, and frankly, he, he doesn't like hearing <laughs> that she likes to get hurt or chooses to. Yeah, no. Because he cares. Mm-hmm. So he's just moving on. She is proud to be a tank. Yeah. But anyway. So this is your ship, huh? Yes. Yes, this is the Reliable. Why is it called the Reliable? Well, that was the Doctor's suggestion, actually. Huh. Not a very piratey name. Believe it or not, we found it abandoned at Event Horizons when we escaped. Did the ship commit a crime, too? (laughs) (laughs) Well... You know, technically, if... Tess! <laughs> what are you... What? Listen. From a wiener. They weren't doing anything with it. It's fine. Let's take a look around. Uh, I have a lot of questions. And honestly, so do I. I still do not know why they abandoned... Honestly, this is not even just a perfectly good ship. It's a incredibly good ship. I was stunned when I first saw it. I know a lot of ship models, and this is something else, I think. It it does. I mean, I remember all the model ships you used to build. This is really, just from the outside, it doesn't even look like a shitty ship I've ever seen. Look, hey, come on. Come to the bridge. I want to show you. The controls are uh, unlike any I've seen on any other ship. Okay. All right. Yeah, show me. And yeah, she leads him to the bridge. Captain and Ao, you are free to tag along unless you want to chat amongst yourselves. It's probably with them. I just don't really have anything to say at this yeah, sure. exact second. I'm just watching the siblings have a lovely mm-hmm. moment together. Yeah. I'm going because I'm the captain. It's my goddamn ship. <laughs> <laughs> Making sure this kid doesn't um sit in my fucking chair. Yeah. No, I'm just sitting in the chair. He can sit in my chair. That's fine. Mm-hmm. He's allowed. Wow. I'm not captaining You've right really now. You've really matured, Elias. Hey, suck my dick. <laughs> like Zelice has never had a problem with someone sitting in his yeah, chair. Not really, no. Just when it's time to kill, it's it's his chair. Yeah, that's his killing chair. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. So, uh, I mean, he looks around at the at the relatively smooth console and he says, um, where are the controls? Right here. And Galva demonstrates putting her hands into the console. The console sphincter opens up. <laughs> yeah, I think when you do that, Cole looks like incredibly put off and he says uh so okay so a a a a hole formed Mm -hmm. and you just put your fist in what she ain't ever fisted a ship before i really wish you never said that ever 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 (laughs) ever ever i don't like that i don't like this Why would you, why would you, if I, okay, if a ship opened a hole to me, I wouldn't shove my hand in it. What? You put something else in there? Is that what you're saying? (laughs) Oh my God. What did you say? You didn't hear me. You, you, it just, 
wow, I was I don't know why the words didn't hit me until just now. Uh, he just <laughs> stares at you, mouth hanging open. Like, no, I wouldn't stick anything in. Do you have any any self-preservation skills whatsoever? Well, you're asking me that? Fuck no. Well, actually, more so than I used to. Here's the thing. These controls basically act as every possible function on the ship. Um, I can... That doesn't make any sense. Who would design... This, this ship designed... I... This is like pure science fiction. Cole, it gets... It's... Pure science fiction, God, Cole. <laughs> Have you met where we are? Says the magic space boy. <laughs> which, which should clue you in as to how ridiculous the ship is. Yeah, I know, right? On top of that, it has a way of tapping into our own individual powers. Um, what? For example... No, what? So, you know how your gun <laughs> shoots magic? Yeah. So can these guns. Any spell that the captain chooses to fire off them, or the doctor. I once shot a fireball so big it blew up an entire space station. Okay, I absolutely, you know, I, (laughs) all right, I kind of want to change my mind. I want to come along with you so I can take this thing apart and figure out how it works. No, you're not allowed to do that. But, okay, how do you guys know you're not, I don't know, piloting around some crazy, secret, dangerous weapon? We could be, but I think that's pretty cool. That... Okay, dangerous. Asking the wrong question. Dangerous mate. weapon that is potentially dangerous to you guys. All right, if you, if it is tapping, that's into- just describing me though. Like, okay, I'm a dangerous weapon who's dangerous to myself. Haha, <laughs> sounds cool that way. <sighs> Galva, yes, big sis, please, <laughs> please, you have to. All right, we need to figure out how the ship works. It could be doing something. Okay, you know how warlocks have like patron deities that may not absolutely, you know, have their best interest in mind. Because this is giving me kind of big warlock vibes. Our ship's a warlock. That's great. I, no, it's not. I, I think he meant that we're the warlocks oh, that made. We're a the warlocks with our ship, and the ship is our well, deity. Yes, ah, that. I'm okay well, with that. See, I can debunk that. Uh, okay. I can't cast Elder's Blast. Um. <laughs> okay. Okay. But you still cast a fireball. Through the ship's guns. A big one. I, it, the size doesn't matter. Oh, it always matters. Oh. Don't let no one tell you I'm otherwise. I'm not ever talking to you again. <laughs> cool. I changed my mind. I don't want to be on this ship, but I still want to take it apart. Well, well, you can't, though. How about this? Whenever we meet up, I'll tell you more about what I've learned working on this ship. Okay, fine. And you said you found it in Event Horizons? Yeah. They just sort of abandon it there, I guess. It's a crime ship. It's some kind of okay, crime ship, yeah. The, we don't know what it, that means. I don't think they it, can arrest a ship, though. Or Well, if, if hmm. this thing exists anywhere, it has to have some type of registration, some previous owner, something. I Maybe I could dig up some records. That's That would be great, actually. If, if, I mean, if I work hard enough and I get to Log Earth, like I hope, I'm sure they'll have some information there. Maybe. But at the very least, I could poke around and see. We don't know what the ship used to be called, though. Yeah, but, I mean, look at it. It's unique enough. That's true. Yeah. And honestly, any type of ship that was found in Event Horizons, there has to be some type of paper trail. You know what? Probably. There's actually a lot of things that we're trying to research. We... 
we actually at one point were considering breaking into log earth but um we decided because oh no 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 yeah that's no no i mean oh, no you would have died you all would have died yeah, i'm not that bold yeah we decided there were probably better options for yeah there's a lot yeah that's a I mean, there's a reason why the Ether Council and the Authority have such a, a massive presence there. Mm. Well, I don't even—I don't think I've ever heard of a pirate crew ever even attempt it. Yeah, because we didn't. I don't want to be the first, to be honest. Shocker, I know. Yeah. Yeah, actually. <laughs> well, All right. Um, if you, sorry, when you make it there, would you help us? look some things up so that we don't have to consider anything that crazy? Yeah, uh, I mean, it's probably going to take a lot of time, but uh, in the meantime, I can at least try and leverage whatever resources I can, if, especially if mm -hmm. Commander Novogard says that he's going to have some people keeping an eye on me, yeah. you know. I don't think it's going to take as long as you think. I mean, you already made it through recruitment, for the adamantine authority without having awakened to any sort of element i think you can make it in no time flat well i wouldn't be surprised if lucenti greased a couple of palms but well yeah i i'm i'm still gonna give it my all hey sis yeah are you really okay with me doing this i mean i'm i'm a bit worried i won't lie I'm sure you also know the feeling. She says, like, looking around at the room and at all the concerns he just expressed. Yeah. They're just floating in the air. <laughs> um, <laughs> there they are. But, and she turns and she's like, you know, it's weird. This is, this is actually some advice that Pat Lucenti told me the first time he met me. Um... The very first time we ever spoke, it was actually talking about, um, about ships. And he asked me something interesting. He said that there was one single way that you could keep a ship perfectly safe and make sure that it never blows up or even gets damaged, that it just will always be in ship-shape condition. And he asked me if I knew what it was. And I admitted that I didn't. And he said that the only way that ships never get damaged is if they never leave the ground. So he crosses his arms in thought and says, I really wish that advice didn't come from a bastard like him, but I yeah. hate to admit that it makes sense. Yeah, I really hate it too. That... He was a lot of things, but he wasn't stupid. No, he wasn't. But, listen, if you ever feel like you are in over your head or something comes up that you need someone willing to work outside the law to come and help you, we'll be in touch. I'll always be a call away. Maybe a few calls, depending on... Um, we, we have a friend who does things um but <laughs> but but you <laughs> but you get what i mean we will drop everything and come to your rescue but you can let me know when that is so he looks around and he says ship has a communications hub right it does yes 
Could you could you show it to me? Sure, I say, wondering <laughs> just how this actually applies to the ship itself. I mean, it's yeah, I don't know. Moot generally handles those the operations, but Moot's been listening in. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So for the sake of preserving his disguise, mm-hmm. if Galva heads over to a console, then yes, he will bring up a, like a communications hub. Yes. And Cole will head over and start to mess with a number of frequencies. And when he's done, he has one on there that literally just says Coldstone. Mm-hmm. And he holds up that communicator that he built, that he gave you the other one to. Mm-hmm. He says, I'm assuming as long as you're within range, this should work. But I don't know how far the, how the broadcasting range on this ship is. I imagine it's going to be far considering how advanced it is. But at the very least, if you want to get a hold of me, or if I really need to get a hold of you directly, this should be secure. All right. Oh, you have your own radio station? Fancy. Yeah, it's uh, something I kind of messed around with during basic training. Welcome to CULE in the morning. He laughs. He's like, I guess it's kind of funny that I came up with a pirate radio station and it's linked to you guys. Ha ha ha, I see the funny (laughs) that happened here. That's good. (laughs) Galva crosses her arm. She kind of like turns a bit, crosses her arms, leans back. You know, I wonder. So we have a contact who has a lot of resources in terms of um, communications. Some a little more um, low tech than others. Yeah. I wonder if we could build some sort of system that would, something that would help us all talk a little easier. Hmm. Oh. I mean, yeah, I could probably set something up. One of a couple projects, I guess. I'm, yeah, I mean, I'll be, I could probably look into it. I'll probably be busy, but yeah. I was hoping to get you in touch with him anyway, so that, um, let's be honest, if you're going to be changing the adamantine authority into something that actually resembles what it's supposed to be, you're probably going to need a lot of help outside of it. Yeah, I, there's one thing I've learned I don't. I definitely can't do it on my own, but... But we can't do it without you. At the very least, I know that there's people out there that I could turn to for help. Trying to think if there's anything else on the ship that I want to show him, because I think this is a good scene. Yeah, I think that, honestly, I think Mm -hmm. that's a good way to to wrap that up. We have to put the poor kid in fucking touch with Reese. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, He is going uh, to hate Reese. (laughs) I'm delighted. (laughs) We'll show Cole the med bay yeah. once it's open. Yeah, Finch will unlock it once they're done talking to Moot. We'll show him the kitchen, show him the engine room. Sure. Not show him the secret room. The toilet. So, uh, so yeah, uh, at this point, the sun has set. People are kind of hunkering down for the night after a very long, grueling day. And Novogard is still nursing his wounds in the med bay, if you're looking for him. Elias. Oh yeah, sure. I do that. Okay. I look for him. Yeah, you you head into the med bay, and he's currently sitting up at a uh, sort of a makeshift desk. The command room and briefing room, unfortunately, were pretty damaged in the uh, in the fighting. Fine. So he's kind of got like a makeshift desk where he's going through some paperwork. It looks like he's writing some letters. Uh huh. Likely writing personalized letters to the families of those who were lost Bummer. to inform them of their passing. Big oof, buddy. It's sort of an old guard thing to do, but he also has to do it kind of by, you know, quote unquote snail mail because uh, he doesn't want 
families of these people to be picked up by the authority. Yeah, that's understandable. Yeah, so that would suck ninety balls. Yeah. So he's he's working by dim light, but he's in the med bay. Okay. That's fine. I'm picturing him sitting up in a hospital bed with a little desk. Yeah, essentially. Like a little lap desk. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I can see that. Okay. Well I guess I'm like gonna peek in and see if he's awake and if he is. Uh he is. I'm gonna annoy the piss out of him for about twenty minutes. Good. Uh, <laughs> shut up. Not good. How does it feel, Dick? Fine. What? What do you mean? How does you it feel? You interrupt me constantly. Oh. <laughs> oh, I wasn't even paying attention to you. Oh, fuck you. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. Uh, okay. Uh, well, we've been friends entirely too long. <laughs> we really haven't. That's fine, though. I think no that's such okay. thing yeah. is too long. Sure. So he'll he'll peek his little head in. Mm-hmm. Is this like a, a single person room or is there like curtains there's curtains there are other people wounded they're low on space okay then i won't come in and yell real loud <laughs> <laughs> this time hey fuck face hey <laughs> you motherfucker how's it going consider it no okay yeah i guess he's peeking around the curtain he's he's currently writing oi he looks up hey hi <laughs> he looks confused it's it's me, Elias Van Sarlen. I you know. I I know who you are, lad. Okay, good. Damn, you ain't taking a break at all, are you? You ever slept like since you broke your body? Like <sighs> shit, I can't talk tonight. I lost all my spell slots. Fuck. I'll sleep when I'm dead. That well, that's not healthy. I uh, I'll be dead. Fair. I, I did not think it'll matter. That you know what you got a good point there. Uh, I think I'll properly enter the uh, air quotes room. Uh-huh. Pull the curtain closed. And pull up a little chair. Is there a little chair? I don't know. Yes, there's There's a little stool. I'm going to have a sit on this little stool. Oh, what, what brings you out my way? <sighs> I just wanted to check up on you, see how you're doing. Didn't look too great last time I saw you. Uh, well, uh, getting shot point blank does uh, not do wonders for the life, but uh, I survived. <laughs> sure doesn't. You surely really did. Damn good job. <laughs> Definitely thanks to Dr. Okafor. Oh, absolutely. I'd be dead a few times over by now if it weren't for them. Ah, you seem the sort. <laughs> hey. I mean, you're right, but hey. <laughs> he, um, he slides his little lap desk aside and shifts so that his, his legs are hanging off the side of the bed. And he says, so what can I do for you, Elias? Uh, well, I don't know there's a whole lot you can do for me. Looks like you're only doing all you can for your own guys. Yeah. It's my job. Sure. So, you were really going to put that thing on you, weren't you? Aye. Hm. I wasn't sure if uh, Lucente was going to be good to his word, but at the time it seems like the only way to ensure that Paul and Rosalys and everyone else at least got to walk away from this. Yeah, I don't... I'm not so sure he would have been true to his word. Just called a hunch. Between you and me, Zelias, I, I didn't think he was either, but... <laughs> What options did I have? I was running on fumes. Yeah, no, I... Yeah, this outgunned. You and your crew had arrived. Probably would have got ugly, yeah, Everyone no. Everyone would have been dead and I would have been a prisoner. That would have sucked, eh? <laughs> been there, done that. Um, that was just, uh... So, this might sound strange. I don't remember getting this collar put on, right? Or at least I didn't. 
there's just a whole like chunk of my memory that's just not connecting, if that makes sense. But, you know, when I saw you there and he was trying to put that thing on you, it just, it brought something back, I think. Trauma's funny that way. <laughs> I mean, funny, yeah. I guess not funny haha, but funny. Oh, fuck. <laughs> he laughs. Aye. <laughs> funny or oh, fuck. Funny or oh, fuck. Sometimes I just talk and don't think very hard. It's all right, lad. But, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I wish I could remember everything that happened leading up to that, but, you know, I... I think I did the same thing you did. Something happened to my men. I don't remember what exactly went down, but we were cornered. I didn't have any juice left in me. So I told them, you put that on me, but you let my crew go. And that was the deal we made. And that's all I remember. <laughs> Still don't know where the fuck they are. Well, kind of do, but kind of don't. It's a lot. I don't know. Do you mind if I ask you a question, Elias? Can't promise I'll know the answer, but yeah, go ahead. It sounds to me like you're at a bit of a crossroads. Now, I'm not saying that what I'm about to posit is true, but what would you do if you found that your crew were gone? Well, I suppose I'd be pretty busy like you, writing letters to the families. <laughs> what else would I do? He nods. He says... He thoughtfully places a hand on the stack of letters that he's writing and pats it and says, Heavy is the burden of leadership, mate. I... I... Yeah, I don't know. I suppose I've been trying not to think about that this whole time, but... (sighs) Sounds to me like you're ready to face the truth, should you ever find it. Logically, yeah. Obviously these things happen. Like, in my brain I can work out... This is a possibility, but I think, in my heart, I don't want to believe it. Aye. Death comes for us all, but none of us are prepared for it. Well, their fate's worse than death as well. I think the only advice that I could truly give you, Elias, is that now that you understand the pain of loss, you'll be doubly sure never to feel it again, or at least do the best that you can to make sure that that never happens. I saw what you were looking to do. You were looking to take one for me. And then your first mate, she, she stepped forward. She did that for you. Aye, she's a tough one. That takes a supreme amount of courage. Of course. He raises a hand and strokes his scorched and damaged beard at this point. Oh no, his beard! (gasps) No, the beard! The beard, yeah, he, he, he took some hits. Um, Finch rushes in. They cast cure wounds. How does his beard look? Get out! You cure cure his beard! (laughs) I cast cure beard. (laughs) No, they don't do that. (laughs) He says, it's never going to get any easier, lad. Never. As long as I've been alive, it's never been easier. And for us long-lived races, you're going to see a lot of people you care about die. Oh, aye. I've been at this for a hundred years. I've I've lost crew before, just not all of them all at once, I suppose. Aye, and because you're the one in charge, you're the one that bears the burden. Aye. But you gotta remember something, Elias. What's that? The people that are with you choose this life. As sad as I am that many good men and women gave their lives today, 
It was their choice. This is something that they wanted to do because they wanted to bring about a better future for everybody. Right. And that's what I'm trying to convey to their families. I didn't force them into this. Just like you didn't force your crew to follow you. No. And I'm going to make damn sure that the people that I'm addressing these letters to know that the people that they lost died on their own terms. It's not much, but at the very least, you can't blame yourself, lad, for the choices that other people make. Yeah, I suppose you're right. The last crew for sure chose to come with me. That's kind of what we did as pirates, you know, but... They saw a life with you, Zelias. Yeah, but so. You don't take a Korean piracy lightly. You know the risks. Of course. But then these three here, they came along because they wanted to get out of Vent Horizons as much as I did, but they were never pirates before. They're doing great now, of course, but I don't know. Sometimes I wonder. Ao's doing great. Galva's doing great. Doc is also doing very great. But it just feels different. I don't know. He leans forward. He winces a little bit, but he leans forward and don't he says, do that. That hurts you. He says, <laughs> I've got a little secret for you, lad. Oh? If you're wondering so much about if they're making the right moves, ask them. Ask them if they really want to do this. I think I probably have before. I don't think they said no, but still, I mean, the only reason... Well, maybe it's not the only reason, but they're fugitives now, you know, and they don't really have much of a choice where to go. So now they're constantly on the run. There's always a choice, lad. Yeah, yeah. They don't have to follow you. Fugitive or not, they can do whatever they want. Yeah, that's, no, that's kind that's of the true. benefit of being a fugitive, I. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you got a point there. Do yourself a favor, Elias. Tell them. Tell them that you're worried about them. Tell them that you feel like they're doing this because they didn't have a choice. And I think I know how they're going to respond. They'll be annoyed that I said it in the first place and then they'll reassure me, no, it's fine, we're going because we like to. It's it's great. We Doc will be like, I hate this shit, it sucks balls, but I'm here anyway because it's fine <laughs> or something, maybe. Or maybe they just like spending time with you. Do you ever think of that? No. You don't strike me as such a bad guy. No, I'm real nice. Unless you, you know, piss me off. I don't know. I just, I know, to Doc especially, I'm a giant pain in the ass just because I am the explosion guy. He laughs. He's like, you you don't think there are enough clerics out there that curse me name? You know, fair. That's a fair point. I used to stroll onto battlefields. If I could go into a battlefield naked, I would have. Don't. I won't. That would have been a sight. <laughs> Question. Is his beard long enough to cover the important bits? Nope. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Even better. He's bravehearting it. Fuck yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that's fine. I've often set myself on fire on purpose with explosions. Just fireball, boom. Sent it on myself. I don't do that so much anymore now because I've got a, a color that turns me into a black hole. <laughs> oh, God. That's another thing that happens. <sighs> he laughs. A lot happened today. Aye, a lot happened. Ugh. But you're alive. And your crew's alive. Yeah, until I, like, trip the wrong way and I die. And then my I become the black hole that consumes us all. So he is going to turn back and lean back in bed. He says, oh, 
That's the beauty of it, lad. What? If you trip, they'll be there to catch you. Oh, like a trust fall exercise. Aye, like a trust fall exercise. No, not at all. He's laughing because he knows <laughs> he knows what he's saying makes sense <laughs> to use Elias, but it's very clear that your defense mechanism is to just talk, just vomit at the mouth yep. forever. Yup. And he thinks yep, he thinks it's right. hilarious. Oh, he's a dick. I love that he's using the fall and catch metaphor here, considering what Galvin does all the fucking time. How many times have I fallen? How many times? All have you the time. Me? Yes. Every day. <sighs> I don't know. I. I mean, you're not wrong, but I mean, I'm definitely a dangerous person to be around. Not just because I'm a pirate that gets into bullshit all the time, but now I'm a walking time bomb, essentially. I don't know. I'm having a lot of weird feelings lately. You're not my therapist. Why am I telling you this? I thought I was your friend. Oh. Aww. Yeah, okay, fine. <laughs> I like Teresa just going, aww. You made a new friend. <laughs> I made a new friend. So he says, Zelias, listen, it's pretty apparent to this old dwarf that you've dealt with a lot of loss in your time, and a lot of it has to do with people that you are close to, that maybe you didn't get the chance to actually learn how they felt about you. Do yourself a favor and talk to your crew. You'll be better for it. Yeah. Well, it's not difficult. I can do that. Oh, it's going to be one of the hardest things you've ever done in your life. I know. I, I'm just trying to get myself psyched up. <laughs> I love this old man. Feelings are hard made. I know. Ugh. They don't write books about this shit. No instruction manuals. <sighs> no, I can't imagine that they don't. Mm. The only way you learn is through experience, lad. Yeah. I've got plenty of it. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, don't be a grumpy Gus. I'm not. <laughs> it's Elias noises. <laughs> <laughs> Just distress cat noises. <laughs> 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 I ain't Gus. No. I, no. Shut up. What? No. <laughs> <sighs> you know, it's amusing to me that the dread Felstar's Elias is just a big softie at heart. Oh, it's almost like I'm an actual person. Weird, right? The Adamantine Authority would have you thinking I'm some kind of evil robot out to just blow up the galaxy for funsies. Which, maybe sometimes, yeah, but... <laughs> I have feelings, too. Yeah, well, stop trying to deny them to yourself, lad. No. <laughs> This is how I cope. Yes. No, this is... I'm telling you now that what you're doing is, is, is not working. Fuck. This is bad coping. This is terrible coping. You're right. I'm a fucking it's idiot. It's the worst type of coping. I'm so stupid. No. No, you're not stupid. All right, good. <laughs> I don't... It's, sometimes it feels that way. Ugh. <sighs> ah, well. Maybe I'll figure it out. I, you will. <laughs> we all do at some point. Sure. What do you do and then you die? Well, I ain't died yet, so I'd call that a good run so far. Then you've got time to figure it out. Yeah. Yeah, alright. I'll give the whole talking to the crew thing a try. Uh, not probably gonna help the existential crisis angle of all of this, but that that's a story for another day. That's a, that's a tomorrow problem. <laughs> One thing at a time, lad. Yeah, there we go. 
Can't solve every problem right now. Well, this is stupid. I came in here to check on you, and then I just vomited all of my feelings at you, and that's very awkward. I appreciate that you tried to check on me, <laughs> Elias, but we both know you just wanted someone to talk to. Shut up, no. Shut up, no. Will you be needing anything, anything else, Elias? I don't need a single thing from you. You just get better and recover and feel good. And I'm going to go and stop bothering you before I make an ass of myself. Didn't I have to worry about that? I'll be right as rain soon enough. Sure. All right. And he gets up and he just kind of sighs like, Ugh, like this fucking happened. How dare this old man make sense? Yeah. How dare you? <laughs> Good sir. He's like, all right, uh, I'll leave you to it. And he'll depart. I'll give him a little a little nod and go out the the flappy door uh fabric. After you leave, he chuckles to himself. He just goes Curtain. That's the word. Uh, flappy door. Ah, uh, kids. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> so meanwhile that happened. While this is happening, while Zelias has to come to terms that he with the fact that he has feelings, and Novagard has completely seen through his bravado. Yes. Finch, if you are looking for Cole, Cole is in the process of, he's in the training area, mm-hmm. basically taking inventory of what isn't destroyed, just kind of working a little late, because adrenaline still has kind of got him a little bit. Sure. You know, this was a bit of a day. It sure was. A bit. So, if you ask around, if you're, you know, looking for, for coal or coldstone, mm-hmm. they'll be able to direct you. Sure. All right, well, um, Finch will locate Cole. They will walk up to him, and they will very politely say, Um, Cole, do you have a moment? He holds up a finger because he is tallying something. Finch waits patiently. And then he turns and says, Um, yeah, uh, Dr. Ogrefor, what what did you need? Um, I won't take up very much of your time, but um, before we left, I did want to talk to you briefly because I owe you an apology. I am very sorry for the deception. Wow, was it really just yesterday and the day before? So much has happened. Yeah, is that, like, normal for you guys? It's... It it seems to be becoming the normal pattern, yes, unfortunately. So he turns around and he's straightening up some of the supplies. He says, you know, I honestly was kind of upset that you tricked me. You know, it was nice having someone to, to talk to. I mean, you know, people at the, at the barracks were kind of giving me a lot of crap, you know, because they knew Lucenti had taken a special interest in me. So they saw me as... Lucenti's golden child, and honestly, there's a lot of, I guess, toxic masculinity. You know, everyone gets into dick-waving during basic. It's weird. You know, everyone wants to be the next super soldier, and it's... I, I didn't want that, you know? Yes, I, um, I'm familiar with the concept. So, you know, it was nice to kind of meet someone in Fort Olor that just didn't have so much shameless bravado, so... When I found out that you were with 
it's Elias. I, I, yeah, it. I was kind of pissed, but at the same time, I, I get it. You know, no one with a brain is gonna with a bounty on their head is gonna walk into Fort Olor and be like, "Here I am, come arrest me." So I, I get the. I mean, unless you're Elias, I'm sure Elias would probably <laughs> drop his pants and moon half the authority if it meant getting his bounty higher. Well, to be fair, he basically did that when we walked into the fort. Yeah. You were there. You witnessed him try to catch a fly with his tongue. Yeah. Okay. okay. So, all right. Yeah. Bobby T. Kobold. Oh, he's an idiot. <laughs> Suck my dick. That sure was the name he gave you, yes. He, I knew there was something weird about him. Well, I'm sure there are people with interesting personality quirks like that who aren't faking it, but... Yes, you you were absolutely on the ball in that case. So wait, at, wait, hold on. How did you disguise my sister? <laughs> well, Cole, of the four of us, she is unfortunately the most um, conspicuous. Yeah, that's, I mean, did she come in later? Like, how did you guys do that? Say yes. Do you want to lie to this boy again? Finch is not going to lie to this boy again. They're done lying to this boy. <laughs> well, Cole, I know you're going to take this the wrong way, whether or not I warn you not to. To be perfectly honest, um, in order to get her past the gods, we polymorphed her into a horse. She was the horse. <laughs> that was Pebbles. <laughs> so Cole is staring at you. Mm-hmm. Just thousand yard Dead stare. Hmm. He has a clipboard. Yeah. He has to go take a seat. Mm -hmm. He takes a steadying breath and says, mm -hmm. I really need you to tell me if Zelias is immune to acid damage. <laughs> oh, shit! Jesus! If you want to make us even, I need to know if he's immune to acid damage. <laughs> Wow. So is Cole, like, sitting down on a bench? He's sitting down on a crate, yes. On a crate? Okay, is there enough room for Finch to sit next to him? There is enough room. It's a, yes, there's enough room. Okay, so, so Finch will walk up to him, and they have their bag. They always have their bag. Mm -hmm. They're kind of fishing around in it for a minute. And once they withdraw a piece of folded paper, they will sit down next to Cole. They will unfold that piece of paper, and they will put it on top of his clipboard. Uh -huh. It is Zelias's wanted poster. Finch has already drawn a big curly mustache on it, but it is otherwise yeah. not defaced. Okay. He twat. <laughs> <laughs> He's not immune to acid damage. Um, I was hoping you would do me a favor, though. Yes, what is it? I really liked the wanted poster you drew. Well, you, you defaced of, of him. I was hoping you would make me a copy. <laughs> I will happily do it. And... Thank you for telling me that he is not immune to acid damage. Do not tell him to pick up anything that might make him immune to acid damage. I just want to keep that in my back pocket for later. Wow. What a petty little bitch. <laughs> Cole, now, I can't promise not to do such a thing because we get into a lot of very difficult situations and he is made of tissue paper and hopes and dreams um he can't take a hit so um i will be putting all of the jewelry and 
artifacts and clothing on him that I can in order to make my job easier. I wonder if I could make a dispel shell. Huh. Hmm. You probably could. Interesting. No, you know, I'm going to put a pin in that. And as he's he's kind of musing to himself, he is already drawing on uh, Zelias' wanted poster. Mm-hmm. And I think as he's doodling, he says, so, out of curiosity, because hmm. now he wants to move on from the idea of Zelias riding his sister. <laughs> oh my God in heaven. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad. Had to be said. You're welcome, everyone. <sighs> yes. So (laughs) he says, so everything that you said when you were disguised, I mean, was that still you or or are you just very good at coming up with different personalities that suits the situation? Oh, no, that was all me. Um, Well, except for the didn't finish medical school bit. I did finish medical school, um, but everything else was basically the same. I have a sister. Her name is Phoebe, and I love and miss her very much. Huh. When's the last time you talked to her? It was before I was arrested, actually. Well, we lived together. We shared an apartment. And it it was, well, the day I was arrested, she was there, and it was not a great scene. Um, she told me not to worry. I did my best not to worry, and that was the last time we spoke. That's... Kind of sad. I don't think Finch says anything to that particular statement. Hey, Dr. Okafor? Yes? Does your sister still live at the same address? As far as I know. Maybe, I mean, I I gave Galva my, my personal frequency earlier. I told her I was going to try and set up some type of, like, private network that couldn't be monitored by the authorities so that we could at least stay in touch. Hmm? Maybe I could do something so that you could talk to Phoebe. Finch is trying not to get their hopes up. Um, But if Cole is looking at Finch and and not at what he's drawing, he will probably see that they're looking very interested. I'd have to, you know, kind of run some tests on the range. And and obviously I want to make it as secure as possible. I don't, you know, but... Of course. I mean, I don't think it's fair that I get to talk to my sister and you don't get to talk to yours. That is very sweet of you, Cole. If um, if you are able to do something like that, I would be incredibly grateful. Well, it's the least I could do, because I know you're keeping my sister alive, too. Yes. Um, I haven't known your sister for very long in the grand scheme of things, but she and I have been through so much together. I care for her a great deal. I would do anything to save your sister, Cole. I will keep her as safe as I am able. And, well, considering what we just stood up against today and walked away from, um, I'm starting to have a little bit more confidence in my abilities to do so. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I I heard you guys went up against the Veda Force. <laughs> and- Finch pinches the bridge of their nose. <laughs> yes, we certainly did. Uh, are, are they as bad as the rumors say? Save for... They're cleric. They are a bunch of schoolyard bullies. Huh. I guess I always thought that they were stronger. Weird. Well, let me amend that. They are a bunch of extremely strong schoolyard bullies, but at the end of the day, they are immature little twats, 
and I hope they get what is coming to them. Uh, Can you say that as a doctor? Well, I'm not doing anything to actively harm them, so... Okay, I guess that's that's fair. Should be all right. He, he laughs a little bit, and he says, you know, I. it was weird when I was looking into the crew. You know, I really did think that you guys kind of convinced my sister to go along with this whole thing because, well, I mean, you, you know my sister. She's not very good at speaking her mind and kind of tends to fall in line to people that she trusts. Yes. She's a little too trusting. She is far too trusting. I agree 100%. Um, she is very lucky that she has not misplaced her trust this time. Um, Lucenti was a bad mistake, which, um, well, we all have to make mistakes to learn. And I hope that she's able to draw some useful lessons from it. Yeah, but, you know, when I was looking into you guys, I honestly, uh, from what I saw, you know, on the net and what everyone was saying, hmm. you know, Zelias, I mean, you know my thoughts on Zelias, uh, how I don't understand how he's still alive. Well, to be honest, Cole, <laughs> I also don't understand it, but he's managed. He laughs. And uh, Ao, I mean, I wasn't expecting the whole manic pixie dream girl kind of, I mean, the googly eyes. I don't get that. I, I, I was, I was expecting like just this fierce, disciplined martial artist, and I think I actually watched thoughts leave her head. <laughs> well, the authority does have a way of um, spinning stories, doesn't it? Uh, I guess, yeah. You can't really believe at anything, but you know, yours. Hmm. I mean, when I looked at Death Song Finch, I. I guess I couldn't really get a read on you. It was it was weird. You didn't strike me as someone who was sinister and was just raising people from the dead left and right. I I, I don't know. And honestly, Death Song Finch sounds really pretty. Well, I'm glad one of us thinks so. I would like to um, disabuse you of the notion that I'm raising people from the dead left and right. I I don't do that. Um, oh no, no no I I know it's I understand. I just uh. You don't think it's pretty? You don't like the name? No, I I really don't. How come? Because it reminds me that no matter how much I wish to go home and forget all of this, I can't. I have a bounty and a pirate name, and I suppose if I really wanted to, I could come up with a whole new identity and settle down somewhere on one of the Outer Rim worlds and live a quiet, boring life... Um, without concern that I would be caught and imprisoned or killed by the authority. But if I did that, that would mean I would never see my sister or my parents again. And I've spent enough time with your sister and with Ao and with Celias that if I were to leave, I wouldn't be able to stop worrying about them because as much as I hate to admit it, I am the one responsible for keeping them alive. So, Cole falls kind of quiet as he continues to doodle. You know, he has now blacked out several of Zelias' teeth, uh, given him a black <laughs> eye. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a, there's a big poop on his head. <laughs> a little stinky poop hat. A little, little stinky poop hat. Great. And uh, finally he pipes up with, you, you said you're a, a cleric of Kelimbor, right? 
Yes. Or I don't, I, I think Galva said, I can't remember who said it. Well, whoever said it, that's correct. I follow Kelimvor. I mean, I've done some reading about Kelimvor. Oh, yes? Yeah, I, I mean, I, I read about how Kelimvor sort of celebrates death, but, you know, it's not as a such a bad thing, I guess. It's sort of like the next step and that it's, you know, a reward. You know, you lived a good life. You did you did good, everybody. Now you're dead and you can rest. Yes, well, it's it's a natural part of life, which most people don't like to think about and in fact tend to fear. Which I suppose is understandable as no one really knows what lies beyond or if anything lies beyond. Oh I guess what I, I, I'm kinda getting at is when I saw your your pirate name, Death Song Finch, I thought it was really oddly nice. And now that I've kind of gotten to know you, I, I know that it, it sounds bad, but I think you could kind of look at it another way. All, all right. And, you know, people sing when they're happy. You know, it's singing is meant to be a good thing. People don't sing when, you know, they're, they want to be angry or sad. Something, you know, usually people sing when they're celebrating. So really, Death Song Finch just sounds like a celebration of your faith. I think Finch is quiet for a long moment. They kind of glance down at the Zolias poster to see how progress is going, and then they look up and they just kind of stare straight ahead of them for a bit. They're thinking about that. And then finally, they, they turn back to look at Cole in the face, and they're actually smiling just a, a little teeny tiny bit. You know, would you put it like that? It doesn't sound so bad. Good, because out of the four of you, you are definitely the least scary. <laughs> that does get a little a little short burst of laughter from Finch. After this session? <laughs> <laughs> he didn't watch them fight. Cole was not there for the Veda I Force. know. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Cole. It has never been my goal or aspiration to be scary. I, I am a doctor. I don't have a very good bedside manner because I find talking to people difficult. Talking to the dead less so, but regardless of, of my inability to communicate, I do care very deeply for people, all people, and at the end of the day, I want them to be safe and well. He laughs a little bit. He says, wait, you, you aren't good at talking to people? No. Really? Because... You really could have fooled me. I mean, we've been talking for some time now. I think Finch shrugs. They don't really know what to say. <laughs> huh. I can see why you get along with my sister, then. Yes, she and I get along very well. So after he has sufficiently vandalized the wanted poster, at this point, mm -hmm. there is now a word bubble that says herder. And uh, <laughs> let's see what else. Um, he has drawn... Uh, like trash on his shoulders okay. and all kinds of stinky lines. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> wow, mature. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he hands it back and says, uh, "Is uh, I, mean, I can't remember how I did the original one, but is this good enough? This is perfect. Thank you, Cole. They look at it for a long moment, admiring all of the artistry before they fold it back up and tuck it away. I'll, um, I think I'll put that up in, in the med bay. <laughs> oh, yeah. Frame it. Make sure Zelias has to look at it every time he goes in there. 
Every time I fireball myself, there's just my stupid face <laughs> saying herder. Yep. Get one of those plaques that says employee of the month and put it underneath it. Wow. Oh, that is a brilliant idea. I will do exactly that. <laughs> he laughs and he says, you know, I am kind of glad that there is someone else looking after my sister. We all look out for one another. We watch each other's backs. And um, that's not really anything I ever had, aside from my sister, before now. It's been an interesting experience, and um, all horribleness aside, because there has been a lot of horribleness, it's been a good experience. You know, hearing you say that, I guess I'm kind of a little sad that I'm not going with you guys. Well, you can always change your mind later. Nothing is set in stone. As much as I, I appreciate it, Doctor, I think I would have a heart attack having to deal with Zelias constantly. I'd make sure of it. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. It's it's good that you are self-aware enough to acknowledge that. And between you and me, I'm not entirely unconvinced he won't just push me out of the airlock. Well, Cole, between you and me, he would never. Yeah. He may be just... An incredible little gremlin of a man. But at the end of the day, he's an incredibly good man. I know. Do not ever tell him I said that. <laughs> My lips are sealed. He'll never hear it from me. He's like, I know, and I hate that about him. <laughs> How dare he be such a good fucking man. It's okay. It's a secret between Cole and Finch. Finch will take the secret to their grave. Ha ha! <laughs> so... I think with that, that is, unless you have anything else you'd like to say. Nope. That was a very nice little scene. I think we'll move on from there. Yeah, Finch will, will stand up. They will excuse themselves. They will thank him for his time. And they will be on their way. So, unless anyone else has anything else they want to do. Does anyone have anything they want to do? No. Ayo, you want to get one in? No, I really have nothing. I'm sorry. It's all right. No, it's fine. So, the next day, as you guys are preparing to leave, Rosalys, Novagard, and Cole, and a number of other Netherworlds militia are present to send you off. So, before you guys board, Cole is going to give Galva a big hug. She hugs him back. He is going to ask her to please tell mom and dad not to worry about me, that I'll be okay. Of course. And he is going to, honestly, he doesn't know, like, he wants to, he doesn't know if he wants to shake hands or hug Ao or Finch. Mm-hmm. So he's very awkward about saying goodbye. Like, he looks like he's, he keeps switching between, like, salute, hold out hand for handshake, hug, like, he doesn't know what to do. He gets a hug. Okay. <laughs> he will hug Ao back. Yeah. Oh, and also he is going to slip her a piece of paper. It's his gamer tag. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Attaboy. Weeb. How about Finch? I think this is one awkward barrier that Finch is unable to cross. Oh. Like, they would love a hug from Cole, but they, they're they just not, they yeah. don't think they can initiate. I like the idea of the two of them awkwardly, like, just nodding at each other, like, go ahead, no, you go ahead, no, you, mm-hmm. and then they yeah. just kind of settle on, okay, well, we'll talk soon. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Weeb. Because it works perfectly. When he gets to Zelias. He stands in front of Zelias, 
and he says, all right, well, I thought a long, long and hard on how I wanted to say this. So I'm just going to say, thank you for not dragging me back with you and for actually listening to me. But But. if I ever find out that you rode my sister again, I will hunt you down personally with every resource I have in the authority. Finch has a hand over their mouth and they are looking away. (laughs) Now, (laughs) hold on. (laughs) Now, Galva looks shocked and mortified. He has a (laughs) deadpan stare. I promise you, I will never ride Galva again. Ever. And you're welcome. Good. For the first thing. Zelias will hold his hand out for a shake. He doesn't give a fuck. He looks at it. Shake my fucking hand, little bitch. And he does take your hand. Good. And he says, I mean it. If I find out you you rode my sister, I will be the one to bring you in. I I understand. I will. You will arrest me personally yourself. I'm going to. I believe you can do it. When this is all done and and somehow my my Mm -hmm. sister's name is cleared. Yep. I will be the one to bring you in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Of course. <laughs> I, I fully believe you. I'm gonna have Galva roll an insight roll. She she needs to know a little bit more about what this conversation is. I know. Zelias is caught off guard, but also it's Zelias. At this point, though, when he's saying that he's gonna be the one to bring you in, he's he's grinning. Okay. Yeah, I mean, Zelias is grinning back. This is fun. This is okay, a good time. That's an 18 insight <laughs> I think it takes her a moment, but she's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> the horse! <laughs> so you heard about the horse thing, huh? <laughs> yeah, I heard about the horse. I see, I see. Bobby um, T. Kobold. I'm very good Can at you please work on your Bobby disguise Kobold. names? Because there are other people in the authority who are very quick on the uptake. You know, that is actually very good criticism, and I thank yes. you for it. <laughs> it's a little bit of advice. Please, please get better at bullshit. Do not yes. use any more because if I if I find out that you got my sister arrested because you came up with a dumb name like Zell Ass or something, <laughs> I... <laughs> oh, they'll never guess that one. <laughs> he, he's actually you missed the part when I was Tommy Tostino. Oh, I'll you know what I'll learn about it. Oh, great, that one worked. He's trying not. To, he's he's laughing a little bit, <laughs> and finally he steps back and says, "All right, well." Captain Zelias, make sure you take good care of your crew and my sister. I'll protect her with my life. All right. Be safe. And uh, Nova Guard is going to step forward and place a... Definitely going to be safe. We got that one. (laughs) He's going (laughs) to place a a reassuring steadying hand on Cole's shoulder, and he's going to nod to you. He says, we'll be in touch at some point. Sounds good. And uh, Captain Zelias, don't forget what we talked about. I won't. I won't. <sighs> and they nod, and you are free to get aboard on board the Reliable and disembark. Fare thee well, planet with a hole in it that we went down in. Uh, I forgot what you were called. Brionis. Brionis. Yep. Nice one. So, as you guys take off, Novagard, Rosalus, Cole, and the remaining Netherworld uh, militia that came out to kind of see you guys off. Mm-hmm. are waving 
and you are free to depart. As you leave Briones' atmosphere, there is no sign of the Valorous Horde or any other Authority ships. It appears that good. Derecho was good on his word. Any, any Authority air presence seems to be non-existent. Fantastic. So, I'm sure you guys, in character and out of character, so much has happened and you need time to kind of process it before you have any discussions. Yes, Elias most certainly does. So we are going to jump ahead to that night. And uh, we're going to set the scene starting in Finch's quarters. Wilhelm, I'd like to try something if you're game. Uh, what, checkers, chess? What are you feeling? Oh, well, we can do that too. No, um, I was talking about something a little less um, time-consuming. Oh, all right, what do you got? Finch has um, set the skull up on his cushion on the bed. Uh Uh-huh. So they just kind of back away a little bit, make sure there's enough room, Mm -hmm. and they cast Guardian of Faith. For the sake of space, I don't think an entire elevator emerges from the floor. I think it's more like a hell dumbwaiter. (laughs) A hella dumbwaiter. A hella hella (laughs) dumbwaiter. Oh my god. (laughs) Oh my god. A hella dumbwaiter rises up. And Wilhelm, who is crammed in there, pushes himself out. He's like, huh. Well, you know, it doesn't have points for style, but it gets the job done. Well, that was strange. I wasn't expecting that. Well, I wasn't expecting the elevator either, honestly, but um, hey, uh, it was a good touch. Listen, maybe Kellenvor's got a, a flair for the dramatic. <laughs> I'm starting to think he must. There could be worse traits to have. Finch does a Finch noise, thinking back to (laughs) the very dramatic person they know. Suck my nuts. (laughs) I I suppose. Um, Anyway, I I wanted to check something. Um, So Finch just walks up to Wilhelm, and they reach up and put a hand on his skelly face. Uh, Yep, you feel it. Is it solid? It is solid. They pat it? Yeah. Are you... If you're trying to slap me, Finchie, it's kind of a weak slap. No, um, I just wanted to make sure before I did this. And they hug him. Ah. They just full body bear hug Wilhelm. Oh. Oh my god. Oh, this is nice. Uh, Wilhelm will hug back. Yeah, this is going to be one of those very long, awkward hugs. It's not a super warm embrace. He's he's pretty bony. He's bones. He's bony. (laughs) But nonetheless, yep. Well, uh. Huh. So you burned a spell slot just to get a hug? Alright. Works for me. <laughs> hey, I've seen the captain do dumber. Yeah. I wouldn't say this was burning a spell slot. I think this was a good use of it. You're not doing damage to anyone, so you'll just be hanging out for the next eight hours. I- I'm just joking with you, Finchy. This is a great use of a spell slot. So hey, we got eight hours. What do you want to do? You want to cut a rug? He's going to start kind of jigging in place. God. Finch is still hugging him as he does yep. this. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know what? Let me get another good night of sleep, and we'll talk about that. All right. Well, I mean, I'm here for eight hours. What do we got? What's on tap, huh? Um. Hmm. Well, we did take a lot of books from that facility. We didn't exactly blow up because Torok did most of it, but there are a lot of books I was needing to go through. Do you want to um, help me with that? Ah, he claps his bony hands. He's like, all right, research assistant Wilhelm is go. Let's do this. Wonderful. Finch is still hugging him. 
uh, hey, Finchy, it's uh, gonna be a little hard to do some research when we're, you know, not that I'm complaining. I, I can't remember the last time I had a good hug. I can't remember much of anything. But I also can't remember the last time I had a good hug. But oh, uh, bummer. you know what? No, this is this is fine. We can make this last a little bit longer. It's all good. They've got eight hours. <laughs> the hug does not last for eight hours. I think Finch. <laughs> after seven and a half hours, you finally start to do some research. Finch's arms get tired after a bit. And then they do um, pull back. And I guess they'll probably do the researching in the that little room. I'm still not sure what to call it with the table where they can feed the books to Moot and Moot can scan the books. Yeah, it's in the common area. Yeah, so they'll just because there's enough room to spread out all the right. books and kind of look through and take stock. So over time... I imagine after you start feeding in the books, it's going to take some time. You got a lot of books. You know, I feel like exhaustion is going to start to take Finch pretty quickly, especially after the events of the last two days. Mm-hmm. Two and a half days. Yeah, they got it. I would say probably not even a decent night's sleep last night. It was pretty touch and go. And honestly, realistically, with the exception of Zelias, who doesn't sleep, but I even feel like even meditation might come a little easier just from exhaustion. Mm-hmm. Maybe. But I feel like most of you, if not all of you, are able to sleep pretty soundly just from just pure exhaustion after everything that's happened. Yeah. So Wilhelm had been thumbing through one of the books that you recovered from the facility of Fort Olor. And considering that time for him is sort of very strange because he exists in this odd strata he hasn't noticed that finch has fallen asleep at the table so rather than waking up finch wilhelm stands heads into finch's room and grabs a couple of their blankets brings it out very carefully drapes them over finch's sleeping form i think he'll even grab Finch's pillow and kind of nudge Finch in the in the way that you know when you're so dead tired like you register what someone is doing but you know you don't recall the memory later yeah he exchanges the the book that Finch fell asleep on for the pillow for the pillow exactly yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he finishes draping the blanket about Finch's shoulders in his mind he laughs at the idea Finch might be the only person in the known universe who would welcome being tucked in and doted on by a specter. But in his mind, the good doctor deserves it, especially given how much they've done for him. Life after death can be lonely, and with no tangible memories of himself, he'd always felt adrift. Whoever found him, whoever sent him to Finch, They couldn't possibly know the favor that they'd done for the both of them. The benefit to having a spectral body is that his footfalls are practically non-existent when he wants them to be. He's free to move about the reliable as much as he wants and doesn't have to worry about waking the crew. He leaves the common area and does a round through the living quarters. He pauses in front of each of the crew members' doors to quietly listen, make sure that they're either sleeping or meditating soundly. Or, at the very least, they're safe. When one has nothing but time on their hands, they tend to invest it in those who need it the most. And this crew, with their penchant for trauma, both physical and emotional, could certainly do with a little investment from a kinder being than the ones they often cross paths with. Silently, 
he makes his way to the bridge. It's actually one of Wilhelm's favorite spots on the ship, and one where he likes to come and ruminate, where he can stand at the forefront and gaze out upon the stars. It gives him a certain tangibility to the void that is life after death. The stars to him are like souls adrift, and he feels a sort of kinship with them. But when he enters the bridge, he spies Moot similarly gazing out upon the nebula. Holographic arms clasped behind his back, he seems more contemplative than usual. Wilhelm wordlessly moves to stand beside the projection. Uh, hey there, Moot. You're up late. I am always up, Wilhelm. I do not sleep, nor do I need it. Ah, uh, well, that makes two of us. I just didn't expect to see you up here. Forgive me, am I intruding on your space? But what? Nah, I'm, I'm pretty sure we're the ones intruding on you. You're the ship, after all. We're just along for the ride. Yes, but without you all, I would be aimless, directionless. I would not know where to go or what course to chart. That sounds like a hell of a lot like life, pal. None of us inherently know where to go. The best we can do is move forward one step at a time. Ah, yes, a metaphor for progress. The two fall silent for minutes on end, both seemingly content with merely existing in this space and in this time. Surprisingly, it is Moot who speaks up first. Wilhelm, how do you cope with your existence and not being able to recall who you are? Came out swinging with that question, eh, buddy? I am sorry if I offended. Nah, nah, it's all good, Moot. Just a doozy of a question, you know? The existentialism of it. We're all a sum of our experience, yeah? So when you got none that you can remember, where's your moral compass? What guides you to make decisions? Yes, those are all important and valid questions. Well, uh, the good news is, is that none of that shit matters. Moot turns and looks surprised and confused as much as he's able to. But you just said... Wilhelm waves a skeletal hand dismissively. Nah, I, I know what I said, and I know what everyone else says. But at the end of the day, if you don't know who you are, then you got nothing tying you back. You're a blank slate. You can choose who you want to be and why. Is that what you choose to do? Well, if you're asking if this is why I sound like an old-timey gangster, then yeah, sure. <laughs> I don't know if this is how I'm supposed to sound, but it works for me, see? If I do find out who I am, that ain't gonna change. Because my pals like me this way, and this is the way I prefer to be. But what if you remembered something? What if you remembered two conflicting things that could define you? How do you reconcile the contradiction? Well, memory's a funny thing, Moot. One of the most unreliable things there is with how easy it is to influence, but uh, look at me. I'm unliving proof. So if you can't trust in your memories, uh, what do you got? Well, you got Finchie. And Elias and Galva and Ao. See, who you were doesn't have to change who you are, Moot. And who you become? Well, I mean, that's squarely on your shoulders. No one else's. And if you really need a memory to help guide you, well, I'm sure the crew would offer up some of theirs. The good ones. You know, the fun ones. The times when we all shared here. 
I know I've got plenty myself. Even the ones where we almost died. <laughs> Especially those. Nothing's more precious than remembering that you're alive. If Finch has taught me anything, it's that life is a beautiful, precious thing. And that death is earned at the end of a life well lived. <laughs> Hell, maybe that's my problem. I didn't live well enough the first time around, and now I get a do-over. A do-over? Yeah. Uh, I, uh... I wondered for a long time why I couldn't pass, and it's really the only thing that fits, you know? I didn't live life fully for some reason, and now eh, here I am, stuck until I get it right. So that's what I aim to do. I'm going to help Finch find Kellenvor. I'm going to love every second of this crazy adventure. And so that when it's all over, uh, I can finally pass on with no regrets. And what if that is not the answer? What if you still do not pass on? I start over. Yeah, but at least I got a fun lifetime of memories to keep me company. It's impossible to tell due to his lack of features, but even so, the smile on Wilhelm's face is palpable. It inspires Moot to turn his thoughts outward rather than direct them inward. To consider the future rather than lingering on the past. Thank you, Wilhelm. I believe you've helped me. Yeah, my pleasure, Moot. And hey... Do me a favor, yeah? Don't go spilling any of the beans about this conversation to anyone, especially Finchy. They, they worry enough about me, everyone else, and I don't want them thinking I'm looking up and leaving nothing. Do not worry, Wilhelm. I will not say anything if you would extend to me the same courtesy. Well, sure, Moot, but I don't think you have anything to worry about. Moot pauses. That is untrue. You see... I have recalled some aspects about the nature of my creation. Conflicting memories as to what my purpose is. Dr. Okafor knows a little, but at this moment in time, those memories I shared with them cannot be trusted. There is, however, one thing I am sure of. I do not know how I am sure of it, but it is something I know in my core. Yeah? Well, what is it? The Amalgam. I believe I play a part in combating its advancement on the Nebula. I do not know what it is, nor why it seeks to destroy, but I believe I do know the scope of its destruction. If my memory is to be believed, the Clockwork Nebula is the last bastion of life in the universe. We are all that remains. The Amalgam has destroyed it all. Every last galaxy every last world, all of it, and if it succeeds in its machinations, there will be nothing left. And with that, hey guys, mm -hmm. it's the end of Act 1. Oh shit. Oh, oh shit. One? Woo! How we feeling? Yay! That'll be <laughs> We did it! You survived 55 episodes. The first act of Footfall of Giants is now drawn to a close. So, congratulations to those at home. Hey, you made it to the end of Act 1 along with us. Thanks for listening. How? Please don't forget to follow us on Twitter at SlayRights. Do not forget to subscribe to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Wherever the hell you get your podcasts, we're probably up there. Make sure you leave us some comments, rate us, let us know how we can improve. Let us know what you liked. 
and we will see you all next time, everybody. Have a good night. Good night. night. Woo! It could be morning. It could be morning. We don't know. It is morning. It is morning for all of us. Have a great day. Yes. Technically morning. (laughs) (laughs) Huh. All right. Worth it. The end. Go to bed.